It's it's the fall. Up, oh, man. <laughs> sure, it's it's definitely that, but also seasonally, we're uh, feels like we're deep into uh, have sex with your friends season. Interesting. I am a proponent for sleeping with your friends. Like, in all honesty, in a real argument. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's nothing closer than friends just casually having sex. Absolutely. No no emotions. Nope. No kissing on the mouth. Nope. Just... Just doggy-style porking. Two, <laughs> two human beings trying to come. Yeah. Or if only one of you, then... Eh. Yeah. It's first one, two wins. It's a race. It's a race, yeah. It's not the rat race. Speaking, what's what's that one? The one about (laughs) (laughs) nah. You know, you know what I really hate is when people don't like. I think it's mostly a British thing when they pronounce the year like instead of two thousand and three, it's twenty and three. No, like twenty oh three. Nobody, no one's ever said that. British people say not a one weird things. Two thousand plus three. (laughs) Look, I'm not here to argue that. The British don't say weird things, but I don't think they say 20 and 03. <laughs> the, the British do say the most delightful things on podcasts we record that make us very happy, though. Yes. Shout out to Chris Goodwin. Good, Shout good dude. out to... Says, said the best thing out loud I've ever heard in my life. To MC Chris G. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. Who was worried about not being racist enough for the podcast. And then said the most racist thing on the podcast. Yeah. Love him. Respect. He's, he's the best. <laughs> uh, well, we got a lot to cover. I guess we do. Not just movies, but no. also hard opinions from me. Yeah, and some and some tips and tricks from the latest issue of Game Pro. Game Pro. <laughs> some cheat codes for your N64. How to get that second whistle in Mario 3. How to unlock the hidden costumes in WCW Revenge. And the truth about Samus being trans. <laughs> Is, is she? Well, I d- he she? Well, it, I think just the fact that it's a woman shocked the nation. Of course, yeah. everyone thought it was. A I wasn't ready for it. it. That like I was never a Metroid person, so Neither. that didn't mean anything to me. But it, I just assumed it's a person fighting, so it's a man. Maybe that's a patriarchal stance, but yeah. so be it. And then they told me it's a woman. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. I'm still never going to play it now. Well, now I'm really, really never going to yeah. play it. Now I'm but really going to go out. Of what play. got me my uh, seminal moment in video games, uh, pun intended was finding out that Vega from Street Fighter is a boy. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. ready for that. No. Because, let me tell you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Twinkie boy. Yeah. Twinkie boy with long, luscious hair. Yeah. And, and, big old claw. Rocking tits. Rocking tits, climbing cages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, so before we... This is obviously the... Uh, this is the news portion of the show. This is the news portion of the show. Uh, it's the worst year of our lives presents the best decade of our lives, 2018. That's right. Uh, I guess that's Drew. Recorded live from our studios in Burbank, California. Our bunker. (laughs) Uh, That's Drew at Syrian Soft Paws. This is Scott at Not Scott Henson. Follow us and ask us weird things via DM. Please do. I get I get bored during the day. I can only play video games so long without people sending me weird random messages about I don't know life and penis sizes and yeah butthole tightness and all the all the great things that my constant and and, and the confluence of those two things. (laughs) Um, so we are now uh, we we've now uh, finally 
found out the results of the election. Drew's winking at me because we haven't yet and there's no president and maybe there will never be a president. I thought it was landslide victory Trump after all the recounts and everything. That would be tight. It was a landslide for the Republicans. <laughs> it's a landslide. <laughs> they, I, we all agreed that was the funniest outcome. Yes. Was, was landslide Trump. Yes. Um, this outcome is not without its merits, though. I want to congratulate America on their love of racism. For for more votes for Trump in 2020 than 2016. Correct. I, I love the... Because, like, I've heard a lot of arguments from a lot of people yeah. on Twitter. Uh, for, like, you know, justifying why they voted. If it was as simple, honestly, as... I'm a Republican, I'm voting Republican, uh-huh. and I'm a Democrat, I'm voting Democrat, that is a more valid argument sure. than the majority of the things people are saying for voting for Trump. For sure. Um, the fact that I, like a lot of people think that uh, you know there's no good option, or like it doesn't matter, or they're both the same, I feel like <laughs> one of them, I'm not going to name which one, <laughs> Not naming names. Didn't condemn white supremacy in America, <laughs> and the other Give one it. did it instantly. <laughs> so, maybe Look, a difference. Man, there's good people on both sides, is what I heard. Both sides. Both sides. Good and bad on both sides. Exactly. I, like, that's the thing is, I'm, I said this to, um, uh, not to brag, my Colombian girlfriend, uh, <laughs> who I had said, I'm Sir, re- your Latin ex girlfriend. Latin ex girlfriend, uh, which is still a thing as of now, it won't be know. soon. <laughs> yeah, um, is uh, I said how, how how glad I am, and I've said this multiple times to her in the last two weeks. Yeah, that a hundred and forty ish years ago, that my family, when they were uh, immigrating here, decided to go north and not south. Yeah. Because originally, part of my family actually did immigrate to the mm. U.S., and they ended up in Arizona. Tight. But they were only there for like two or three years, and they were like, oh, fuck this place. <laughs> and they came to B.C. So it's I'm a, so glad it's a dry heat. that my family was like, I would rather stay within the British patriarchy <laughs> than go to like the, you know, scumbag revolutionaries <laughs> and just yeah. keep up this way. Because like... Yeah. I'm, I'm a I'm a red coat at the end of the day. Yeah, of course I'm a red coat. Um, I like it's so bizarre. Like especially, I mean, this will come up a little bit later in the podcast when I talk about watching a documentary about a female uh, Supreme Court justice. But uh, pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it. Gloria Sotomayor. Melissa. Melissa Villasenor. Yeah, nailed it. Supreme Court Justice Melissa. Melissa Villasenor. Bill Murray. Dan Croyd. <laughs> Nassim Pedrad. <laughs> musical guest Hoobastank. Who's the host? And your host, Optimus Prime. <laughs> 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 Excellent host. Good choice. That's a good show. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I I didn't I don't feel like I knew a lot about American politics between the seventies and like two thousand, let's say. Mainly because I wasn't alive and was a child. Yeah, you were you were <laughs> born in two thousand. And also live in another country. So you're a, you're a zoomer. I'm you're, a zoomer. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I can't even I, 
I'm a Zabuma fooler. Was that what that was? I'm a I'm a Zubily Zoomer. Zubily Zoo? Yeah. The the furriest TV show ever made. Yeah. I don't know. Zabuma Fu's mascot was an animated lemur. Yeah, but Zubily Zoo was literally everyone in makeshift fursuits. I guess that's true. (laughs) Including Ben Vereen. Really? Yeah. He was the main guy. He was the lion. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh two two party system. Great. Seems weird Never to me. changed. Seems really weird to me. It's bad. It's really bad. I mean we have <laughs> Also we have, like, it's funny that their two parties are both right wing. <laughs> yeah. There's very right I and mean, a little less right. Slightly slightly less, yeah. Yeah. I mean I for what what do we have? Technically we have five, but one only runs in one province. <laughs> yeah, it it varies province to province. Because, like, here, because we just had our election. We had our provincial we election. We didn't have a conservative person, right? Yeah, like, we our... We only had an NDP, yeah, we, a liberal, and a... Yeah, what's, what's interesting, in B.C., provincially, not not nationally, but the the right-wing party is the liberal party. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. And then the left... They're called the liberals. Liberal, yeah. The liberals <laughs> are right-wing, the NDP are left wing, and the Green are even more left. The, the Green are off the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're the autistic of the Canadian political. They're the nonverbal autistic. <laughs> of the spectrum. <laughs> Remember, when but the... they get a couple seats. Like, they yeah, get... but they only get Northern Vancouver Island seats where it's nothing but hippies and old, and old hippies. I, where, where trees are literally allowed to exactly. vote. Exactly. <laughs> Um, remember when the Conservative Party were called the Progressive Conservative Party? That was a tight move. That's PC. pretty funny. PC, baby. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Progressive yeah, Conservative. I, I just love, like, I'm sure uh, the majority of our listeners from the United States are super thrilled about listening to a movies podcast and talking more not about only, politics than they've already not had. Not only our own national politics, our own provincial politics. Provincial, even smaller How much can scale. we limit this? I mean, my my city representative is NDP, and that's who I voted for, so I'm happy. I think mine mine's liberal. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it used to mine used to be a conservative Chinese, and we got her out, so I'm happy about that. Anyways, um, but like, yeah, I, I, the, I, the conservatives are smart for not running in BC. Yeah, they're they're not they're not getting any power in this province. No, the, because we're all hippies. Yeah, the and... the liberals should be the most right party. Like you don't Absolutely. you can't go any more yeah. right than yeah. them, and you're not getting votes. Yeah, like in in this province, the liberals are the central centrist and left yeah. and right. So if you're a center or right, you're voting liberal. Yeah, there's not there's no like nobody that's so far on the liberal voting scale right. That they are actually a conservative. <laughs> no, not in this province no. at least. But like, you, as soon as you, as soon as you get to Alberta, then we're Things talking change. some problems. As soon, as soon as the land gets flat, yeah. It, well, as soon as the land gets flat, and cousin marrying isn't against the law, and and headwear changes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as soon as everyone starts cosplaying, <laughs> yeah, cosplay from yeah. the old west, yeah. But it's just yeah, it's so bizarre that a two party because like i uh, even watching the results there was very few states yeah where even the percentage of independent voters was even like registerable yeah like there was i don't remember what state it was but they had like 0.8 and it didn't even say like independent or like whatever like libertarian or whatever it yeah. literally just said other, not main two candidates yeah, the other. so like 0.8 percent people who for, threw their vote away yeah like right in sir bernie sanders or kanye west and whatever yeah. and like libertarian kane you know 
Like, Glenn Jacobs got some votes. But, um... For Glenn. But, yeah, it's just so bizarre to me I think, he, I think that, he won like, Knox County. I think he's the president of Knox good. County, Tennessee. Good for, are you going to tell him no? Wouldn't He'll dare. set you on fire. He will electrocute your testimony. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I'm glad that I don't have to vote in the U.S. Because as much as you would obviously vote for, uh, well... Libtards like us uh, yeah. would vote for Biden. It's mm. not like could like it's not like there's even a good choice. No, you know, like for me here, for the most part, I almost always agree with what the NDP is doing. Yeah, NDP's pretty. There's a, there's yeah. some issues that maybe they're not as strong on, but yeah. like you know, I would always agree with them. But it's not like I have to choose between the liberals and the conservatives. Like yeah. the center <laughs> center right and, and the far right. right. Yeah. Like those options are shit. Yeah. So, I just, and, like, it's so bizarre. And, like, even trying to wrap your head around the Electoral College Ugh. is just insane. Like, it, it was invented during the during slavery. <laughs> like, it was... As uh, all good things were. But it's, like I, like, I think the biggest one that I saw was white voters in Wyoming account for, like, 85% of the vote in Wyoming. Yeah. Whereas, like... 30% of the vote in California is white, uh-huh. right? So, like, the majority of Wyoming is the, like, they're not, everybody's going to vote Republican. Yeah. And whereas, and, like, the minority re- re- um, result for that state is, like, nothing. Yeah. Whereas, like, California, if you look at the minority result, it's, like, most of the states, mm-hmm. right? So, like, it's just crazy how, like, you break up demographics and stuff states like state yeah their their country is like so much more divided than ours because even if you looked at like our last election and it was like quebec was all black quebecois yeah and then like on ontario and like some like pushing into manitoba was like uh was liberal and then you get like kind of a mixture of conservative liberal in the middle yeah and then you get to us and it's like a little bit liberal, mostly NDP, a mm-hmm. little bit green. Yeah. But, like, there's these clear, like, dividing lines across the country. Yeah. Whereas, like, America's like, well, we're mostly racist, except <laughs> for all of the big cities. And if you yeah. looked at, like, all the state maps and everything, every blue part was a it's major a city. city. Exactly. And everything else was red. That's the thing. So it's like Atlanta has a population of what? Like, I don't know, 30 million people. I don't know. That whatever, seems high. Whatever it is. A few million. Um, whereas, like, you know, the outskirt county of that has, like... 10,000 people yeah. and they're and that they're all red. So they like they're voting fucks yeah. up the whole system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, when you look at if you don't look at it by state but instead look at it by county. Mm. It's you realize that it's not red state versus blue state. No. It is it is nothing but urban versus rural. Absolutely. It is big cities versus yeah. small towns. That's yeah. the uh, without fail across the country. Yeah. Like Alabama yeah. Red state. Yeah. Birmingham, Alabama, blue. blue. Yeah. 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 Atlanta, blue. Yeah. New Orleans. The, the, the one, the, Shreveport, yeah. the blue. Ones, the ones that surprised me, because, like, we were looking at them last night, is, like, I said, like, well, yeah, but look at Mississippi. And then, like, we would bring up Mississippi, and there was, like, little spots of blue. Yep. I'm like, okay, well, then bring up, like, uh, like South Dakota. Yeah. And, like, it's mostly red, but there's yeah. a little bit of blue. But even if you look at, like, you know, like fighting over Arizona, yeah. and it's, like, you know... Like the big cities are clearly yeah. blue. Phoenix, blue. Uh, Tucson, blue. Yeah. The other one, <laughs> blue. Scottsdale. Tempe? Tempe, or, yeah. But like everything else is red. So like it's, yeah. just, it's just crazy that there are enough people in the like Hick 
backcountry yeah. voting Republican that it's not just an automatic win yeah. for the big cities voting. Yeah. Like, that's and, crazy. And, and that's what it is. Like, the, it's, it's the people in the big cities who went to school and learned a couple things and are smart enough to vote left consistently versus people on farms who are raised by pigs and don't know anything. and Raised and, by pigs and mate with pigs. And... <laughs> And and honestly, just uh, think it's cool that there that there's an asshole running mm-hmm. for president, and they're assholes. So why wouldn't you vote for the asshole? Yeah, <laughs> it's like obvi- obviously they're not smart enough, or like educated enough, or like I don't know. They, they're they're not well put together. They didn't get raised correctly. They didn't go to school. They didn't do their learning, <laughs> and. It's not even like they have smart arguments for voting for things or oh, no. why they like things. It's literally just that, like, they don't want another Obama because it was Obama. Yeah. They, and Trump is the opposite of Obama. They'll vote against their self-interest. Yeah. Like, they're they're literally... Everything Trump has done, it, like, it, it directly affects like, the Republican, poor Republicans. Yeah. Maybe some somewhat more yeah, than like, the regular average Joe voting, voting, Democrat. Voting Democrat is typically better for poor people. Yes, but that's not what they're doing. That's not even the point, and it's not even like I'm a like, Republican. They're more for it's social. Like, I like Trump because he says what he means. Exactly. He doesn't fuck around, and that's good enough. And but it's that, not even that, and you're... that's good enough to go to civil war over the guy from The Apprentice. I I really wish that uh, Justin Trudeau was ballsy enough. To just say, like, oh, you guys are on your own. Like, see ya. <laughs> like, we're going to deal with Mexico directly, and you guys are on your own. I hope Trudeau cucks Trump. I hope he fucks Melania. Like, they've... She's fake looking. I, sh- I know she's fake looking, but, like, her and Justin at, like... That's true. They were very Events friendly. when they've been together, they, there have been some looks, They're very some friendly. touches. I mean, he's a handsome man. Yeah. He may be uh, not qualified to run our country, but he is handsome. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? His dad did it. Why can't he do it? Did it, and I hate his dad. I also hate his dad. His dad put French on all his my dad labels. put French on everything. And here's... I'm going to tell you right now. Where's my soapbox? Oh. Here we go. Here's the number... And this is going to sound fucking retarded to anyone, <laughs> except for me. Okay. To me, it makes perfect sense. Sure. The, re- the thing... The reason I hate Pierre Elliott Trudeau so much is because every fucking... Blu-ray and DVD I have bought in this country mm-hmm. has fucking French on it, and it makes it look like shit. I agree. I would much rather buy everything from the states. I want American that only Blu-rays. has English, and it's not even like, oh, you're so racist towards French people. No, why it's aesthetically. Why don't you just learn French? Aesthetically, I'm like, right? listen, they tried to teach me French for six years of my life. That- in high school French, I got 13%. That's on <laughs> purpose. <laughs> they tried to teach me for 12 years of my life. Voulez-vous coucher my dick? <laughs> <laughs> I would sleep with your dick. Yes. Um, I hate it. It looks t- it looks horrible. Yeah. And the fact that there are so many, like let's say, like food products yeah. where the English and the French are the exact same word. Yes. Just the French one has an accent on it. <laughs> yeah. Or it says "la" in front of it. It looks horrible. Well, and and also there are so many products that. Uh, that Canada refuses to import because they because don't have... because they won't put the French on it, right? And like just as a matter of like movies again, because it's my entire fucking life. Sure, is that there are things that, in, that don't translate from English yeah. to French, so then they have to like make up a you know new the fr- term 
for that movie. So they I, call it something different. I have an example of that. I would love to hear it. Because I just commentated Twilight. Okay. Which, um, which Fren- French doesn't movie, translate to French. I'm. It's weird that they don't have a word for Twilight, but even if they do, they didn't use it because the French translation of Twilight is La Fascination. The Fascination. Okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's the best that, you that. can do? There has to be a word for Twilight. I'm going to look it up. There is, in fact, a word for Twilight. It is called Crepuscule. There you go. Couldn't have done that. Crepuscule. <laughs> but apparently that's, official. apparently that's too hard. Yeah. Ridiculous. Hate it. I hate it. I hate I hate you, French Canada. I hate you, Pierre Elliott Trudeau. I don't care how hot and hunky your son is. Yeah. I hate you. And let's be clear. He's pretty hot and hunky. He's pretty hot and hunky. <laughs> He's got that nice quarantine salt and pepper beard going on. Let me be clear. I would like to fuck the Prime Minister of Canada. <laughs> My name is Barack Obama. I'm Barack Obama. And, and I'm, I'm gay. gay. <laughs> uh, all right. Enough Enough American politics, Canadian politics. This sure. is gonna, Canadian politics is going to replace my minor league hockey corner. I mean, it's maybe a little more accessible. It's still not much. Instead, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's still Canadian bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get a couple. More I mean, um, uh, Canadian or uh, uh, the the minor league hockey corner was obviously a lot easier with nitros yeah. than it is with movies. <laughs> so you know, if we're, if we're watching a movie, if we talk about a movie from Korea, I, it's going to be hard for me to figure out a minor league hockey team from yeah. Korea. Here's here's how the Rochester Red Wings apply to an old boy. <laughs> um, all right, I got lots of things to get off my chest. But I don't want to take too much time. So okay. here are the two mean things I'm going to say. All right. <laughs> Number one. Uh, I have a lot of... No, I don't want to... I, not to brag? Not to... No. I don't want to <laughs> seem like I'm not pro-feminism or pro-women because uh-huh. I'm maybe not. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, okay. an, I be, I'm honestly an equalist. I, I do honestly believe that you should just... If you are the right qualified person for anything... And the right race... Well, that goes without saying. Yeah, I'm talking about gender. Sure, not 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 race. Yeah, because like there are some lower races. Um, <laughs> lower races. Uh, yeah, like I'm an equalist. Like I don't yeah. feel like a woman should get a job just because you have to hire a woman. But I also don't feel like you should just give men jobs because it's men and sure. women shouldn't have the job, right? Yeah. I'm an equalist person. Equal opportunity, yeah. equal pay. Like everybody should be entitled to the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a lot of people on the internet, mostly on Instagram that I follow, like friends or random internet sluts that I just want to see their butts on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. which is the majority of my Instagram. It's it's big it, cats, big cats and butts, and Asian butts. Yeah, but also white butts too. Yeah, um, is that and sometimes big cat butts? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was, uh, somebody had posted, like, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, a breakdown after LeBron had won the championship. Yeah. That he had won five championships, it was his 17th year in the league, it was, like, broke down all of his statistics, he's whatever. He's also lost a lot of championships. Yes, but he's also been to, like, what, 11 of the last 14... I think, I think it was all but one. Like, one year in Cleveland that he didn't... No, two years in Cleveland, the first two years in Cleveland... They didn't do well. Mm. But then Cleveland, all of Miami, back to Cleveland, and then LA. LA. Yeah. So it's insane. Like, he... And the only reason why, like, um, he's done that is because he's a smart businessman, and he's a smart player, and he's a great yeah. player. But anyway, so they had a breakdown of all of his stats, whatever, and it was like, you know, it's specifically 17 years in the league, five titles. Yeah. Two, one, three, five. 
Um, and then it said, like, you know, bonus for winning the championship. And it was, like, 32000 or no, $320,000 or something for winning the, the championship this year. Okay. Right? And then it had some, I'm not going to lie, some WNBA player. I don't fucking know. For the Seattle Storm. Right. Yeah. And so, because they had just won the championship with as well. like similar credentials. It, it was 17 years in the league, okay. five, five championship. championships, gotcha. all the stats and whatever. Yeah. And it said, uh, you know, bonus for winning the title, and it was like eight thousand dollars. Sick. So then, of course, everybody's arguing about like why this is unfair, and like you know they're fighting. They're They're both playing basketball. They're both professionals. Why should it be? That it's like well, but let's see. But see, they're, <laughs> but, they're, but they're getting mad at at the NBA. Yeah. Like, the people online were getting mad at the NBA for, like, why, you know, why LeBron makes, like, $39 million a year yeah. and, like, a WNBA player makes, like, 80000 a year, right? Yeah. But, like, you're, you're, you're directing your anger in the wrong direction. <laughs> it, has, it honestly has nothing to do with the NBA or ma- male sports or professional basketball and the men's side. Uh-huh. Because there's... There's marketing, there's sponsorship, there's 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 well, the thing, like a, fan base, you know, like yeah, fan base, and like a lot of that is paid with like TV rights fees, TV, exactly, right? And it, I don't know it's, if, it's, but it's not the NBA's fault. It, no, it is actually it's the M- WNBA's fault for employing women for being a women's basketball. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but it's just because the it, it the money that they're getting paid. Like you're saying that you want the WNBA to pay their star players thirty nine million dollars a season. Yes, they would go bankrupt eight weeks into the season. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, they would be the AAF. That like they're getting paid that money because that is the money. That's the, the money they have can afford to pay. Yeah. Right, and it's not the fact. It's that, the same, yeah, it's the same thing with NBA. Like it, the free market is determining how yeah, much they're yeah. getting paid. Yeah, it's and it's not like. You know, nobody wants the women's league to succeed. Well, it's I'm saying it's not like no one. It's okay. only, but it's only a few people. So, yeah. It's the eighty or ninety people that go to every game. Yeah, that aren't family and friends. Correct. Um, that like you know, it's it's the league itself that's not like marketing itself to a broader audience. Uh-huh. I mean. Personally, I don't give a shit about women's basketball because I like to see dunks and not bounce passes. But I don't care about fundamentals. Fundamentals. I care about hard fouling on purpose. Yeah. I care about mouthing people off. I care about, I like, like, big old slam dunks. And, like, four steps of traveling. Oh, yeah. Like, carry the ball. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah, carry it. Stop dribbling. Just run. Yeah. Yeah. You're fast because of reasons. Sure. So just run. You know, it's the same thing with, like, women's hockey. There was a women's professional hockey league in Canada. Yeah. And it went bankrupt. But the thing with women's hockey is there's no f- body contact. Yeah. Everything's a fucking penalty. Right. So, like, you, they call everything constantly. And, like, none of the goalies are good. So every... <laughs> Even Manolou. Uh, she's been retired for, like, 30 years. <laughs> um, but, like, it's, it's not the same thing. Yeah. And until you stop trying to be the NBA, you're never going to succeed. It's fine to make changes. Like, I hate the CFL, but they made changes to the game to make it more entertaining for Hicks and the Prairies, and it's very popular at the Hicks and the Prairies. Yeah, now the ball explodes. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you're allowed to decapitate people. It's a lot of... It's NFL blitz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for for those who haven't checked out the CFL in a while, check it out if you're an NFL blitz fan. Yeah. But like, you get to do wrestling moves after the play. After the play's <laughs> over, and no fouls. Nope, yep. None. You can drop kick quarterbacks, like Bobby Boucher style, you know? Um, but, yeah, it's like you need to change the way that you're presenting the league and stop yeah. blaming the men's league, 
right? The men's league is always going to be successful because, you know, there's money involved in it. So if you need to, like, get out of the bigger markets and get to places where people are, like, starving for sports, then you would probably succeed better. Do that, But, like, playing, you know, playing a professional women's league in New York, playing in Madison Square Garden, where there's, like, already the Knicks. Even if the Knicks are bad, it doesn't matter. There's the Knicks, there's the Rangers, like, everybody, like, there's already sports teams there. For people to go. So if you want to succeed, you got to like change the way you look at the game yeah. and stop complaining that LeBron James makes $39 million a year. Yeah. Right? Like, that's because of the, sca- the scope of the game. Like, men's basketball. And because they're willing to pay him that. Exactly. Like, if you wanted equal pay in the, in the women's sports leagues, you wouldn't have women's sports leagues. Yeah. They're getting paid based on the scale of the game. Anyways... That just makes me angry because, like, it's just people that don't know sports arguing sports, you know? Yeah. Like, I... They like... just saw numbers and genders, and they're like, well, I gotta comment on that. Of this. course. Yeah, of course. Now, to my main point. Speaking, my... Of, gen- speaking of genders. Speaking of genders. Uh, again, I am very pro-trans. I am very pro-URU. You're... And don't let anybody tell you who and you are. And his search history backs that up. Trans species. Yes. Uh, trans species erotica. Absolutely. That is my number one, two, and four search. <laughs> my number one, two, and only and search. Only. Um, but, and, and this is an observation. This is not me being mean or hate-filled. I got my hate-filled speech off before the podcast. Yep. Um, but I've noticed, this is just a thing I've noticed, yep. it, it must be... Uh, I, I, I don't want to come off as insensitive, but I feel like our audience expects us to say things. Or at least me to say things. Maybe you. Yeah, I'm. I'm the good one. You're the good guy. <laughs> um, it must be very disappointing and very just like, uh, like look, we are both cis, mostly hetero men. Yeah, fifty uh, fifty. Sure. Like half hetero. Kinsey four. Kinsey four. <laughs> but that's like, but that's kind of a zero. So Kinsey yeah. five and a half. <laughs> yeah, Kinsey starts at four. Four to six. So yeah. we're five and a half. We're a sure. little bit over the five mark. Yeah, um, but basically straight. In our in our early twenties, uh-huh. both of us are in our early twenties. That's correct. Um, and we like both have luscious full heads of hair. Uh-huh. Uh, we have regular facial hair and beards. Yeah, you know we are we are uh, ruggedly handsome gentlemen. Confirm. Um, it must be the worst fucking feeling in the world <laughs> to realize that you are a female to male trans. Yeah, and it, now. Tread lightly because this is our number one demographic. Ah, oh, shit. Well, that's 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 the end of my. <laughs> that's the end of that. <laughs> no, is I I I feel I would feel really bad about myself uh-huh. if I was. How do I? I don't. There's two ways for me to tell this. I don't know which way I like more. But like I've noticed, this is for me just like people on the internet or like seeing things. Observational, anecdotal. Is if you take the steps to start transitioning, yeah, which I am a hundred percent on board with. Great. It, I want you to be you. A hundred percent. I want you to be you. Yes. Even if you are a full-grown man who thinks he's a tiger and sometimes hangs around playgrounds, but at a distance. A safe distance. But you're hanging around. Safe for everyone. I want you to do you. <laughs> Thank you. But to start that transitional period and going from like a, 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 a beautiful young woman uh-huh. with a full head of hair. 
I see where this is going, and I feel like I'm going to agree. And you start <laughs> taking the hormones to become yeah. a male, and you maybe get the top surgery or whatever. Like, yeah. that's ex- 100% what you want to do. Yeah. But then, because you're taking male hormones, mm-hmm. and it makes you go completely bald. Oh. Like, almost immediately. Yeah. Like, that's got to suck so much. That does Because, like, I constantly am worried about going bald. And then yeah. every time I get a haircut, my barber's like, no, you're fucking you're fine. fine. <laughs> like, I'm like, ah, it's like a little He's bit, like, right fine. here. And they're like, no, you're fine. <laughs> and then they're going, actually, like, we're going to, we're going to, like, thin it a little bit because you got too I'm like, no, 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 no. And he's like, let's, it's fine. You'll be let's fine. Let's be safe here. Yeah, like, you'll be fine. It's okay. Right? So, like, but, like. To, like, start your transition, kind of feel comfortable as who you are, yeah. and then your hair just starts melting just off your head. horseshoe pattern. Like, that feels... Like, I've seen a few people on, like... And, like, they seem happy, but, like, if I went bald, I would feel so it wasn't, sad. Yeah, this isn't exactly what I was right. going Right, and, for. like, it's just... It's so weird how hormone therapy can do that to you right yeah like if i started taking more hormone pills yeah would like would like if i taken testosterone pills would my hair start falling out let's find out like would it just like aggressively be like too much (laughs) you're overcompensating i think yeah we should get we should get jacked up on tea yeah but like i feel like i don't i don't really want back knee though i don't want back knee but i do want to see what'll happen sure sure let's just ask our friend of the show greg sage uh, sure, but but he's he's low T and is just trying to get back to some semblance of normality. Oh, I meant because he's going bald. Oh, sure. He's be. not gonna hear this. <laughs> he's not gonna listen this yeah. far. What did you think I was gonna say about neck beards? Because neck beards are also a thing. No, uh, no what, about Greg? No, about uh, FTM. Oh, just yeah. How like I, I didn't I didn't know if it was hair specific, but oh. just like. It not going well. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, it can, it can not go well the other way too. Yeah. I mean, you never know with your body. Like, if I, I could I, argue it's never gone well once in the history of the surgeries <laughs> and hormones, but that's an argument for another day. Correct. <laughs> um, See, I'm the good one. <laughs> you are the good one. You're moving on from the bad bad topic. Um, listen, I don't I don't like to have a filter, and I like to speak my mind, and that was what was on my. Oh, mind. do you want to take the pop filter off the mic then? Pop. Pop, 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 pop. See? Pop. If you, if you heard that nicely, that's what that filter's doing. If you didn't hear that pee popping, if you didn't hear that pussy popping, pop that pussy. Um, I guess we've got to talk about like 70 movies. We've got to talk about 70 <laughs> movies. I, so, I, uh, before we start talking about 20... Oh, goddamn, go away. <laughs> before we start talking about um, 2018... I do have an addendum. Oh, an emergency apology? A, an, a, an emergency addendum. Okay. I'm not apologizing for anything. What do I got to apologize for? I don't know. I feel like you wanted to apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to addendum 2017 yep. because there was a movie I watched almost immediately after we podcasted. It was like two days later. One or two day. days later. Um, because I thought the movie was 2018. Because I think on a list somewhere so, I saw yeah. it as best of 2018, but uh, because we go off of the IMDb listing, yeah. it was technically 2017. So I had watched a, a, a documentary about a movie that I actually genuinely think is one of the uh, tens hard twenty best movies ever made. Wow! I actually genuinely think it's one of the twenty best movies ever made. 
Damn. So, so are you going to not the, not the documentary? The movie. It's okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, I thought you meant the documentary. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jesus Christ. The movie. Okay. So, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Uh, so it's Sad Hill on Earth. Yeah. Is the documentary, and it is the documentary. Which is where Kelly was born. Sad Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Depression Valley. Canyon or something. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Sad Earth Unhilled came out in 2017. It's a documentary. Sad Earth Unhilled? <laughs> you know. Get the fuck out of here. All right. That's it. That's it for the podcast, guys. See you later. Uh, Sad Hill Unearth, a uh, documentary about the location from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, where they filmed the iconic um, graveyard scene at the mm. end of the movie. And over the course of time, what ended up happening was that the Earth had sort of reclaimed the location, right? Because yeah. for the movie, they actually had to build that entire graveyard because it was just a field. And yeah. the movie kind of has it goes between the this group of because uh, it's in it's in Spain because the movie was filmed partially in Spain, partially in Italy, right? Um, because obviously it was an Italian director. It was a uh, it was in Spain, so it was a paella western. A paella western, <laughs> correct. Um, and these group of, like, you know, diehard film fans who love the movie um, went and wanted to go to that location to see. And the Earth had kind of, like, reclaimed everything. And they just decided that, like, it's a, it's a legendary piece of film. Yeah. And they wanted to, re, like, rediscover and rebuild and re-showcase this, this piece of Earth yeah. back to as best they could to what it was when they filmed the movie. So they have it's it's interviews with the like the living people that were involved in the film because obviously a lot of them are dead because it was filmed in the early sixties. Yeah. So, you know they get they Giorgio or um uh, Giorgio Moroder Sergio <laughs> and, and, No, uh, and, uh, Enrique Maricone, oh, yeah. who was still alive at the time, is now passed away. Yeah. Uh, they talk to him. They talk to like the art director who was in charge of building the thing like, one of the camera people. And there's, you know, there's some backstory to the movie. They talk about sort of, like, you know, the the locations and working with the um, the, the military because it was under uh, Franco at the time. Yep. And so they, you know, like... They, 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 James or David? Uh, Dave. Okay. Dave Franco. Big Dave Franco fan. Um, Big Dave. Uh, so they... Yeah, they, they talk about a little bit about that, but then it's also these guys who then started to raise money, and they got volunteers, and so all these people from around the world who were, like, huge Good, Bad, and the Ugly fans yeah. came and started helping them, like, mm-hmm. unearth all the stones and and, and, cuff, and get all this dirt and stuff off, and then they just sort of decided, like, well, why don't we just rebuild just the entire yeah. graveyard? So what they did was they were putting crosses that were, like, in the movie yeah. back in the ground, and people could donate money to get like their name or their mm. family's name or something cool. on one of those those wooden crosses and and then that money would go towards them like getting more materials to like they didn't keep any money like they they didn't make any money off of doing it they yeah. just wanted to recreate it and then at the end they actually had a showing for the 60th anniversary of the whatever it was 55th anniversary 70th anniversary 90th anniversary yeah it checks out it was the math is sound I think it was filmed in 19 or in 2015 or 16 was when it was filmed so So it would have been been the 50th anniversary 50th or 55th yeah 50th I think 
Yeah, 50th makes so sense. So they, yeah. they had, like, a screening of the movie on the spot. They invited, like, a bunch of any, like, anybody could come. They got a few of the, the crew and stuff, and then they had Marcone send in, like, a video. Eastwood yeah. sent in a video. They actually did a little bit of interviewing with Clint Eastwood, which is cool. But, like, yeah, I think that The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly is one of, the, like, 20, 20 greatest movies ever made. Um, yeah. Just, like, everything about it. It's, like, yeah, it's you know, the, the iconic... The music from that film that literally is like the music that every Western sort of like tinkered with, altered, changed a little bit. And especially like anytime you're parodying a Western, it's that. It's that song. Because like it just became the standard. And the weird, the only weird part about the documentary was that there was a very heavy James Hetfield uh, involvement because he like loves the movie. And he actually was one of the people that put money towards getting it redone. Mm. But like, it's weird because the movie starts out with them at a Metallica concert and it ends with a Metallica (laughs) concert. Because when I think of the Bad the Ugly, I think Metallica. Well, they've been coming out to the Ecstasy of Gold, the song Song, pretty much okay. since they started as a band so like that was like the song that would play them onto stage right and so that that's kind of why but it was him talking about just like the movie and and, and what have you Harmony. been coming out to what have i been coming out to well not my parents <laughs> uh such a good answer <laughs> but anyways i wanted to just say that that if if i'd see if i'd known that i was 2017 and i'd watch it are you sticking it at number 10 no, because I still think First Reformed is on the list. So oh, yeah. It, it, Damn, it's yeah. just that it maybe would have been on my favorites. Yeah. Or I just would have liked to have talked about it, sure. talked about it every day. The other one that I, I said that I wanted to just give a quick shout out to is that I don't feel like we gave enough love to Okja. Right. I rewatched Okja like last week. And uh, again, I don't I don't think I would have bumped it into my list. Really but good. I just think that we maybe glossed over it really quickly. Well, yeah, um, I think we were pretty terse with it I, I just think yeah. it's i just think it's really really well done yeah there's a lot of like just batshit and crazy perf- insane performances in that fucking movie jake jilly jake jilly and tilda swinton Til playing Swin. two crazy roles that yeah. are separate from each other mm-hmm. and uh no, it's, it's, it's too bad it's too bad that won't come up today that she doesn't play multiple characters yeah who knows it's a damn shame it's a um, damn shame we will never again speak <laughs> of tilda swinton of tilda swinton playing multiple roles i don't know what to tell you but yes, anyways, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to those two movies because I feel like they maybe got one I didn't see on, in time and one got glossed over. But yeah. I'm not making any changes to my list. I All feel right. like I'm not moving first so reform. I'm the only one who's made a change so far. Yes, you yeah. made one, two one. changes. One, change. one. But, spoiler. But, spoiler alert. There's going to be some. We're going to change. In the near future. As soon as we're we change, say this list, we're going to change it. We're going to change it. <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, spoiler alert. There might be some changes going forward. Yeah. So stay tuned. There'll be some changes before all is said and done. Don't I don't want to see your shirt on, off, or tucked in. Ah! Uh, spoiler, it's not the time. Spoiler: That will be in my top ten of that year. <laughs> the Ringer is the number three movie 2000... of two thousand eight, seven, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Well, whatever year. Number yeah. two. I'll tell you. It's, it's <sighs> important. Right. This is going to be interesting. This is the this is the first year where we we aren't confident or certain about how many of the movies on our 2005 list. Two thousand five for the ringer. Okay, two thousand five. We yeah, this uh, is, yeah. This is the list that we are the least confident about having the same yeah. movies in the top ten. We're kind of thinking uh, minimum four, maximum five. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I kind of think maximum four. We can't. Yeah, any way we slice it, we can't figure better than five. No. So maybe none. 
I mean, it's possible. No, I don't, I, think, I don't think it's possible. I've said hard to for sure. I've said hard R for sure. Uh, yeah, I've said hard R too. Today. Today. A, a bunch. I'm, to be fair, I'm glad you got it out of your system. Yeah, also, be, there's no proof. Be, before Who are they going to believe? You? <laughs> the man with the tiger thing and the playgrounds? I don't think Who's so. Who literally got it tattooed across his shoulder blades as if it was his last name? <laughs> Wait, what? What is that one? <laughs> I don't know. Just oh, okay. <laughs> that's just you have it tattooed like oh, a, like it's a name bar on a jersey across <laughs> your back. You got hard R tattoos there. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And above your butt too. <laughs> top and bottom. Yeah. Top text, <laughs> bottom text. It's like because a, you're because you flip flop. It's like a meme, but the picture is just my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a Versa. You're a Versa dating a Versa. Ooh. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Not real. Doesn't exist in nature. Not real. Not real. So, so, this year, tonight, is a special night. Is it? Because we got an official sponsor. We do have an official sponsor. <laughs> of the pie. Are you, are you getting Scott it? Scott Henson. Give me, why, where are you getting it? Give me a, give me a little, a little top, juicy juice? top up on that juicy juice. But, uh, yeah, this is pretty exciting. We have an uh, completely unpaid sponsor. Uh, a thing that Drew got that we're going to enjoy. I mean, it looks cool. It smells cool. I haven't, uh, I mean, the packaging looks cool. I haven't seen the product. Drew says the product looks cool, too. Uh, what we're talking about is limited edition. Limited edition, let's do some simple edition. $50 for a t-shirt that's just some ignorant bitch shit. Uh, a little Macklemore for you. <laughs> Are you ripping on Macklemore? Yeah, I don't know how that actually happened, but uh, limited edition Bailey's Red Velvet. So, I'm excited about it. Would you like the Goofy and Pluto, or would you like the Ice King surrounded by Gunthers? Um, Ice King and Gunther, please, because you know my feelings on the Goofy-Pluto dynamic. That is true. <laughs> that they can't just fuck? That, they're one's both... a human, one's a dog? <laughs> one's a human, one's a dog, but they're both dogs. <laughs> Although Goofy's girlfriend is a cow? Oh, yeah. What is that? Disgusting. Well, here we go. Well, Cheers. nice i like it i like it a lot that's pretty good yeah we got an official sponsor here it's a shame it's limit limited edition and that was the only bottle they had oh, left really? so well you're gonna have to go around town and try to stock up mm. i'll talk Ooh. to my bailey's people the aftertaste is nicer than the first taste yeah 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 mm. all right I feel like and it's, it's red and it's red blood mm. red all right. like, I like a creamy blood red. I feel like I'm drinking like a vampire smoothie. Yeah. Well, blood right. blood, and... It's a Darby Allen smoothie. It's a blood and <sighs> semen. Shout out to Darby Allen and your... No, and your, no. And your gross lifestyle. Do not shout out Darby Allen. <laughs> Although, you know what? Darby Allen did hate Dan, so... Mm. You know what? Shout out to Darby Allen. And shout out to Darby Allen's ex-wife for divorcing him. And then... Uh, but, but only after... Um, Victim shaming people. That, yeah, yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, big year, big year, tough I, year. I, I got a lot written down. So it, t- tough year in some ways, not in other ways. Yeah, like yeah, because th- this this didn't tax me like uh, like a twenty fourteen, like a twenty seventeen, uh, fifty sixteen. Fifteen was surprisingly 15 hard. Was I feel like like because after we're like fourteen, we're like, oh, we get a break with fifteen. They're like, oh, fifteen's oh, hard no. too. Fuck. Yeah. So this wasn't as bad as those. I feel like there were less incredibly 
high-end, like, movie of the decade movies, but tons of very good Very good ones. Which that is, are all tough to rank and tough to cut down. Which is what kind of concerned down. us about not having more in common. Yes. Because it, there's so many options. The, like, you know, the, like, four to, like, if you yeah. were to make a full list, like, the four to 24. Yeah. There's could like, all just sort of be moved around. Yeah, there, and, there's there's 20-something interchangeable options for the top ten. Yes. Um, I'm just going to start power... Let's, let's talk I'm about gonna, some that didn't I'm make I'm going to start power housing because I got so many fucking written down. Hit me. Um, Look at all those index cards. Jesus Christ. It, you know what? This time it was three, but it's only because there's a bunch with really long names. Anyways, uh, I'm going to start with uh, a documentary about the Russian Five, which is a hockey documentary that I didn't expect you to watch, so I didn't suggest it to you. Good. It's about the first five Russian hockey players to break out of Soviet Russia and come mm. play in the NHL. It was very cool. cool. Very well done. Uh, um, uh, Wayne Gretzky. Yes. Uh, Mario Lemieux. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Gordy Howe. Spoiler alert, they all have Ov at the end of their name. Uh, Brett and Bobby Hull. Ov. Hull Ov. Hull Ov. Yes. Sergei Fedorov. That's one of them. Hey! I don't think you can name the other four. I couldn't in a million years. Yeah. Pretty pretty psyched I got one, Slava Fetisov. Never heard. Slava Kozlov. There are two Slavas? Well, Vyacheslav is a very popular name in Soviet Russia. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, Vladimir Konstantinov. Heard of him. He was the one that got in the limo accident after they won the Stanley Cup and was paralyzed with brain injury. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one is Igor Larionov. Also heard of him. Wouldn't have got th- yeah, even the two I've heard of yeah. in a million years. Of course not. But I got Sergey. Sergey. Um, Red Wings. Can you ever forgive me? I was pleasantly surprised with. Uh, pr- pretty good. I um. I, I don't like, know. I don't know if I loved Richard E. Grant's character. He was weird. Yeah. But I feel like that's just him. I think it like, is. He just wasn't him. playing a character. He was just being a creep. I don't he's know. Kind if, of a weird creep. He is. I don't know if he needed an Oscar nomination. No. In fact, I do know, no. and he didn't. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not, not even a little. But yeah, the, yeah, the movie's fine. Um, what the, what's that director's done a few things? Uh, yeah, Fem- female director. He, uh, she did uh, the Hurt Locker. That's um, not accurate. Oh. <laughs> Marielle Heller. Marielle Hemingway. And she did uh, uh, the Diary of a Teenage Girl. Oh, uh, uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. She did the yeah. yeah. That one, that one, uh, when it comes to next year, is going to be a very big disappointment for both Sky and I. Uh, it's going to be uh, me not mentioning it, because it wasn't that good. Uh, me neither. In fact, we both went into it saying, oh, are you ready to cry? And then we came out of it saying, that kind of sucked. I didn't cry. <laughs> yeah. And um, then, so I, it, it's, I it's pretty good. So it's a good thing uh, we, uh, on the over the whole course of this podcast, will never be mentioning anything to do with Mr. Rogers. Never, ever. Good. It, it is agreed. Uh, no Mr. Rogers, no Tilda Swinton multiple roles. Of course. Tilda Swinton in The Clumps. <laughs> um, all right. I got, have done it better. I got one that I didn't suggest to you because there were just too many things to watch. Who's got the time? Seven Days in Entebbe. Heard of it. It was pretty decent. Uh-huh. Thomas Vinterberg. Um, right. Submarine movie called Kursk, which is pretty good. Uh, Boy Erased, which is, of course, the opposite of our conversion camp. Um, <laughs> yeah. A interesting... Boy, so that was Lucas Hedges. Lucas Hedges, Russell Crowe, yeah. Nicole Kidman. I kept confusing It Direct- and, Be- and Beautiful Boy. Beautiful Boy sucks. Which is Boy- Steve Carell Chalamet? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful Boy is good. Or, uh, Boy Erased is good, directed by Joel Edgerton. 
who is the conversion camp counselor in it. Nice. And he is very good. <laughs> Excellent. Um, the and. and and there was a third one I would get it confused with. The other beautiful boy with with Michael Sheen. Not the that other, one's really good. Not the other beautiful boy, but I think it's also 2018, and has a three letter word with B in it, and stars Lucas Hedges, which is Ben is back, which is also right. kind of like Beautiful Boy, I think, as both involve sort of yeah drugs, drugs and sons, yeah, yeah. Um, a a f- interesting like. I wish my dad was a producer like Lucas Hedges. Yeah, me too. That'd be cool. Yeah, me too. Um, an interesting post-apocalyptic like dramedy kind of thing with Peter Dinklage. Uh, I think we're alone now. Yeah, sort of same premise as the Last Man on Earth. <laughs> kind of, it's way less comedy. But yeah, sure, yeah. But the idea is well, it's different because like Last Man on Earth is like uh. Living in a fancy rich house, stealing a bunch of fancy things and being ridiculous. Yeah. Peter Dinklage's is, like, dealing with loss and sadness. Yeah. And re... Like, cleaning people's houses who have died so that their houses are pristine. Yeah. Like, that's more of what it is. It's more, more sad. Yeah. Uh, but I would put it to you, not the best movie named I Think We're Alone Now. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Agreed. Can you sign my samurai sword, please? <laughs> I want I want to give her my samurai sword. <laughs> what an insane person. <laughs> um, then I, I a couple. I know you don't like watching horror. You don't really watch horror, so I put a, a couple of, like pretty good horror movies on. Uh, what if I told you nine of my top ten were horror? I don't believe it because there wasn't enough nine. There wasn't nine good horror movies in twenty eighteen. You've called uh, my bluff. Possum. All right. Uh, creepy one. Uh, just look it up. I'm not going to explain it. It's is it about a killer possum? It is about a killer opossum. Good. Is it? Is it? It's an awesome possum. Awesome possum. Um, uh, Clove Hitch Killer. I watched that. Did you like it? I did. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. 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 I thought Dermot Mulroney? No. Dylan no. McDermott. Other one. <laughs> Which one is it? Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott. Uh, Creepy Man. He's very good. I yeah. like him. Stern Father. Uh, Stern Father. Serial Killer. <laughs> he, I'd let him. He could, he could tap this. Kill you or fuck you? Yeah, either one. Okay. It's the same. Uh, and then Summer of 84, which I feel like a lot of people were... Hit or miss on, I really enjoyed it. I watched... Although uh, it was kind of like Stranger Things. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but without, like, spookies. <laughs> I watched American Horror Story 1984. Does that... I watched some of it. Does that give me credit? I've seen I've seen every episode of every American Horror Story. Wow. And a lot of them... Are bad. Are not good. Which one do, which one do you think is the worst one? Oh, Andrew, what a question. <laughs> um... I, mean, I haven't seen Roanoke, and I haven't seen Apocalypse. Roanoke is one of the worst. Uh, maybe it is the worst. Um, Apocalypse is bad. Cult's bad. 1984 is pretty bad. Like, I thought Hotel was bad. I really didn't like Hotel. Hotel wasn't great, although I would say Hotel is probably better than literally every season that's come after it. Mm. Like, I don't think there's been a fun one since Freak Show. Yeah, and I like Freak Show a lot. Yeah, and uh, Asylum's the best. Yeah, Asylum's the best. Because it just had, they just, they throw everything at you and it's great. Two, one, four, three. uh, (laughs) Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Sure. <laughs> Honestly. I think 84 is better than... I mean, I haven't seen Apocalypse. 84 or, might be better, it's than, better than Cult. Than for some sure. that came before it, but yeah, like, they yeah, they also... Like, I Ryan Murphy's bad. Well, he likes what he likes. <laughs> He's got a type. To his credit, 
he does in fact like what he likes. He's got a type. Um, yeah, summary four. Uh, Pose is bad, right? I don't need to watch Pose. Yeah, sure. You can just watch uh, Paris is Burning. It's way better. I would probably It's real it. life gaze. All right. Not fake gaze. I'm pretty sure the guy in Pose Shh. is very, really, You don't know. Very, really gay. Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. Show me his nudes. Okay. Um, okay. Billy Porter? Billy Porter. Just some new, some more quick I'm ones. I'm kind of proud I pulled that. Just some new quick, more quick ones to get out of the way. <laughs> uh, Hotel Mumbai was pretty good. Lords of Chaos, pretty good. Uh, Equalizer 2, surprisingly pretty good considering it was a sequel. Yep. Um, is that the uh, uh, Fahrenheit 11.9. Did I see the premiere of that? Did I go to a party with Michael Moore after the premiere of that? Uh-huh. You don't want to talk about it? Here we go. <laughs> no, because we're going to get a lot of that in 2019. Oh, you... <gasps> Did you try and pick a bag of chips up with your feet again? No, I just knocked some water. All right, we'll just use the towel. Where's nope, the, that towel. Where's the towel? Right there. All right. Oh, the towel. So obviously you do this if you... <laughs> no, that's my bathing towel, but there's no other options in here. God, I hate you. Just so you know, Scott knocked an entire glass of water no, over on like the floor. like one third. One third. Show me the cup. Here's the cup. Look at look at all that water. All right. That's like m- almost half. Shut up. Put it on the windowsill, you dummy. I'm going to put you on the windowsill. <laughs> Is it dark outside? You know what? I'm going to come out to your dad. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, okay, yeah. Fahrenheit 11.9. Yes, Scott went to a premiere. Yes, Scott went to a party with Michael Moore. No, he didn't actually get to talk to him. Uh, all accurate, yes. Uh, I'm gonna put this on the list. Scott can argue with me all he wants, and I'm gonna punch him in the face. Uh, skyscraper, fucking rules. Rock only has one leg, and he hangs out of a window. It is fucking great. I did see it opening night. (laughs) It rules. Uh, Creed 2 was good, but not as good as the first one. I didn't see Creed 2. Should I? I guess I should. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Pretty decent. Yeah, no, that, it's like, it, it's, like, I would rate it fine, but it's maybe the best Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, and it, like, the animation style is cool. Yeah, it, it's um, interesting. It's and cool. the fact that it's Miles Morales instead of Peter Parker is pretty cool. Yeah, it's creative, it's different. Um, a movie that at the time when I saw it, I think I might have said it was my favorite movie I'd seen that year, really? and then changed my mind after seeing it a second time, okay. and just thought it was good but not great. Uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, it's real fun. Uh, I think once you've seen it once, it loses a little bit of its, like, Probably. surprise and, like, mystery, yeah. so it wasn't as good the second time around, but I remember coming out of the theater thinking, like, Wow, like that was really, I, I really you, I cool. I think you messaged me like right after you saw it. You're like, "This movie rocks." Yeah, I mean, it's still good. It just yeah. it wasn't as amazing as I think the second time around. Uh, these are all the ones that I had to hard cut. No, um, "Girl in the Spider's Web," which yeah, is you said that was like surprisingly decent. Yeah, it was actually really considering it's the like you know it is it's the fourth book in the franchise, but it's kind of a sequel to yeah. Fincher's but without being a direct sequel to Fincher's. And right. it's Claire Foy instead of Rooney Mara. The Queen, you say? The Queen. Um, and it's got Stephen Merchant in it, which is really fun, because he's not playing a comedy boy. And he's tall. And he's very tall. Um, but yeah, I was very, very surprised at how good it was. Um, then I put the... Um, uh, nope. Uh, Dakota... Fanning. No. Um... <laughs> Kai. Dakota Kai. That's the one. Um, the, oh no. My brain has... Are you okay? Nope. I'm never okay. I'm... Scott. You're, you're not you okay? Disco- you're not okay? You promise? You discovered 
My secret. I'm not okay. Uh, I was trying to say Diablo Cody. Okay, well, I, I guess you put the names together. It's kind of Dakota. Yeah, uh, Diablo Cody, directed by Jason Reitman. Tully. Uh, Tully. Uh, pretty decent. Not as good as like the. I mean, I don't like your, your favorite movie, I Juno. I don't like Juno. Uh, I actually hate Juno. Uh, young more, adult, more than anything, but young adult, I think maybe is better than Tully. Although Tully does have some sexy lesbian, photos. and it also is Charlize. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put the. What's it about? I have no idea what it's about. A single or a mom who a woman like randomly shows up at her house and offers to be her nanny, and then she lets her be the nanny, and then she like they do some sexy stuff. Yeah, because uh, I confuse in my head. I think they're both. They're both from 2018. Um, and I didn't see either, and both, I don't know, they, there was something in the premise that was similar. I confuse Tully and the, uh, what was that, uh, the dark side of Paul Feig movie, uh, A Simple a Favor? Simple I confuse those. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It is on my honorable mentions list, though, just because it is fucking bonkers. Yeah. It so is crazy. I confuse those The twists those and two. turns in that movie are so stupid, but so awesome. I should see it. <laughs> you should. It's, like, honestly, it's serenity levels of crazy. Oh, okay. Like, it's... I'm listening. Right up there. Um, yeah, Tully was pretty good. Um, the remake of Suspiria, I enjoyed. We'll talk okay. about it later. Well, that's, uh, nine out of ten, but... <laughs> down, down to nine. Tully Swinton uh, playing a couple multiple roles. Yeah, that's true. Um, a, a, a good Asian movie called Shadow that I watched. That uh, bang bang bank robbery shit uh, in the mountains, lots of snow. Uh, cool. Gloria Bell, I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Which you were going to watch and tell me if I should watch it, and then you watched it and told me nothing. Yeah, probably. I think there's a lot to watch this year. Sure. Uh, the Sharkwater Extinction. Yep. Which, if you want to be bummed out by the ending of a documentary, watch Sharkman- Water Might Extinction. Might we recommend Sharkwater? I think Sharkwater One is way better. Yeah, I like as far I, as I've a documentary, only, I've though. only seen yeah. two. I mean, two has a more interesting happenstance. Absolutely. Um, Anthropocene, Human Epoch, Anthropocene, Anthropocene, Anthro, Anthro. That's it. Nothing yeah, else. I'm in. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a very very cool documentary. It's a real bummer. It is a bummer about how d- just we are destroying the planet's resources and yeah. Just and like kind of focused on like literally like the surface of the earth, yeah. Like and what we're doing to that, yeah. Some some of them some of the things that they show in it are like incredibly beautiful looking, yes. But you just they are so destructive to the planet, mm-hmm. like just and like some some of it honestly is very like like relax. Like you watch it and you're like wow, like that's real. Like the yeah. the, the, the marble, um, yes, grant like. Uh, in Italy, yeah, and like just the way that it's like slammed, like slow, like that looks really cool. Yeah. And like, but then you're like, oh, they're like really fucking up the planet. Yeah, and that like that giant mine in Germany with like, um, I've, oh. cause I've I've been on and in big mining equipment before, because mm-hmm. because I was going around to various mining sites doing their cell phones, oh, right. yeah. and so I've been in some like big pit mines, um, and on so like you know so they're giant. Yeah, Tra- tractory, movery yeah. things, and this thing. This was like uh, the fucking thing from the Mortal Instruments. Yeah. It was like a moving city. Moving city. They're like, oh, this has seventeen chassis. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! 
Yeah, that that was a real bummer for sure. That was that one. Like, yeah. You just look and you're like, I just need humanity to die. Like, everybody yeah. needs to die off. Yeah. Or at least get the population down to, like, a billion. Yeah, just someone Thanos it. Yeah. A uh, movie that I know I'm going to get heat for, but... Uh, fucking my boy, Peter Berg, Mile 22. That movie ruled. Is Mark Wahlberg in it? Mark Wahlberg is that, in fact in it. Uh, it is... You know, uh, Wahlberg is uh, conspicuously absent from a lot of my lists. You coward. He's made some good things. It's okay. Uh, don't just wait for Daddy's Home too. <laughs> what year is that? This year? Might be this year. Um, uh, yeah, Mile Twenty Two. I don't know. I fucking loved it. I thought it was like pretty, pretty violent and like realistic violence. Which uh, there's one on this side that I'm not going to list because I think it's on your list. So I'll Ooh. wait till the very end. Um, did you watch Greta? No. Oh, uh, pretty good. Pretty, pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I confuse it in title with Thelma, which Thelma. is either 2017 or 18, I think, oh. and is not good. Always good when both of us take sips of uh, Bailey's yeah, at the same good, time. Yeah, good timing on the Bailey's sips. Uh, yeah. It's very good. Greta was creepy. Official sponsor good. of the podcast. Um, honestly, I don't know I don't know how you're going to stand on this, but uh, mad shout out to Black Panther. Uh, no. Black Panther rules. No, it's boring. Nope. You're stupid. No. Do you, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> Who do you know? Do you, the way to San Jose. Do you know? South. Uh, true. It's pretty much straight south. Uh, do you know how badly you have to fuck up to make a big budget Hollywood movie about a muscly guy in a cat costume that I don't like? <laughs> Is it because he's black? You have, it doesn't help. <laughs> uh, Can't speak ill of the dead. It's because it's because he's dead. Can't I'm mad that he's dead. Uh, no, I thought it was boring and just another run of the mill Marvel movie. I thought it was better than every other Marvel movie except for like a couple. No, I thought it was. The, I thought like it's really to me it was barely different from Captain Marvel. Hmm. You're racist. Yes, but <laughs> I mean. Kendrick Lamar did the soundtrack. That's the enough. soundtrack is better. That's enough. And like Michael B. Jordan was really good in it. He was good, and I, uh, I I've worked closely uh, alongside with uh, Young Killmonger in uh, whatever the fucking name of the movie I was in. <laughs> the final, <laughs> the slam. main event, the big slam, the main event. Young Killmonger is the kid in the main event. I can't believe they let you that close to a kid. Anyways, um, it was an oversight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I wrote Free Solo and then thought, I don't know, did I like that movie? Or I was it, it. Or was it just scary to me? I liked it and saw it on the IMAX. Which was, did you shit your pants? I shit my pants. Yeah. And uh, threw up on your dick. Yeah, and also uh, saw it on IMAX, paid to see it on IMAX, uh, did not need to pay to see it on IMAX. Oh. Because... No one was checking tickets? No. Because we, uh, we went way over to the side and bought tickets and then walked towards the IMAX place and the IMAX is a special area mm-hmm. of the theater and there's this like uh, diagonal was, uh, this, was this at Colossus? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. This like diagonal platform walkway and we thought there'd be someone at the beginning of the walkway to go into the theater and there wasn't and then we're like oh maybe there's someone just on the door inside the theater and there wasn't <laughs> and then we sat down and we're like why did we pay? <laughs> You should have gone back and gotten a refund. And by pay, I meant my my daddy paid for him and me. So of course, I didn't pay, but yeah. the fact someone paid. Money was exchanged. Someone paid. Yeah. yeah, it didn't need to. Um, yeah, I mean, I do enjoy. 
incredibly autistic people. I respect who channeled autism. Yeah, and like his relationship with his girlfriend or wife was incredible. What's she doing? I don't know. What is in it for her? She sees that he's famous and needs to be involved in that. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I don't know. Because uh, I don't was, know if she's getting a lot emotionally out of that relationship. Or he's just got a big D and she just does like... True. Maybe maybe, maybe that dick game's strong. She's just a size queen, maybe. I Could don't know. Be. But he's crazy. He's crazy. Um, I think I've said this for the last couple ones. Mission Impossible Fallout was really good. Um, I'm going to put Dead... I think I, I saw that one. Yeah. That's Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yeah, the plane, the helicopter, and that's that mountain city. Anyways, yeah. pretty good. Deadpool 2, also pretty good. Not as good as Deadpool. Um, Believer, which yep. was the Korean remake of Drug War, which was my number three of 2011. So, so now I have seen the remake of your number three from 2011, yeah. but not your number Believer's three still good, just not as good I, as Drug War. I enjoyed Believer, for um, sure. Beirut, starring uh, handsome, talented, funny, and handsome John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Uh, also really good. A Like a little, a, a small little, like almost nobody saw it horror movie. Uh, called The Headhunter, mm-hmm. which is n- almost zero dialogue. It's a feature-length film. Okay. Almost no dialogue about a monster hunter who lives outside of a castle town where they signal him to come into the town to kill and hunt monsters. And it's, like, yeah. incredibly gory. Cool. And, like, really good, realistic gore. Um, and, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really, really fun. Um uh, 22 July, which is a... Uh, so you just like movies with 22 in it. Mile 22, yeah. 22 July. Uh, call me Mr. 22. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan of Paul Greengrass capitalizing on tragedies. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he has carved he does, out a niche for yeah, himself. he does the, his best work when he's talking about... And, like, the, the ending of this... Yeah. Like, the result of this is fucking bonkers. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, it's not a spoiler. It it, it was mm. in the news years ago. It's a real thing. Yeah. So, but... Ma- Mass Shooter, yeah. uh, got a high score for at least Norway, if not yeah. Europe? No, probably not Europe. Europe's probably pretty close, though, I but would it, imagine. Uh, at anyway, racking up points. Yeah. Uh, cannot go to jail for more than 20 years, because that's the maximum sentence. Yep. <laughs> Kill as many people as you want. Yep. 20 years. Yeah. And, like... It's like... Six months per person, and like the Norway prisons are like pretty. They're decent. nicer than your house. Yeah. Listening wherever right now, you are right now, Norwegian prison, in prison Norway is nicer, is better. Um, they get PlayStations. They do get, they get they get television. They get their own like cooking spaces. Yep. They get like proper beds because yeah. in Norway it's about like uh, rehabilitating rehabilitating you back into society and yeah. not locking you up forever. Yeah. So, like, oh, it's crazy. Remember I said to you there's that sh- that show on Netflix that's, like, Inside the World's Toughest Prisons? Yes. One of the episodes, he goes to a prison in Norway yeah. that is literally an island with a prison on it. Nice. That they have, like, the prisoners have, like, free reign on the island. Yeah. And they, but they can't get off. Mm-hmm. There's guards and stuff there, but, like, they can't get off. But, like, there's, like, no crime on the island. There's no, like, re-offenders. Hanging out. Like, it's literally just them, like, yeah. you know. And they, like, teach them how to, like, be, be chefs and mechanics. Mm-hmm. And, like, they actually train them life skills so that when they leave, they can... It's crazy. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, America, it's like, hey, get coronavirus and die in prison. <laughs> yeah, and learn how to be a better criminal in prison. Yeah. 
Um, an excellent, excellent Korean movie that Kelly and I saw together that was one of the greatest mm. experiences of my life. Champion? Champion. Yeah. Where it is about a professional uh, arm wrestler yep. played by Don Sukma, who is like one of mine and Kelly's favorite Korean actors, who uh, discovers that his sister uh, has been living by herself, taking care of her children, and she's poor now. So he decides that he's going to help take care of her and look after her. And at some point towards the end of the movie, mm-hmm. Kelly discovered in the storyline that the girl who he's been spending all his time with and helping her raise her kids isn't actually his sister. And, and now... Kelly, in an almost empty theater, and the people that were in the theater were Koreans, <laughs> Kelly grabbed me as hard as he's ever grabbed me on the shoulder yeah. and turned his head very slowly to look at me and just said pretty loudly... They can fall in love! <laughs> he was so happy that they could fall in love. And do they? Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's implied at the end. Okay. But, like, he was, oh, I've never seen him that happy in a movie theater. Or that happy, period. Right, yeah. Uh, man. Okay. The the sequel to Along with the Gods, which I had mentioned before, is yep. another great Korean movie. Uh, this is the last 49 days. It's pretty good. Um, the next movie by the same director of uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99 and uh, Bone Tomahawk, which is Dragged Across, Dragged Across Concrete. Concrete. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people didn't like it as much. It's not the same kind of movie, and it, it's, it's slower. Uh-huh. But, I mean, Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson, how can you go wrong? Yeah. Playing bad guy cops. Impossible. Anyways. Um, I think I would be is stupid to not mention Mandy. Uh, I <laughs> Mandy's wild. <laughs> I think Mandy is one of those movies that has like divided a nation of like it's you think it's great or you think it's horrible. I don't think it's horrible by any means. I, I think it's the most insane movie I think I've I've seen in years. Yeah, like the premise of it, the filming of it, just Nicolas Cage being. Uh, the like highest level of Nicolas Cage. I respect that the combined age of the protagonist and <laughs> antagonist is like a hundred and fifteen. Yeah, they're like sixty and fifty-five. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like it? It's great, great. And, but and they're not playing it like they're sixty no, and fifty-five. No, 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 no. They're playing it like they're nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just one scene of Nicolas Cage in a bathroom drinking, and yeah. that is, like, that's all you need. But the movie should have just been that. <laughs> sure. And there's, like, chainsaw fights and stuff. Yeah, and, like... and is there anything actual? I guess there is supernatural, right? Mm-hmm. Like the... Yeah, there's a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. All right. Check it out. Sicario, Day of the Soldad. Mm-hmm. Uh... It is not done by Villeneuve, but it's still pretty good. It's a lot more Benicio. It's a lot more of like him and his character and being a violent asshole than it is like good at that. the sa- the story. Like you know, Emily Blunt's not in it. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, J- uh, Josh Brolin's in it though, so it's okay. it's a sequel that's just like more about Benicio being a crazy person. Yeah. Um, the you, mis- ty- chronologically is it does it just take place after? I think yeah, it- it's a little bit after. Okay. Um, the Miseducation of Cameron Post, yep, which again good. is the opposite of Scott and my gay conversion mm-hmm. camps. Yeah, um, we do proper really, gay conversion camps. Yes. Really, really good. I thought yeah, Chloe, Chloe Grace was Chloe was very good. good at it. Um, I like the I like the counselor guy. He's been in the few. Things oh yeah, that I've liked uh, him in. Uh, you know Jeffrey something. 
Epstein. I don't know if that's true. Um, uh, show me his face. John Gallagher Jr. John Gallagher Jr. Who was also in 10 Cloverfield Lane, Short Term 12. Short Term 12, he was good in. Well, he's, in we- he's in Westworld. He was also in Underwater, which is yeah. if we were doing and isn't, He's also he's a musician, isn't he? Yeah, sure. Why not? I think he is. He was in the newsroom. He was, he was, in, he was in, in the, the newsroom. newsroom. That is also a place I know him from. Yeah. Um, very good. Uh, sorry, I'm, I, I got so many to list. I've just been going, and I'm sure I'm getting some of yours, but not all of yours. You've hit some. Uh, the Ghost of Peter Sellers. Yes, that, that is a fun movie. <laughs> Peter Sellers. What a man. Might not be a great guy. I, th- I think just when you're that level of genius, you uh, can't relate to and don't respect any other human I mean, genius. he was full on autistic. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I also just like, towards the end, I guess he kind of realized, hey, maybe I should have been nicer to some people in my life. Yeah. But like, you, like you've heard the story about his kids in real life and stuff and just like yeah. refusing to leave them any inheritance <laughs> because they didn't deserve it. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like, oh, and like the movie itself didn't look very good. Like, I can't imagine that movie would have been like a classic. No. It looked like shit. No, it, it, it. Any way you slice it, it's a silly pirate movie. Yeah. But, like, um, it's, yeah, d- definitely check it out. It's, like, a movie about a failed attempt to make a pirate comedy with Peter Sellers. Yeah. And just Peter Sellers being the most unreasonable, yeah. like, just difficult, diva, like, piece of crap. Like, intentionally sabotaging. <laughs> Trying to get the director fired. Yeah. Like, it is really And, and th- this is made by the director of that Who movie. Who would have made that movie. In the 70s. Yeah. Like, 40-plus years later. 43 yes. years later, I think it is. Yes. Uh, and it's like... And the guy made this movie because it's been bugging him yes. for 43 yeah, he, like, years. Like he wanted closure. He needed to do this to, like, exercise his yeah. demons. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I don't know if this one's going to come up later. Three Identical Strangers? Uh, it was one of my later cuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, another, really cool. Another great documentary just about, like... Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers for it. The... I mean, it, it's got... It's not, like, tickled catfish level of reveals, but, but there, there's some good reveals. The reveal's pretty fucking depressing. Yeah. Like, the actual big reveal of the whole thing... Yes. ...is really fucking depressing. <laughs> yeah. I don't, like, it's... Uh, it, and the, the it, big thing... And it, I don't think it's funny anything, like... Why? There was never, yeah, like it, it is it. It led like, nowhere, like a social experiment. But there, there was no tracking of the social that, experiment. So, like yeah. it was literally just the fact of like, man, let's just see what happens. Yeah, like, but like, but but then we won't actually. Yes, yeah, let's happens. see what happens and then forget about <laughs> like, it. Like, yeah, it was just so, yeah, oh, fucking crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, like what was the end game? Yeah, it's not like there was a scientist and he was like, that's the thing, writing down notes on it. It would it. make it more like, sense. Oh, let's go. And I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. So yeah, very yeah. weird. Um, a private war, which you didn't end up watching, was actually like cut for me. Yeah, um, it's it's just it's just like a really good, really um, like sad and depressing uh, like war correspondent. Like Rosamund Pike's really good. Yeah, in it. she's got an eye uh, patch, pretty cool. Got an eye, well, because she loses her eyes. Well, she loses her eye in the movie. Kind of um, Now a movie that I had told you to watch, and you watched, and your husband had told you he didn't like. Ah, and yes. I said, you should still watch it, it's pretty good. You should quit You should quit listening to your husband so much. Yeah. Uh, you should listen to your new husband. Your new, husband. <laughs> new daddy. Uh, Leave No Trace. Yeah. Which you liked. I did like it. Yeah. I, I liked it and I related to it. Okay. 
because I because you don't understand society or cell phones or living indoors. Of, I can't wait <laughs> to have enough PTSD <laughs> that I have to live in the woods. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, that's. I'm ready for that next move in my life. Yes. I feel like this is a recurring theme, at least coming from me, mm-hmm. is that Ben Foster deserves way more Foster credit. is so good all the time. And I think almost every year he's in a movie where we say... Yeah. He like, was great He's so fucking good. Yeah. Like, he he really, really deserves way more credit than he gets. Yeah. Um, same director who did Winter's Bone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next feature from Winter's Bone director. Nice. So that's pretty cool. But yeah. A lot of time between those two. Was yeah. Winter's Bone 2010? 2010. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh, one of the last cuts for me was Arctic mm-hmm. with Mads Mikkelsen because I like Mads Mikkelsen and fight, I like he, the wilderness where he fights the snow. Uh, he fights a cougar in it. That's pretty cool. Like a, uh, or like, like a, a mountain lion. Like a forty-five-year-old no, lady. Like a mountain lion. Okay. Well, forty-five would be younger than him. That's true. <laughs> so cougar for him would be like seventy. I guess. Our, our, yeah, are cougars relative? <laughs> Yeah. Also, does anyone say cougar anymore? No, I don't think so. You're still watching Cougar Town? I Cougar Town? You're, you're a big yeah. Courtney Cox. Cox. Arquette. Arquette fan. Yeah. I can Name me one other person on that show. <sighs> See, here's the problem. I... Have seen every episode. I conflate It and Hot in Cleveland. Ah. Because I think they're the same show. Uh, they could be. Uh, is Valerie Bertinelli on one of them? I don't fucking know. Well, she's you, not on Cougar Town. You told so. me to name one, she's and on I, I tried. I actually kind of think you would maybe only be able to name one other person on this show. Cor- ah, two other people. Courtney Cox Arquette and Patricia Arquette. No. All the Arquettes. Busy Phillips is one. Yeah. And, uh, oop, where'd she go? Did I go past her? Did I go past her. I lost her. The, uh, fucking, um, uh, Krista Miller. Fucking rings a bell. Uh, Doctor Cox's wife. Oh, Scrubs. lover, lover. Yeah, a little too much plastic surgery, but lover. Yeah, uh, Jordan from Scrubs. Jordan Scrubs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Anyways, enough to, enough about Cooper Dale. Oh, fine. <laughs> uh, an excellent documentary I watched that I had mentioned a little bit earlier. I watched RBG with Peter Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. It was a lot of cool things. Obvious. <laughs> Uh, it was a lot of stuff I didn't know about, or like, you know, 70s and 80s yeah. and 90s American politics. Uh, it was actually really interesting because it, it, I didn't know tons about her career. I knew about her, like, you know, being one of the first women to yeah. go to law school at wherever, Harvard. And, sure. and then, um, you know, working her way through the court system, nobody would give her a job because she was yeah. a woman and fighting for equality and stuff. But like when she got to the Supreme Court, she was actually more of a central leaning judge right she wasn't like a big lefty but then as all of the left-wing judges started to die and get replaced by more central or republican yeah she decided to swing herself to the left side to make sure that everything was level gotcha which is pretty cool yeah and she also didn't just fight for equality for women she was fighting for equality for everyone mm-hmm. which was really really cool um and then it was also i said to you on text message it was really funny to hear a bunch of people talking about her and saying like nice Finding nice ways All to these, say like, she's like a shrew stuff. who's not really that fun or funny, <laughs> but like she's really good. But she did a good job. <laughs> but she's great. But like Orrin Hatch is in it, and he says a bunch of nice things about wow. her, uh, which is insane. Yeah. And then you, the, apparently her and Antonin Scalia had like a really good friendship. Like they actually like would go to operas together because they because 
Scalia's a piece of shit. Scalia was like the <laughs> farthest right judge. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was really, it was really interesting. Like, I, I learned a lot that I didn't know about. So huh. that's pretty good. Cool. Um, and then there was one that I thought for sure was going to be on my list, but it got cut just because I, it wasn't better than other things. Is the Andre the Giant documentary that HBO did? Yep, really good. Um, nothing like seeing Vince McMahon actually cry. Yeah, weird. That's like seeing your father cry. It's weird. <laughs> it yeah. was weird. I mean, from a wrestling fan standpoint, it was really great. I don't know how much people who don't know wrestling would love it as much. It's still intriguing. Yeah, my... My dad's not a wrestling fan. He liked it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. He's a one of a kind. That's the thing. He's such being, an interesting know? character. Uh, I don't think you have to be a wrestling fan to get something out of the documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I still got more. Unless you really want to do more, or do something because I've been talking a lot. Um, what do we got? Uh, is upgrade coming up later? Or yeah. Are we good now? It is later. Fuck. <laughs> we're we're matching zero. Well, we'll zero. Out. We'll find out. This it, is stupid. It, it could be in my favorites. You don't know. It could be in my worst. Um, we can probably talk about the Wild Pear Tree because you didn't watch it. No. Too long and... Uh, too long, too Turkish. Too, too Turkish. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't like the Turks. I quite like that. It's very similar it's to... I'm an Ottoman Empire fan. Uh, to Neil... DeGrasse Tyson. Uh, I always forget the director's name. Neil Burmagurmov. Yeah. Uh, him. Uh, very similar to his last one, Winter Sleep. And very similar to Once Upon a Time in Anatolia? No, not really. Not as. There's there's more plot in in Anatolia. And a little bit more happens. Yeah. Uh, Winter's Leap in this, it's really a lot of walking around and... Having conversations about life. Yeah, and talking. And, uh, I, yeah, I'd say the topics of some of the conversations in this were actually even more interesting than Winter's Leap. There was a good one that he had with, like, two... That the main character had with uh, two imams about religion, which was really interesting, which I don't remember Winter Sleep getting into religion that much. That was more interpersonal. Um, but yeah, I really liked it, and, and everything looks beautiful, as always. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of his vibe. Yeah, those movies are about, like, life discussions in front of beautiful oh, like Turkish mountainsides. Yeah. yeah, and snow and trees and... yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was real good. Uh, are we talking about the Nightingale later? Talking about it now? No, we talk about it now. Sure. Uh, rapey. Uh, P.S. Sorry about all the rape. Sorry about all the rape. Um, I did like it. I thought it was boring at times a little yeah. bit. There's a little bit too much. This is by the Babadook director? Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit too much trekking through the woods. You a lot know? of trekking, like, yeah. Keep I, on, it was a real keep on trekking. Keep on trekking that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I, I thought it was good. I mean, surprise, yeah. surprise, white guys are the bad guys. Yeah, never everyone like, gets. White, white people suck. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. I just, it, it, I, I didn't, uh, I thought it found it a little boring at times. I feel like I was watching it with someone who did not figure out it was taking place in Australia until the end. Huh. Yeah. I don't think they were smart. <laughs> I'm not going to go any further than that, because I think you, I just remembered who it is. You don't want to harm somebody? <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Uh, what, uh, Border? Border, yep. We can talk? Yep. All right. Uh, it was crazier than I expected. Yep. I did not expect uh, to that be... That thing to happen at that time. To be introduced to the world of intersex. Intersex, like, troll creatures. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was weird and crazy. Yeah, and 
It's okay. yeah. It, it definitely didn't go the way I thought. Because yeah, I don't want to like spoil too much, but just sort of thought that it was a weird that it, she and he were just weird people that had developed a little differently yeah, uh, yeah. than the average human. Yeah. Uh, but then it's a lot more than that. Chrom- Chromagnon man. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was wild and crazy. Also, uh, if you're going to put uh, baby trafficking in a movie, <laughs> Scott's in. <laughs> that is true. That is right up your uh, in your ballpark. <laughs> right down the middle. Right down the middle. Bel Canto. Bel Canto. I also, that was a suggestion you had made to me. Yep. Uh, yeah, I thought it was great. Can't go wrong with Julianne Moore. I, Julianne Moore and Ken Watanabe. I like both, both of them a lot. Yep. So. I think I said to maybe, did I say it to you or maybe I just didn't say it to anyone. She was in Gloria Bell, and I've literally uh, said that like if she made twenty movies a year, I would see twenty years them. movies. <laughs> yeah, like she's so she's great. awesome. Yeah, like everything she does, and she's like uh, got good range, and she's yep. like she's a babe. So. No, she's good looking. Yeah, yeah. I if you had a favorite of her movies, yes. Like, is this supposed to be a joke or? Am I no, no, no. I, I get, no, because I, I just thought of my favorite thing she's done, and I was just wondering if you had one off the top of your head. I, my favorite thing she's done is Magnolia. Ooh, Magnolia's her, good. Her shut the fuck up scene yeah, is so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, Magnolia's really good. I mean, oh, you really need to shut the fuck up. Um, would it possibly be Maps to the Stars? Fuck off. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I think still Alice is amazing. I yeah, mean, she won an Oscar for it. She deserved yep. to win an Oscar for it. I think still yep. Alice is really good. Um. Oh, yeah, I don't know. She does a lot of great stuff. Yeah. There's this movie, Blindness. That it brings Bella. It might it. be... No, it's not Alfonso Caron. It's somebody, though. Is it the one where everyone starts going blind? Yes, and she's yeah. the only one that can see, and she right. fakes being blind to go with her husband, and... Right. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Cool. Um, anyways, that, yeah, she's she's excellent. She's Everything she's in, she's amazing. Uh, another one we're safe talking about because you didn't see it, because uh, you hate the Coen Brothers, is the <laughs> yeah. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Definitely hate the Coen Brothers. Yeah, you're, you're an anti-Semite, you're an I, anti-Dentite. I honestly and... forgot it was 2018, I thought it was 2019, and in our conversations, other than like, because right after we did 2017, we sat yeah. at my computer mm-hmm. and I was doing stuff and we were reading off what we needed to watch for 2018. And that was the only time I think it got mentioned to me, uh-huh. and I think I just forgot to like either write it down or put it on my list or whatever. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's not my favorite Cohen, and it's it's different because it's it's an anthology. It's five mm-hmm. unrelated different. stories, yeah. and they're all fun to a degree. Like the Tom Waits one is fun, and, and they're yeah. like a, da- a dancing duck or a math doing duck or something or uh, in, chicken or... In, in every. That's the one thread through all five is the math chicken actually <laughs> no oh, <laughs> but that would be fun that would be fun <laughs> yeah but no they're they're all enjoyable to a degree but i i it, it's hard to put an anthology on like yeah. the top 10 yeah like sure. same same way uh i think 2014 like i really liked wild tales yeah me too but I, I it's hard to put it in there put it on yeah, top yeah. 10 because they're it's just like a series of shorts really yeah um what else we got we did that we did that I've circled the ones we haven't mentioned because I'm afraid that they're on your list or that you... I've, so. I've written down D besides four of the ones I don't have because I'm positive they're on your list. Uh, I think but, two of the four I've circled are on your list. But so. we'll find out. Uh, we, I'm guessing we can... Are we okay to talk about searching? It'll come up later. Okay. Um, that's great. So maybe I'm wrong about some that are on your list. Oh, find out. Um, am I, I think I'm almost done this column, oh which is God. not bad. 
Uh, Ashes Pierce White, are we okay to talk about? It was one of my last cuts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I liked it, but I thought it was a little slow at times. And also, I just didn't have an attention span when I watched it. You might not have been in the right state of mind. I, I, I liked it, and I liked her sneaky tactics. I thought she was excellent. Yeah, she was an excellent uh, person being forced into grifting. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then just like by the end, where he had just become like... He was just fucked. Like, like a, a useless like yeah. human being. and But like, hey, love finds a way. <laughs> love finds a way. Love finds a way. Um, it was, you know, it's interesting because... It was one of the, like, f- maybe not the first, but, like, one of the more, like, better quality Chinese movies I'd seen mm-hmm. where you weren't just seeing, like, big city China. Yeah. You know, you actually got to see, like, kind of the more shitty rural, yeah. like, got more countryside more stuff. poverty yeah. kind of stricken side of China, which you don't usually see yeah. in Chinese cinema. It's more Yeah, of it's like, not really quite urban. It's you're more like, you know, like Macau, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. and then the big cities, right? Yeah. Like, it's usually what you see. Yeah. Because China doesn't want you to see the other exactly. stuff. Yeah, China's very particular about what they'd like you to see. Yes. Uh, case in point, check out the Olympics from there. Correct. <laughs> very. Correct. <laughs> very curated. Yes. Um... I'm doubting we can talk about blind spotting yet. Nope. I didn't think we'll so. Later. <laughs> I it thought will come it, up later. I thought it might. Yeah, we're not going to have any of the same. You don't know. I do know. Nope. I'm, I'm, unless you have, do you have just like twenty on, like favorites? <laughs> my list, the my list is actually twenty five. Okay, so I just had, so. that makes more sense. Uh, I know we can't talk about that, so I'm not. I'm not even going to say because I wouldn't be so stupid. Can, uh, can we talk about Kevin? We need to talk about okay. Kevin. We'll, we'll talk about Kevin. Uh, Mind in the gap. Uh, one of my later cuts, yeah. for sure. It's uh, uh, it's it's real interesting. It's a fantastic look into some shitty lives. Yeah, I mean, I think after I watched it and I said to you, I'm surprised that Rockford isn't higher on the national suicide <laughs> list. Yeah. Because everybody in that movie was, like, miserable, had a miserable life. Yeah. Like, fucked up things happen. Like, you really, it's really funny how you, how quickly you turn your opinion on whatever the fuck the, the, one of the main dudes is. Yeah. Um, just like, you're like, oh, like, he just has, like, a shitty life. And you're like, oh, no, he's a kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, (laughs) uh, but it's like, it is good, because there is positive in it as well. You know, like, the, the, the one black... (laughs) <laughs> like he he yeah. gets like a good redemptive story yeah. and like things go positive for him and I felt really uncomfortable watching the main guy talk to his mom. Yeah, because like you could tell he was making her very upset and she like yeah. didn't want to, but <laughs> yeah. she was like, yeah, "I'll give you a little bit, but not a lot," you know. But yeah. yeah, it was it was good. It was interesting for sure. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Uh, was it was it up for best documentary? That's a good question. I think it might have been. I first, feel like first feature, and you get nominated for a fucking. I feel like that might be why I watched it. I feel like it might have been on the Oscar list. Well, maybe you don't know. I don't know. Keep vamping. I gotta look. Can, well, we could probably talk about Happy as Lazaro because you didn't see that. That's correct. It is about a beautiful Italian retard. And, well, I, I the way I tried to sell it to Drew was it's about a beautiful retard and a wolf. Why wouldn't you watch it? There's very little wolf in it, but it, it is uh, it does factor in it is used uh, symbolically a couple times. But it's... it's it, it was nominated. It was. There you go. Not bad. First feature. Lost a free solo. Makes sense. <coughs> does it? I don't know. I get, from an Oscar standpoint, yes. Uh, but yeah, Happy as Lazarus. Uh, very... Very interesting premise, and I didn't know, I didn't see it coming when it happened. It's not really not a big spoiler, but 
basically he's on this like uh kind of like sharecropping plantation in in rural Italy and but it seems pretty much present day like I th- you see a cell phone at one point and you're like they still they still have sharecropping <laughs> there like it's basically slavery yeah. <laughs> and then uh and then a bunch of things happen and the police come and uh it is not still legal there <laughs> they just didn't know <laughs> and uh then they're dispersed and then there's a big time jump that uh is only a jump for everyone except Lazaro <laughs> Oh. <laughs> he stays the same age. Everyone gets like 15 years older. Okay. Uh, which cool. is an interesting choice. And um, I guess yeah, it, it's very interesting. Because I'll have to check it out. That seems bizarre. Yeah, I'd recommend it. It's, it's by the director of... Nope. It's by the director of nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking of a different Italian movie. Oh, you racist. I was thinking of Dogman. Can we talk about Dogman? Dogman, yeah. It was one of my later cuts. It was a later cut for me, too. Uh, I was thinking uh, the director of uh, Reality from 2012 yes. or whatever. Uh, but that's a Dogman. That's right? Dogman, yeah. not Happy as Lazarus. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dogman was sweet. Uh, was on... The antagonist in Dogman <laughs> rocks. Just a <laughs> fucking psycho cokehead jock. Yeah. I love him. Awesome. Simone. Totally relate. Yeah. That's us going to a fur con as jocks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was awesome. Just yeah. bullying, like to be able to bully a whole town. <laughs> yeah, the the sheer joy of it. Just as one big man. Like, yeah, eventually someone's gonna yeah. murder you, but until then, yeah, it's the en- best. Enjoy your life until you're murdered. Yeah, and then whatever, deal it's, with it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, um, uh, I love that. Um, that director is very good at casting, like, like. I, like barely actors, yeah. Uh, d- uh, like just weird people to like, because like the guy in reality and this guy like are barely actors, yeah. and they're they're very good for what he needs them for. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? I mean, I got more. Uh, no, lots more. Well, you're a racist, so you wouldn't have if Bill Street could talk. Uh, I am not a racist, as you will see by my list later. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it didn't make my list. I I liked it. I didn't think it was as good as Moonlight, and uh, it's not as good as Moonlight. It was I. I agree. I I still liked it a lot. It was I think I, in the early goings was probably on my list, but then other stuff mm-hmm. moved it out. But uh, yeah, no, I I did like it for sure. The the only complaints are it uh, it was a little repetitive. Yeah, it was pretty repetitive. Yeah, it was basically just like cycles of. Uh, I love this bitch. <laughs> yeah, and the and like the 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 white cop interaction was a little bit of a caricature, although there, I'm sure there are, especially in that time period. Yeah, white cops like that. Yeah, but it was kind of over I, the top. I feel like it's hard to do like black people getting incarcerated by white people and like yeah, you know wrongfully accused and then fighting a system and whatever because like it's been done so much but yeah. the reason it's been done so much just because it happens so, it much. Happens so <laughs> much yeah so it's not like it's like well we don't have a creative like let's just do the same thing as insert movie here yeah. but it's like yeah but it, that's what actually happened. exactly yeah you know like you're not just making the hurricane again <laughs> yeah you know that was the first thing i was thinking of yeah, hurricane. um everybody knows everybody knows uh, i didn't get around to it oh you didn't get to it no 
I mean, it was one of my hard cuts of like things I like I didn't have time to watch. Hard cuts to watch. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. I um, although it does have a uh, old. Uh, Old, old bad face, Penelope Cruz. <laughs> old person you hate the most. <laughs> but it's made up for by Javier Bardem. It so. is made up for by a very hunky heavy. Does Bardem. it make you sad that they fuck? Yes. In real life? It does. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Let's get her out of there. Yeah. And we'll put you and me in there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> nice like, Javier sandwich. As far as a two for one trade, that's not bad. I mean, I recognize that neither one of us alone is worth Penelope Cruz, but, but both, both were not us, bad. Right? And yeah, I like di- I like directors who direct not in their language, and is actually just fascinating to me that you can do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's very hard. I mean, they all speak English, so I guess they could have just talked in English. <laughs> you know what, guys? And then would say have been this a, in Spanish. Would have been a lot easier if you just did it in English. <laughs> Try that next time. Um, well, if you've got a bunch, uh, go through some. I'm actually getting down. Can we talk about They Shall Not Grow Old? Or? Yeah, we can. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say right now that thank God that all it took to redeem himself <laughs> from making those horrible Hobbit movies yep. was taking, I, I only made it through the first. Was taking footage he didn't film. Correct. And taking it and recoloring it. Yeah, with like the craziest technology. And getting... and. Uh, Recoloring it to make it look like creepy oil paintings <laughs> that have come to life. Yes. And having actors... This is the real loving Vincent. Having actors voice over it with what he thinks they're Thinks saying, their accents were, yeah. Uh, to redeem himself, but it worked. It did I, work. I, like, it, it's, a very, it's a very, very interesting way of doing things. Yeah. I like those kind of things, but you don't really see World War One stuff. You see tons of World War Two, II yeah, stuff. but not a lot of but one. not a lot of World War One because yeah. World War One, like you know, the, the it's the 1910s. Yeah, like everything was pretty very in its, old in its early infancy of yeah. like you know film and whatever. Yeah. But, but film barely existed yet. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So like, yeah, it's it's really interesting to see, and like it didn't pull punches. No, like it no, no. it showed you like dead bodies For and sure. like some gore and stuff. Yep. Which, like, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And, like, you don't know... Like, most of that stuff, I feel like you don't really see that. You see, like, oh, they're carrying a guy who's injured away. Yeah. But you don't see, like, gaping leg wound. Yeah. Or, like, guy who's clearly dead. Yeah. Like... Half of head blown off. Half of head blown (laughs) off. Like, it was pretty fucking dark. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah. Good for him, because, like, I mean, he's, in theory, one of the best directors of the last 30 years. But it was, like, a real... Here's the pinnacle, and then yeah, a... like pin- pinnacle at Meet the Feebles, yeah, and then a clear downhill until this one, and then back up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, those Hobbit movies are shit. Dead Alive rocks too. Uh, have it, haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really uh, King Kong also rules. Uh... That might be fabrication <laughs> of the truth. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that's it for that side. Can we talk about the man who killed Don Quixote? Yeah. Okay. So, Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. Love him. I love his movies. Love except for the Imaginarium of Dr. Fucknassus. Never saw it. Did not like that one. Um. Heard it wasn't good. It's not good. Um, I, I was... Res- did he do Zero Theorem? Yes, he did Zero Theorem. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I respect a man who is so dedicated to getting a fucking movie made. Yeah. That he spends 20 years of his life... 
yeah. trying to get this thing done. And I'm glad he did because yes. it was it's it's an interest like the story is it's, really it's interesting. very interesting it's cool. Um, I think oh man, Jonathan Price. Like I think we said this we said last podcast or the podcast before we would have been talking about the wife probably. Yes, last year. Yeah. And we said like, why doesn't he get more stuff? Yeah, like he's really he good. should be like higher ranked as an actor. Yeah, yeah. I mean he has gotten Oscar nominations, yeah. but, but like, more. <laughs> but yeah, like he should be doing more things. Yeah, it's funny because I only knew him before, like, kind of before as. The the dad of Elizabeth Swan in the Pirates movies, and yeah. he used to be on the early British versions of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Really? Yeah. Those, Jonathan Price. Those are the only things that I really knew him Like, as. just as one of the guys? Yeah, he was one of the regulars on, the, like, the early British stuff. Goddamn, with, like, uh... T- Trevor Slattery and... Tony Slattery? Tony Slattery. Tony Slattery. And, like, uh um, The big, the the big, big fat, fat American, Mike McShane. Mike McShane, yeah. There was some Hugh Laurie on there. There was some Stephen Fry on there. I've seen some Fry and Laurie. There yeah. was um, a bit of Fry and Laurie. <laughs> a bit of Fry and Laurie, yes. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of all I really knew him as. And then okay. you know, then it's like, oh, then I saw Brazil. Then I saw you know, I started seeing more things. I'm like, oh, Glenn- this guy's an actual person, not just a guy who did Glengarry Glenn Ross. Is he Glengarry Glenn Ross? I believe he is. Oh, interesting. Glenn- is he Glengarry or is he Glenn Ross? Uh, or oh, wait, is he is he Ross? This isn't my joke. I stole it from Comptown, <laughs> but it makes me laugh every time I think of it. Glenn very Glenn Gay. <laughs> Nothing. I love the balls of making a movie with literally no females. In yeah, it. like and, and it being excellent, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no nagging wives, so. Um, but yeah, and like uh, Adam Driver's really great in it. Yep. Um, and I love the absurdity of like. The real stuff, and then just the fantasy stuff. The imagined stuff. Like, crossing over, yeah. and it's sort of like, what, what is real? What's not real? Yeah. Like, who, who's seeing what? Who's mm-hmm. in what? I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. Like, he really did a good job of it. And, and like, I think we talked, we, we said this earlier, is just, like, I didn't understand why people shit on it so much. Yeah. But it's because, you, you think it's because... Um, I, I think it's because it's got 30 years of hype behind it. And it's so hard to live up to that, even if it's, even if it's just good. That's not good enough for, for being built up for thirty years, of, years yeah. Yeah, yeah. of like trying to make it, going all through these through these changes. There was going to be Johnny Depp at one point, great as Adam Driver, I guess, and all all kinds of other shit. And then I told you how much I don't like Johnny Depp. I think it's come up. Oh, okay. Uh, and finally get it getting made, and then there being, like, a rights battle with an old producer. There was a rights battle with an old producer, and, uh, yeah. And it, uh, like, not getting released, and then it finally shows it can, and, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So, and, and, and I'm happy for him. It finally got made, and it's good. Mm-hmm. But I think, at the end of the day, it's, like, it's not earth-shattering. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, it is still just a movie. The hype didn't match the final product. Yeah, which yeah. is unfortunate, because if it had no hype, I think people would really like it. I think I had heard something about, before he passed away, the last movie he was trying to get made, uh, Stanley Kubrick, was mm-hmm. he was trying to make a Don Quixote movie. Mm. And that after he had passed away and stuff, yeah. a bunch of the the stuff that was going towards his thing yeah. had come to Terry Gilliam, ah. and he sort of like combined and mixed and whatever. Right. But like, I want to see a fucking Stanley Kubrick Don Quixote movie. Hell yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Is that, What else do I got on here? Oh, there's just, just like a 300 things left. It's not. There's, there's only three. <laughs> um... I'm going to say it, you can, I don't care. We're moving on after I say it, so just don't worry about it. Uh, the Meg. Uh, Idiot. <laughs> another really good, really underestimated Ben 
Foster movie, uh, Galveston. Oh, I think yeah. I, for, I, I think I meant to mention it to you, or maybe I did. I, uh, it was on the list to see at TIFF, and we didn't get mm. to it. Really good. Like He, yep. he plays a former like uh, crony for a, for a bad boss guy who the, ends up getting cancer. director done something else, I feel like? Yes. You can keep talking, I'll look it up. Anyways, he's a crony who gets cancer, decides to get out of the game, then gets dragged back in, and yeah. then he finds out that he has a daughter who he has to look after... And uh, he decides to do one last score to, like, help her. But he's, yeah. Or m- maybe not daughter, but, like, daughter figure, I think. And okay. it's played by uh, Elle Fanning. But anyways, again, it's just, it's just like, a powerhouse Ben Foster role. Like, the movie itself is pretty good. Yeah. But, like, he is, like, really excellent. Because he's it. fucking Ben Foster. Because he's fucking Ben Foster. I mean, he's not fucking Ben Foster. He is Ben Foster who fucks. Sure. But... Um, I think I've mentioned a couple... The director hasn't done that much. He's actually... The director is more of an actress than a director. Interesting. Melanie, oh, Melanie Laurent. Laurent. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. She's yeah. she's in, like, uh, Glorious Bastards yeah. and... So, yeah. Anyways, uh, I think I've mentioned these before, but some of them are very good. Uh, there was an animated DC Batman movie called Batman Ninja, mm-hmm. which was drawn in the style of, like, uh, like Japanese non-anime cartoons. Okay. Gotcha. And then... Uh, Batman and all the characters end up getting transported back to ancient Japan. Cool. And then it becomes like these crazy, like, all of the villains have like kaiju, mm. like, buildings that come to life as robots. And then at one point, the Joker, like, loses his memory. And then it becomes uh, a water painting animation of him and Harley Quinn living as, like, regular people. Huh. And then Batman comes and is like, hey, like, your fucking joker. Yeah, time is, time yeah. to remember you're bad. We yeah. we can't have no. you and Harley just no good guy. chilling out. Yeah. But the animation is super super cool and it's very nice. unique for like the style. Cool. Um a little like, a good a good comedy called Ideal Home. Uh Paul Ru- Paul Rudd and um uh, uh Steve Coogan are a gay couple who turns oh, out okay. that Steve Coogan had a son from a previous straight relationship and then they end up Passing having to mistake. look after him. Um but it's like Paul Rudd as like the macho straight man, and Steve Coogan as the effeminate gay. Nice. It is. It's pretty fun. It's it's great. Yep. Um, I'm down to the ones that I didn't want to have to cut, but I had to fucking cut. So I'm just gonna say, You're, I assume these are going to be all of my top ten. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, so we talked about widows. Oh, I really like widows. Well, strike one for me because that, that I was on my list. Positive. Oh, okay. Yeah. HIV positive I was on your Steve list. Steve McQueen would make a clean sweep for me, but sorry, it just didn't. Like there was just there was good things this year, and I just yeah. I thought it was really enjoyable. I think it's Viola Vi- Vi- Davis and Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya. Yeah, both deserved Oscar nominations for their performances. They're both great. Yeah, they were fucking incredible in that movie. It's a uh, I've there's rarely an applause break during a movie mm-hmm. that, but. Uh, but this one in in Toronto after Viola does uh, what she does yeah. near the end, yeah. uh, like there was an ovation. That's good. That's it was awesome. Pretty, it was That's cool. pretty awesome. That was cool. Yeah, I really, I really, really like it. I just think there was things that I liked a lot more than it. Yeah, it's this is this sounds more negative than it is. <laughs> it's Steve McQueen's worst movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, definitely. And by far his most normy movie. It's yeah. It's it's his most like. Um, it doesn't have like. A, a meaning behind it you know uh-huh. like it's not something else other than the movie yeah it's just the movie but right. yeah I, I still really like it I it's guess. good yeah don't get me wrong like steve mcqueen's not gonna make a bad movie no absolutely not especially yeah. if he lets uh somebody hang dong but uh yeah let's get 
let's get Michael Fast back. Okay, in the, so I have back in the mix. Um, Hereditary. To to speak of yes now yeah, well strike another one. All right, well there you go. That I was positive really was on oh, your okay. top ten. Literally, this is getting better. It was my last two cuts. It was wow. one of my last two cuts. Um, I recently rewatched it again because uh-huh. Veronica had never seen it. Do you agree? It's Ari Aster's second best work. Of course. Thank you. Not even not even a question. Yeah, <laughs> we I, know what number one is. Yeah, and if you're listening, thinking. Oh, interesting. They like Midsommar better than Hereditary. Think again and look up Ari Aster's filmography. Because there is a much stronger work before Hereditary. It's so goddamn good. (laughs) (laughs) It is my favorite surprise thing of all time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think it's really good. But I think at the second watch, and especially after being a couple years between watching it, it really, it was good, but like it lost a little bit for me. I watched it. I still think it's good. Yeah, I watched it for the first time right before seeing Midsommar at the theater. Mm. And I liked it a lot better than Midsummer. Apparently, the director's cut, director's cut that's three hours long, that's out now and is three hours long, is unwatchable, considerably better. I don't believe you. And also, it would still be bad. <laughs> I was going to say, it's I... like the Snyder cut's going to make Justice League better. <laughs> yeah, Ari Aster's cut is much better than the original. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, maybe it is, but I also don't know if I want to commit the three hours I don't to it. I'm it. probably I'm not, gonna not going to. Uh, Cold War, I'm going to talk about now or later. Uh, yeah, go nuts. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, uh, like, I, I enjoyed it. I just... I thought it was good. I thought Ida was better as far as uh, Pavel Pavlovsky. Pavel, 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 Pavel. Sure. Polish name. Pavel, son of Pavel is pa- whatever. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then, all right, I got. So, I'm, I'm afraid to say these last ones because I think they're on your list, and I don't want to spoil this one. I'm uh, I'm I'm shocked so, that I haven't said things. Well, I'm I'm so happy that two that because oh. now there's at least some room. Um, Although I did say a couple that I didn't think were on your here, list. Here, here are some that I'm sad I had to cut, but there's things I like more. I bet sisters, brothers. Me too. Sad I had to cut. Really, really liked it. One of my last cuts. Like the performances in it, it a is, lot. It is one thousand percent in my top fifteen. Absolutely. Yes. It, it, it is. It is very funny. It is very good. Well all, shot. All four lead casts are great. Awesome. And like you all great. You couldn't have picked a f- well three for sure, maybe four. Like of my favorite working actors in Hollywood. I yeah, I like, love all four. All of them. four of them are like the people. Where if you said like pick a movie and you get to pick four male leads, yeah, like maybe these guys. <laughs> like like absolutely like Jilly, yeah. John C. Riley, Riz Ahmed, Jiz and, Ahmed, and Walking Phoenix. Yeah. Like how the, do you not pick the a Riza, better four? The Jizza, the Riza, the Jizza, <laughs> uh, old dirty Chinese restaurant. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm really bummed they had to cut it because I too. think it's really good. But I like other things better. Yeah, one of. Uh, Actually, it, it and one more were my last two cuts. Okay. Um, this one, I think, is on your list. I Actually, bet, I bet it is. There's one, two, three I have to say that I think are on your list, so I'm going to leave them to the very I've end. I've still got two to say that I think are on your list. Uh, two other smart, when so. I had done my list in 2018 of my best of 2018, ah. this was my number one. Oh, and but, now it's But now it's not gone. on the list. After time and seeing yeah. more things... Uh, Annihilation? Oh my god, Becky. Look at her. But you thought that you was on have my list? named the third one that I was positive was on your we list. We have not You s- are 
shocking me right now. How, Scott? See, you don't know me. You are shocking me. You said me. earlier, oh, I know you. <laughs> I believe my words were, you've never surprised me. <laughs> you bore me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's really cool. It's one Holy of those movies shit. that you could not make more than one of that movie. Like, that style of movie. Yes. You know, like... The, the the weird sci-fi, like, yeah. astral aspect of it. Yeah. You couldn't make this movie... Like, not, I'm not saying, like, an Annihilation sequel. Just, like, another movie I do, with the I do same... Have, I do have a, th- uh, a proposition that you could do. All-male remake of Annihilation. <laughs> sure. Of course. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of weird, creepy, cool stuff in it. Yeah. That bear scene is the... Scr- it's the creepiest thing <laughs> I've ever fucking seen. It's like, cool. in the theater, it made me really uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the time, I think I thought it was, like, amazing. Yeah, and well, then that's I, why I'm so yeah. surprised. And I think just over time, and, like... Because, honestly, if I look at my top ten, at the time I'd seen Annihilation... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All ten of them I hadn't seen at the time I'd seen Annihilation. Yeah. So... That's probably why they was so high. Yeah. Um, and then my last one that before... Well, uh, I mentioned to you, I really like Vox Lux. Yep, I also I liked it a lot Lux. more yeah. than I thought I would, because I didn't really know much about it. I, Natalie I, Portman was fucking incredible. Yeah, very same thing for me. I absolutely liked it more than I thought I yeah, would. I like the idea of... Uh, using a school shooting to become a superstar. I was so not expecting <laughs> a teacher to get shot in the face at like, the beginning bam. of the movie. That was awesome. Yeah. Really cool. And then just like the terrorism stuff later that yeah. was like, a, like was great. that whole situation just like everything about it I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. She was excellent. I thought Jude Law was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I liked it way more than I thought I would. Just I, the the casting is weird. I know. It's why. weird. This. Okay. <laughs> It takes place in two time frames. Yeah. 2000 and 2017. Yeah. In 2000, there's the the Natalie Portman character and her sister. So it's it's two girls play the singer and the singer's sister. Playing siblings in high school. Yes. The sister... No, she was in high school too. Yeah, so they're both in yes. high school. Flash forward... They're like 16 and 17 yeah. years old. Flash forward 17 years later... The singer is now played by an adult Natalie Portman. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman has a daughter played by the girl who played the Natalie Portman character 17 I'm years ago. I'm fine with that. The sister... that That's a little bit more of a stretch. ...is played by the, the same, same person who played it 17 years ago. Who is only slightly aged a little bit older. Correct. It's very weird. That's very weird. I think, like, it, it wasn't... I, I think I heard someone say... It was so they had to pay less actors. I don't think I don't that's think the case. Know. I think it's Brady Corbett trying to be a little too cute for his own good. Yes. Because he strikes me as a guy who could be a little too cute for his own good. Sure. But is otherwise good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You just He's he's a guy who's in danger of getting up his own ass too far. Yes. But he, but he's okay. But he, but he wants to like not go that far. Yeah. He's yeah. he's walking the line. Yeah. It's close. He's he's really rimming himself. Exactly. Yeah. Well put. It's a real rim job setup. <laughs> yes. Whether he goes in or out. Yeah. Maybe he's just an oral only. <laughs> there are those. There are those. Um and what? then one of the last cuts for me was Capernaum, or Capernaum. I Capernaum. I call him Capernaum. I almost wrote a fifth D beside Capernaum, 
as one oh. as something that I was sure would be yeah. on the list. But I'm, I wasn't positive. I thought it was great. I don't like movies with little kids acting, and that little kid fucking ruled. And the kid wasn't an actor. No, the just kid a kid. The kid was a kid. Just a kid. Kid did a good job. It was. It was. Yeah. It was great. It was really depressing. So okay, I've uh, I've been wanting. I've been waiting to get to this. I thought we'd have to wait till the top tens, but I'm glad we can do it as soon as possible. I love that this movie gave an accurate depiction of the fact that every Arab man is a pedophile. A hard <laughs> pedophile. Disgusting. Well, and it's and it's not even just the, the guy who she murdered. No, it's people... It's, it was like when they were on the, street, on the street. And there were like old men that were just sort of like hey, grabbing... Hey, 11-year-old... Let me fuck you, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that and the crazy. and the main guy. Let me fuck you to death. <laughs> well, I don't think he fucked her to death. He put a in, baby indirectly, in her and then the yeah, but and also just like what a fucked up world. But the parents are like, yeah, we need the money. Go for it. And then, no, they didn't need the oh. money. They needed the two chickens. Yes, but also because they were getting rent free and and, and rent and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the dowry was two chickens. chickens. That's nothing. <laughs> Give him a water buffalo. Sure. Then we're talking. Come on. Yeah. Well, I guess Scott. I got good news and bad news. I'm moving to Lebanon. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I, uh, I, I really, really liked it. I liked the director did one. Shout out to uh, co movie commentator of mine, Gael, for getting out of Lebanon. Uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. Gael. Atal. Oh, lame. Um, the director is a woman who is gorgeous. She played the uh, defense, the prosecuting. Oh, defense. she was. She's, the, she's made. That was like by like there. I don't know if there was a second attractive person in the movie, but other than the kid. Other than the kid. Oh <laughs> no! I, I thought that's what you were saying. No, besides her. Because the, she, like, especially in the courtroom scene where everyone is either ugly or a child, or a child. <laughs> yeah. and then there's no, her she, who's just smoking. Nadine Labaki. Yeah, she's a babe. Yeah, this movie was nominated for best foreign language picture, by the way. Yes, uh, she did a movie in 2011 mm-hmm. that I didn't watch for 2011, but now that I I've watched it since we did the podcast uh, called Where Do We Go Now. Which oh, is a, a small town in Lebanon where half the city is Muslim and half the, ter- t- the city is Christian. Christian. Yeah. And there's like, it's like a comedy drama. There's tension. So what they end up doing is they go and get a bunch of women from a Russian brothel like nearby nice. and bring them to the town to distract all the men so they won't fight. Tight. Yeah, it's really good. But anyways. Good, I, good I, premise. I really like this one a lot. I just, it was, yeah. it was actually straight up my last cut. It was the number eleven. Cut. It was. It was. Yeah. It was a later cut for me. But my my last two cuts were Sisters Brothers and one that hasn't been mentioned. Uh, I have one, two, three, four left, and I think three of the four are on your list. Interesting. Well, let me say the one other I wrote D beside because I have been wrong about the other all of the other three. Maybe, maybe it's one of the three I've written down. Birds of Passage. Ooh, we're going to talk about that later. I, I, yeah, I thought so, but I thought so about all the rest too. So I'm I'm glad it's Not only bad. one Not of bad. the four. Um I'll but, talk I'll mention the one that I don't think is on your list. I insist you do. Black Klansman. It's it's not. It, I liked it. Me too. Yeah. Um I really don't 
I don't like how pro police it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, true. Like it really makes the police. But look one like of the good police guys. was black, so it's a it's a gray area. That's true. It's a black area. Uh, I thought Tover Grace was awesome. As David Duke? As David Duke. The man. He was so good. He was the man. He was really, really good. Yeah. And there's that one scene where they realize that he, uh, John David Washington's outside watching, so they have to run out. And yeah. Adam Driver runs out and starts swear, like saying the N-word at him, <laughs> throwing the rocks and shit. Yes. That was really good. Like, I thought Driver was really good. And yep. I thought, like, it was good performances, yeah. but just not quite yeah. what I... And then the... Um... The the real world was it Charlottesville footage? Yes. At at the end, I was like, oh yeah, everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it it was like it's yeah. super depressing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that might be the one though that I come back to later and say, oh, maybe that was on the list. But um, it was good. But, it, yeah, it was really excellent. Like really funny. Um, and like I love that it was a black guy and a Jewish guy, and they were taking down the KKK. Like, yeah, that was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was the one that I, I wasn't sure. The other three, I absolutely think are on your list. Absolutely. So I am afraid to say. Let that. me see if I got anything else. So we did that. I'm saving that. It's crazy how little we've seen said of the sim saving. I know. Like that's crazy. Um, I can't believe it. I think the oh um first man. Eh. You weren't. I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't I didn't even write it on my Hans. I I I wrote it. Yeah. It was good. I I like Chazelle. I feel like it's. It's definitely diminishing returns with Chazelle since Whiplash, though. Uh, it's for me. It's a real boop, and then a little bit back up. It's a check mark. I think or a reverse check mark. I like La La Land better. Best meh up. It's it's been steadily down, but even the worst one, I think, is still good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like all the um, was Claire Foy the wife? Yes. I thought she was very good. Yeah. Uh, when I was watching, I'm like, I can see this bitch getting an Oscar nomination. Can't remember if she did, but she uh, did. She did. I, think she, I think she did. Yeah. The only the only thing I didn't like, I think the thing I didn't like about it, not the only thing, the thing I didn't like about it was that uh, he's such a, a, a charisma black hole in real life, <laughs> and Ryan Gosling has so much charisma. It it doesn't that it really didn't well. mesh well for me. He's like and not, I just, not the best casting for Neil Armstrong. Like see, like I I could see somebody like you know. Because it's not, it's not like Ryan Gosling doesn't do serious roles. Yeah. But he just has more, like, to give. Like, that's, mo that's more of a role for, like, Colin Farrell. You know, like, that's... Sure. Colin yeah. Farrell has charisma, but he also is really good at playing those, like... More, you know, straight, more drab, straight legs. Like, drab, yeah. straight legs. You know, like, like, uh, like in The Lobster, kind of. Or, yeah. like, in uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah. Like, there's a little bit more of a, like, regular human being, just normal. Yeah. He's, Whereas, he's, like, Ryan Gosling is He's so, good at being... Yelled at by a Greek man to play autistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely, uh, definitely something that I, I didn't really like about it. Um, yeah. All right. Um, and I think... are we going to reveal the ones we think are on each other's lists? So I, th or... I think the only things I have left to mention are my actual three honorable mentions, favorites, whatever, and my other last cut, and that's it. Right. So the the ones I've mentioned that we're going to talk about later were searching, blind spotting, and birds oh, of passage. An upgrade. Right. An upgrade. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? Uh, so so I I, he, I I have I have one more to say before we get to worsts. So what what ones do you have to so say? The three that I think are on your list that Drew cut under the Silver Lake. 
You were you were wrong to cut it. Isle of Dogs. You were wrong to cut it. Shoplifters. You were wrong to cut it. That's what I figured. Yeah. All right. Well, that doesn't... All bottom five for me. Okay. All right. Yeah. That does not bode well for us, but, you know. Yeah. This one, uh, is that everything? Uh, I did that side. Uh, 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 uh. Yep. That's it. That's all I got. So what's the one... So the only... my So my other last cut, besides the Sisters Brothers, I had... I ended up with five vying for the three honorable mention right. spots. Uh, so the other three got it. Sisters Brothers got cut, and the guilty got cut. That will be talked about later. I thought it might. I hope at least some of the ones we're going to talk about later are are honorable mentions and not top tens. But we'll see. We will see. So that brings us to worst. Yes, to worst. Uh, that felt good coming out. All right. Now I'm fresh. So. So. What do you think? Here's one that I know you didn't watch, and I only watched it because I think somebody told me to watch it, because I think it was my, my friend Jordan told me it was to watch it because it was so bad. Uh, a little bit of CanCon for you there, uh, Scott Henson. Love it. I've got, I've got CanCon next year in 2019. For worst? Yes. Yeah. This one is a film entitled Little Italy. I, I haven't seen it, but I know of it because... I think How Did This Get Made did it, oh. or if not them, then The uh, Flophouse. Flophouse. One, but one of the two bad movie podcasts has absolutely done it, and sounds hilarious. It, it takes 30 years worth of steps backwards <laughs> in not doing racist accents, yep. not having stereotypically racist characters, Great. not just making women concubines. <laughs> yep. It is supposed to be a comedy. There are, that was my understanding. There are but no jokes. It didn't quite... There is not a Deliver. single joke in this movie. <laughs> it is nothing but white people pretending to be Italians <laughs> and saying like the the like stereotypically what happened stereotypically racist oh, Italian. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even guessed that's the word you were trying to say. Phrases <laughs> that Italians have said in like you know every like bad mafia movie of everything a lot of like, forget about it yeah yeah what's the matter you and uh, smacking in the head spicy and, meat the ball yeah like it's, it's just all of that but like love it most of the people in the movie aren't Italian that's all because it's like Hayden Christian and it's set right? in Toronto of, well of course little Italy the, in Toronto the famously Italian part of Toronto Toronto I mean I'm sure there is like a few blocks of Italian in Toronto sure but I don't think there's a famous little Italy no. in Toronto and it's rival pizza companies of course two families well what else are they running gonna, pizza companies. Drew what else are they gonna do uh crime be fascists <laughs> I don't know be fascists um, and then lose really quick <laughs> yeah of course and then give up and switch teams uh wear yeah. track suits and too much cologne yeah have little man syndrome Sure, like, yeah. Harry Knuckles. I'll be five, five foot six, and all your hair is migrated from <laughs> your head to your knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> Knuckle wo- or hair wolverine. Ooh, hair wolverine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one of them, because it, it is n- not funny at all. Yeah, it uh, it sounded pretty good. I, I want to see it. Alright, what's, what's one of yours? Uh, I'll say one of mine that I think... I don't know if you liked, I think you liked it more than me, and I don't think you'd put it on a worst of the year, but there were parts of it that made me angrier than any <laughs> other movie this year. Okay. Uh, that w- and th- uh, Also by a director who has made an appearance in a top ten for me this 
wow. decade. This decade. I believe he's my my number four of 2011. Wow, and if nice. you if you pull it out of your ass, I will lose my mind right now. Well, we uh, did we did just look at them before. Um, we did. The name of the movie. David is... Fincher. No. Also, <laughs> <laughs> because he hasn't made a movie since Gone Girl. That's true. Uh, but he's got one coming out now soon. Snake. In I think in December. George um, Clooney. The director is Lars von Trier, and the oh. movie the is The House That Jack the Built. House that Jack. I, you know, I will be the first to say I have mixed feelings on the movie. because Is it because there's one part that's like the best thing you've ever seen, and yeah. everything else is not that great? Kinda, yes. <laughs> I know exactly what scene you're thinking of, and it makes me very happy, too. Picking off your family at the shooting range? <laughs> Love it. Uh, so. Putting highlights of your own movies in a reel of like the most important things that have happened in the world not as cool <laughs> oh, depends who you ask I Lars mean, thinks he's cool that he, he's Gordon he also said he's a Nazi <laughs> who isn't you've seen that interview clip right yes. where he's sitting beside Kirsten Dunst yeah, yeah, and yeah. someone has never like sidled off screen faster than yeah. he's like okay I'm a Nazi and she's like Ugh. see ya <laughs> I'm not in any more movies with you, please. <laughs> yeah, there. Oh, that's right, Melancholia. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention another movie, but it, you buffoon! You'll 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 bring it up, and it'll oh, be okay. like we meant to. Okay. But, but I I'll say it before we do tens, just in case. Um, Let me tell you about, tell me about a another, movie tell me about called movie. Holmes and Watson. Well, here's the thing about Holmes and Watson. You didn't it, see it. It is on my list. It, two important two important facts <laughs> about Holmes and Watson. It is on my list as the worst movie of the year. Yeah. Second point, I did not see it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that I said. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just... I don't... I refused in principle to see it, but I know it's the worst. I, I don't need to see it to know it's the worst. I saw the trailer. That's good enough. Honestly, like, that's it. That, yeah. that, that is the only argument you need, and that is the only information you need to give on this movie. <laughs> yes. Like, it, it is like taking, like, the two... Like comedic pairings of two of the funniest movies of the last twenty years, <laughs> yeah. and then just saying, "Don't try very hard." <laughs> We're bad. not going to give you a good script. Can you guys just just do some silly stuff? Can you just do bad? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if it was like, "Oh, I'm just making a movie for my kids." You know, it was that that I hate that fucking excuse. That makes me so mad. Uh, you're yeah. allowed. You're allowed to make a good movie yes. for your kids. Yes. Good kids movies. Just because you're doing a kids movie doesn't mean you have to try to be a bad actor. Yeah. Both of them tried. Actively. (laughs) Like, I love John C. Riley. Yeah. He actively tried to be bad in this movie. He's in the Sisters Brothers. He's been nominated (laughs) for, like, awards. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, um, it seems like it has this problem. The, um, the... Actually, when I say I watched the trailer, I think I stopped watching the trailer when they did the selfie thing with the queen. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, that's that's enough forever. Yeah. Well, you don't need any. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't possibly. It's... And I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last one. Last one. Let me tell you. Oops, the same as me, but I don't know if it is. Bird Box. Ooh, good choice. I have commentated that movie. Let me tell I didn't enjoy it. It is such a dumb fucking premise. Oh, yeah. 
It's one of the dumbest. Yeah. It's right up there with aliens land on Earth but are allergic to water. Yeah, aliens land on Earth, which is composed of 70% water, and also there's water vapor in, in the, the atmosphere. atmosphere. And uh, and there's clouds, and it rains sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It was but they're good. allergic to it. But they're allergic to it. Um, would you say it's Suzanne Beer's best movie? It's her best movie outside of her own country that stars Sandra Bullock. Is that even true? Oh, that's, sorry. <laughs> you, you qualified it at the end. Fair. But it is also her worst movie, period. period. <laughs> I don't think I like her anymore. <laughs> she's, uh... She did The Night the night Manager, which is pretty good, so... And she's directing on HBO right now. The Undoing. With, uh... Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, uh... And David E. Kelly wrote it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I like David E. Kelly, but I also don't watch TV anymore, so... You should watch TV. Movies only, bro! Movies only! Uh, I and got, to call Mefty. I got great news for you. It's not TV. <laughs> it's, it's HBO. HBO. <laughs> <laughs> My number three. Uh, how you been liking the weather lately? Like the weather outside? Yeah. Uh, it's been rainy. Well, uh, what if I what if I told you there's a hurricane coming through <laughs> and we were going to pull a heist? I didn't see during it. it. I can't. Well, is that because it was in theaters for one week and one week only? Well, I think Kelly had joked about using his cash in on it. He had, and then we just never. And did then it. we were going to do it the second week it was going to be in theaters, <laughs> and it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Is it's, it? It's uh, it's very different than Bird Box in that Bird Box is a bummer from start to finish. Yeah, this is not. This is not boring, and this is not a bummer. But it also sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because it tries to be like Fast and the Furious or something. It's a little Fast and the Furiousy, and it also has I just it's so adorable and earnest and innocent in like it has like a a like punk computer hacker character from 1996 that accidentally snuck into a 2018 movie, and I love it. That's. <laughs> All right. It's so good. Is it on Netflix or something? It's got to be on something. Okay, I'll watch it. That sounds like something I would hate watch. Yeah, I mean, if you watched Bird Box, you might as well watch this, because this is a... Well, I watched Bird Box because I thought I liked the director. I thought, yeah, I was wrong, but... uh, No, I... uh, It's it's fun. It's fun and it's... It's on on Netflix. It's on Netflix? Sick. Make it a Netflix night. Gonna, Gonna watch it. Uh, I, I hope when we record 2019, you make an emergency correction to, <laughs> to put Hurricane Ice sure, in Hurricane Ice alive. Um, all right. Well, let's get to... Let's get to favorite, favorites, honorable mentions... Favorites num- spelled with a U. Number 11's hard... Uh, yes, favorites with a U. F-A-V-O-U-R-I-T. Hmm. It's a good thing we won't talk about favorite with a U again on this podcast. That's 2018. Andrew, I believed you for a little. I believed you for a second. You silly goose. You buffoon. You silly goose. You Should buffoon. I say the movie I forgot to mention before now? Sure. Um, I, I'm guessing it's somewhere for you. Uh, eighth grade. It's going to come up soon. Okay. And now we're good. Now we're on to... Favres. Favres. My... I hope we match them. Three Favres. Oh, no, I hope we don't match them. Have all been mentioned by Scott. Good. That's good. Good. That's very good. Okay. First. I like what I'm hearing. I bet searching's one of them. Searching. Yes. Is one of them. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a 10, but I don't mind. Yeah. I'm going to say, 
I'm going to let you finish, except I'm not, because I'm going to talk right now over you. Please do. Searching maybe my most pleasant surprise of 2018. That's what I was just about to say. Zero expectations Absolutely. going in. I thought this could be as bad as Unfriended. A, a bad found footage film yeah. involving computers and yeah. searching on computers. But it was done Starring great. Harold from Harold and Kumar. Goddamn Harold. He's who's, really good. Who's, P.S., a good actor He's now. really good. He's in lots of yeah, good stuff. He's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, like, it's got a lot of really good twists and turns. Yeah. And the even like the ending isn't really that predictable. Not like, that. I mean, it's it's one of the possibilities. Yes. But you're just you you'd be guessing if you got it. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think he's really great. I think the way that it's laid out, it doesn't. It's not like too similar to like shitty, no bad horror movies of the and same. It's, it's not overbearing with the found footage. Yeah, because yeah. it's because at times you don't even notice it. But and and also too, like what's what's more boring, like. A literally watching a guy type on the computer where you can't really see the screen, yeah, or screen share as yes. the movie, uh-huh. like that's way better than just showing sure. somebody like, oh, I've discovered something on the computer, and then they'd have to like somehow get exposition of that to like yeah. explain what he saw or whatever. Right? Yeah. I think it's I think it's really unique and really cool. Like it's really well done. So yeah, yeah, that, definitely like the biggest surprise of a movie I saw that year. Yeah, such such a pleasant surprise. Such a surprise. I was very happy with that. I do. Do I say one now? Or do I just do my three? Because if everyone said, I'm fine with that. Um, sure. Uh, none of mine have been said. Okay. Uh, upgrade. Great. Um. Uh, Logan Marshall Green, excellent. I was while I was watching it. I'm like, I know this fucker from somewhere. What's funny is on the movie poster. Yeah. He looks like Jamie Dornan. Yes. And I thought it was. Yeah. But then when the movie starts, it's obviously, it's it's, obviously it him. looks different. Yeah. But just the way his picture is taken on the poster, I thought yeah. it was Jamie Dornan. But then I'm like, but then watching him, I'm like, I know this fucker. Where yes. is, uh, I know him from HBO's uh, one season show, Quarry. All right. That's where I know him from. You watch weird stuff, man. I watch, dude, I watch, I'll, I'll watch almost everything on two formats. I'll watch almost everything on HBO. I'll watch almost everything on Adult Swim. Those are the okay. things I watch. Interesting. He actually directed a movie for 2019 that I'm going to recommend you watch. What is it? It's called Adopt a Highway. Heard of it, haven't seen it. It's Ethan Hawke, so right there, watch it. Good start. And literally the whole movie is like a, hey, you know how Ethan Hawke's a really good actor? Let's do that. Here's an hour <laughs> and 15 minutes of him being an incredible actor. Sick. Like... It's really good. You should see it. All right. Um, yeah, upgrade. Like, b- b- dude gets biomechanics put in his body and then becomes a fucking killing machine. The, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it fucking rules. Yeah. It's, the action's really good. The camera work with the action. Like, yeah. Like, the camera's it, almost like a third person who's also involved the camera in is, the action. The camera's like a GoPro sometimes. Sometimes, Because yeah. the camera's often moving exactly with the guy. Yes. It's, the camera's, like, attached to attached the guy. Attached to him yeah. as he's moving around. Yeah, like, yeah. the action sequences are really good and yeah. really solid. They, they were, uh, sometimes not always, a little too fast-cutty. Sure. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, it, it, it's a really, really fun movie. I also didn't know much about it. Somebody had suggested, like, oh, have you heard of Upgrade? And I go, no. And then I watched it and was like, oh, thanks for telling me about Upgrade. Yeah, I know that Adam drove to Bellingham to see it because it was playing nowhere here. Yeah, it didn't really, it wasn't like a release movie. Yeah. It was like a, we'll wait till it's on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And my third favorite is by a handsome young director known as Bob Earnham. 
who uh, Bo Burnham made a movie about a girl in my, eighth grade. Now, you're talking about my close personal friend, Bo Burnham, I who I had a three-way conversation and sexual encounter with him and director uh, Trey Edward Schultz? No. Oh. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. Different guy. I, Bob Burnham. Sorry, Bob Burnham. Yeah, his name's Bob, not Bo. Uh, has, made, has Bo said he's not... I think he says he's like not doing comedy specials yeah, anymore. No. Just too bad, because... They're kind of the best. They rule. They are actually he's, really good. He's kind of a fucking genius. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, this movie was made by a what? Like a 30-year-old white dude? I bet it's not even 30. I think one of like one of his special in 2017. Because like his 2016, cause I think he's in 25. Okay, yeah. Because his first one, he was like 19. Yeah, I think he might just he be... Was a, he, was a, he was a baby. 30 now, 31 now, so he would have been like 28, 29. Bob, show me... Show me what you're working with. Shake a shit. Show me what you're working with. Um, Bo Burnham was born... Uh, August 21st, 1990, so he would have been... Oh, wow. 27, 28 during the making of this movie. Okay. Wow, so a 27-year-old... He's 27 in the making of the movie. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know that a 27-year-old man could have made a like, more Captured the experience... Of being an 8th grade girl. Now. Now. Because it's not like he captured it... When he was in 8th grade. From 15 years yeah. ago. It was... A very current... current. Yeah. yeah. And, like, just the, the addiction to the phone... And, yeah. like, the struggle to be, like, cool and popular... Yeah. And have people like you and stuff... And just having, like, an awkward relationship with your dad. And yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, who would have guessed that that, w- that that man could have done, like, that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I really look forward to literally anything else I, Yeah, he like, does. I really hope he does, like, directs more yeah. movies. Like, I don't know why he would. Because I think this was, for what it was, I think, fairly successful. It got Golden Globe. He didn't, but it was nominated. She was nominated for sure for I the want, Golden Globe. I think Screenplay might have Maybe been screenplay. For, for Golden Globe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he, he. I really hope he does more stuff because yeah. it was it was really funny, but it was like really like honest and ha- yeah. and like like heartfelt and like real life, you know. Like yeah. it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't like what if we had made a movie about being in eighth grade because that was like uh, forty years ago. So well, we're let me see, we're twenty four now. Oh yes, sorry, of course. So that was eleven years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it it, it it had like really really accurate to like yeah. And like, how does he? How did he get that accurate? I was gonna say, did he just like hang, hang around middle schools? Like, <laughs> yeah, he took a Scott, page of the Scott Henson playbook. If he did, more power to him. Yeah. The uh, he's also so tall, tall and lanky. He doesn't like. He seems lanky at least in shape on his specials and stuff, but he's always by himself, and you don't see him compared to other people's heights. He's I'm gonna say seven foot four. <laughs> Sure. He's, <laughs> he's he's El Gigante. I'd say, I, he's he's yeah he's Yao Ming. He's legitimately six four. Yeah. He's he's very tall. He's yeah. a big guy. Um, I had one more thing to say. Ah, yes. Back to back years, which I mentioned on the last podcast, of my two favorite dad speeches of the decade: uh, Michael Stuhlbarg in Come <laughs> by Your Name" and Josh Hamilton in Eighth Grade. Yeah, fucking great. Yeah. Loved it. The yeah. by the fire. Yeah. In the backyard. Yeah. Fucking great dad speech. Absolutely. Loved it. Yeah. Don't care if if someone wants to call it cheesy, go fuck yourself. I thought it was go, great. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so those are my three favorites or Hans or extras, bonuses. 
I will save my three. I one of them is not on your list. Maybe two aren't on your list. We we got some match chances. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to I'm trying to psych myself up. Only for, one way to find it for potential kisses. Uh, honorable mention favorite number one. Uh, Museo, starring the aforementioned Gael Garcia Bernal, which you weren't that psyched about. I just couldn't get into it. I th- I think you were having an ashes purest white kind of day when you're <laughs> not really. Honestly, I just I don't know. I like I like Gael Gar- Garcia Bernal. Yep. I have been to that museum in Mexico. That's cool. I like Mexico. <laughs> yeah. I just really I don't I honestly don't have an answer. I that, really don't. That's have right. An answer. Sometimes you just have a feeling and you can't necessarily explain why. Yeah. Um, I had it's the opposite. good that it's not on your list list, though. It's not on my list list. So that it so was this. it was one of the two fighting for ten. Okay. And did not make it. Okay. Um, now, now, be honest. Did you not choose it for your ten because you knew it wasn't going to be in my ten and I you wanted not. kisses? <laughs> Look, I do want kisses, but that's not the reason. Fair. No, I I looked at the two against each other. I said, like, which did I enjoy more? And it's the other one. Um. Yeah, and uh, if not for if not for searching, this would be my pleasant surprise of the year. Okay, because I had zero expectations. The director had made one other movie I hadn't seen, which got uh, a good reception. Uh, Garros, G U E R O S, um, which I should see because I quite like this one, and it has the other guy who's not Gael Garcia in that movie. Are you okay? Um, it's anticipation. It's like, don't say it because it's on my list. But I'm waiting. I mean, I'm still just talking about Museo. Relax. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just, making, I'm just trying to stress you out. You know? I'm trying to psych you out. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, and a very cool story. Just like two kind of kind of slackery guys who really don't have the smarts or means to pull off a giant museum, <laughs> like a huge giant heist. museum heist. But somehow do. Yep. It somehow works, and then the news is on, and they're because they because they didn't steal like money and stuff. They stole artifacts, priceless artifacts. Yeah. Yeah. And the news is like Mexico has been raped, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh no, <laughs> we raped Mexico. <laughs> what do we do?" Yeah. So, and and it just goes from there, and and it's it's awesome when they try to sell them. Yeah. And the guys like. Who in their fucking right mind would buy this? Yeah, like, how are you like get everyone knows they're stolen. <laughs> they're famously stolen. You idiots. It's not like you stole it from a private collector who was a drug dealer. Yeah, no, you stole it from a national museum and it's on the news. Yeah. yeah. You goddamn idiots. Idiots. Uh, so there's that one. P.S. That museum is really cool. It looks really cool. Really cool. It looks really cool. Yeah. I would definitely go there. Well, I would go there before the things are stolen. It's probably boring now because there's no stuff there. Yeah, of course. Because because these guys <laughs> took all the stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. All right. My next one, which I don't think is on your list, um, but maybe wrong. Uh, Quien te cantara? Nope. Uh, Spanish for "Who will sing for you?" Uh, another. I'll sing. Oh, no, I won't sing. Oh. Uh. Tu es cantara por me. I, I don't know Spanish. <laughs> I not good at Spanish. I can if you here's have I told you my secret talent? If you put something in a foreign language in front of me, sure, 
I written, can written word written word yeah as long as it, it's yeah, yeah. English Arabic yeah. characters um, no Arabic numerals Arabic is a looks different <laughs> English English characters yes um, I can read it beautifully out loud in the right. accent pronunciate the words of the that way language that supposed to be yes I will not understand a word of it sure and I can do that with any language with English okay. characters That's pretty French cool. Spanish anything Scandinavian yeah. German Italian. Anything. Yeah. It, it's it, it's a worthless talent. Sure. But I'm very good at it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've done it on, on streams and stuff, and they're like, oh, do you speak do you speak Danish? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know what it is. I think you, you probably, because people will like write in the chat a sentence in that language, and I'll read it, and it sounds good. Yeah. But I'm sure they just made me say the N-word in that language. Yeah, or like admit to being like a pedophile yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm, I, I can look at some like like French and Spanish, I can look at yeah. and like get the understanding of the of the, the word the yeah. sentence. Fr- French maybe not like yeah. perfectly, but I can get the understanding based on a few words. Yeah. But like if I hear it, nothing. And like if my girlfriend speaks to me in Spanish, I just go like, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I I'm, I can't speak it, and I don't like, but I can like words I can pick out and kind of like get the gist of the sentence. But yeah. But yeah, Kante Kantara, uh, another really cool, pleasant surprise. I had I had no expectations going in. It's the same director as Magical Girl, which I hadn't seen when I saw this, so I knew nothing. Having seen it now, Magical Girl also great. Uh, and the, just the story of this is really cool. And then it gets kind of gets kind of weird, weird and surreal as it goes on. But the basic premise is an aging. Lady Gaga type. Are you sneaking to the bathroom, Drew? (laughs) Uh, An aging Lady Gaga type uh, passes out in the ocean (laughs) and almost dies, uh, is saved, revived, uh, has... Her memory is gone, so she doesn't even know... And and her comeback tour is about to start. Um, And so they find this uh woman who does karaoke of her and they to to reteach her how, how to, to be, be this lady gaga yes. type and uh and then it's a whole like identity thing really like which one of us is, is it, no shoot her Who's she the, she's the they don't do that <laughs> it's, it's the homer crusty <laughs> yeah I'm, good one crusty <laughs> I'm seeing double for Spanish Lady Gagas. <laughs> I think um, it's pronounced Gaga. Sorry, Lady Gagas. And yeah, I thought it was really, really cool, really stylish. And you, you, you watched it? Oh, you didn't watch it? Couldn't find it. I, and I should have asked you to get it. I offered to upload it. There were just too many other things to watch, and I knew I was going to not I, get to it. I so. knew you weren't going to watch it, too. I'm so cross with you, Andrew. All right. I'm, so, I'm talking like the 1800s. That's how upset I am. I'm going to make you watch it. It's really good. I will watch it. It's going to be your new number one. It's going to be your number one for the decade, and then you're going to have to write me a written apology okay. and in French. On, pre- on presidential letterhead? Yes. Yeah. Only, I will only accept yes. presidential letterhead. And, um, yeah. Oh, and uh, the, <laughs> the the karaoke woman's uh, 
<laughs> completely emotionally unstable, psychotic teenage daughter is the best. <laughs> Just <laughs> threatens suicide at the drop of a hat. And it's wonderful. You hate her so much. Uh, which leaves one more for me. Until we get to the tens, and it was on your faves, so I'm sure it's on your ten. And I would have loved for it to be on my ten. Uh, and I bet future ones by this director will be on tens, because I believe it was a directorial debut. A uh, little... <laughs> Drew is uh, <laughs> grimacing harder than... Harder than the the purple character from McDonald's of the same name. Uh, sorry to bother you. It's gonna come up later. I thought I thought as much. And let me let me just say boots be, before we talk about boots later. Awesome name. P.S. Uh, that I want to make an apologize. Uh, I would like to make an apo- I would like I would like to uh, I would like to make an apologize to. <laughs> I would like to apologize. That was a really bad Borat impersonation. <laughs> that was Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to apologize to the uh, to the TF community for not being able to fit it on the tent. Because when you when you get a movie with hard, legitimate TF in it, yes, I know, and and uh, and. and <clears throat> And dong, and horse dong. At the end of the day, it's horse dong. It is. <laughs> uh, at least half horse dong. Yeah. Um, I think it was all horse dong. <laughs> I, that that part might have been all horse. That's true. But uh, yeah, it, it's awesome. We'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, formal I, apology. A formal apology. All right. So past the favorites and the worsts and the hawns, the official list begins. At the two-hour thirty mark. <laughs> Perfect. It was a long Finale. year. It was a long year. It was also a long preamble. You know, next time I just want to have mean things to say about people. Yeah, too political. We're, too gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna lose all our. We're gonna lose our base. Yeah, our centrist base. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> we're definitely far right. <laughs> we're we're you know what we should just be like a real Joe Rogan type. We just go whichever guests are. We just kind of like just be that that and pretend and, like and, we're that. And and just say just say wow what all the things they say. Wow and and make three hundred billion dollars. The the fucking guy from news radio. Anyways, Joe Gorelli. Here we go. You start. I wanted to match on ten, and apparently we're not. So I'm kind of sad about it. I wanted that to be our new thing. Was matching on ten. We've matched on a couple tens, correct? Yeah. But. But not today. So uh, that means my 10 is coming up higher than yours. And I'm psyched about that. Okay. Because... Maybe it's just not on the list? It's on the list. I know it's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably on the list. I'm not an asshole. I know it's on the list. Yeah. So I'm psyched about that because it's, uh, it's, it's a small little movie, which is largely a one-man show. Um... And it's called Thunder Road. And will we talk about that in... Uh, we will be talking about that one. In a hot minute. Yeah, we'll be talking about that later. All right. Well, let's talk about your number Well, 10. my number 10 was mentioned already. Obs. Obs. Is a little... Because uh, I'm way more woke than you, motherfucker. Blind spotting? Blind spotting, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is It is a really cool movie um, because it is real, real strong performance by David Diggs. I like a movie... 
where the white guy is, is the bad, bad influence on the black guy. It's a for once. It's, it's a cool switch, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cool switch. I like. The, <laughs> I love the scene where David kept trying to make him say the answer. Yes. Ah, so good. Say it. Say it. No, man. No, I don't say that. It's not cool, man. I don't say it anymore. It's like say it. Say it. So good. Yeah. Oh, that was great. I mean, even just like the ed- the the ending with the like the, the all stuff the cop. Anyways, it's um, uh, David Diggs of uh, I guess Hamilton fame, which I didn't actually know because I've never given a shit about Hamilton. Also, uh, Snowpiercer teacher on Community. Is he? No, that was Omar from The Wire. What? Did- yeah, David. I David. Uh, you you talk. Not on Snowpiercer. I'm definitely not thinking of Snowpiercer. Oh, interesting. He was a thousand percent a cool teacher on something. Uh, oh, 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 oh. AP before Bio. I know, I'm not going to look because I've remembered. Okay. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And I don't know if he was a teacher, but he was on it. Couldn't tell you. Didn't see it. Yeah. No, that's what he was on. Uh, so, let me, like, let me make sure. a former, like, uh, like an ex-con who now has kind of realized that, like, he doesn't want his life to be just crime and just fucking up and just like being a bad influence. Yeah. Like he wants to get, he wants to get straight and be like a proper three episodes of unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt in go. 2017. There you go. Uh, pre blind spotting. Um, yes. Yeah. So he wants to kind of get out of that life, but his best friend who he's grown up with, who is a white dude is still he's a white dude who is like the blackest, yeah, yeah. most like, Oakland guy he's in the biggest the world. wigger, yeah. like stereotypical wigger character ever. Yeah, he's so he's still like about that life, you know, like guns the, and being a gangster and shit. And I like, love where they go to the uh, the hipster party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and Oakland guy is talking Oakland to. A hipster who moved to and is gentrifying Oakland, yeah. who moved to Oakland, you know, like last week. Yeah. And and the guy was like, and he was basically saying to the guy, like, no, no, you don't have to talk like that to me. Like, it, it's, it's cool, cool man. man. We can talk. And, and he's like, motherfucker, this is like, how I talk. Yeah, this is me. Like, I, this is who I am. Stop trying to make me like you. Yeah. It's, and yeah. then there's just like, you know, like, like, you know, police bullshit that, like, kind of drags him yeah. back in, and then it gets... Yeah, he, like, he straight up witnesses a cop murderer guy. Yeah. And and the ending just gets, like, really fucking intense. Like, yeah. really, like, ultimate choice of, like, like, re- like changing who you are internally, yeah. and what, like, the world perceives you as, as yeah. being, like, a black guy who was an ex who was an ex-con. Yeah. Like, I, like, obviously, he's good at rapping, and they had to work it in. Mm. And for the most part, like, every time it's used is all good. I don't know if I loved using it in the confrontation with the cop. You can make a case for it. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I just don't know about it. Yeah, It's an interesting choice. Yeah. For sure. It's definitely... I guess that's how I, he expresses himself. I also, so. like, don't know where else... Like, because you obviously have to do that because that's what he's known for. Sure. He's gonna, like, yeah. I don't know where else it works like right. if you're gonna do it uh-huh that's the part that that makes the most yes. sense i guess right yeah. so yeah no yeah it, it, it's a it's a really really cool like no release like no one saw it until way after yeah. it had been made so i remember we saw we saw it like uh like a physical release of it at 
at the place in Seattle, and you pointed it out to me, and I had never heard it before. Yeah. It was already yeah. on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's yeah. not one of those things that actually. I don't. I don't even know if it got much of a release at all. Like maybe like a hundred theaters, and that's it. Yeah. You know, like. So yeah, so that's that's my number ten. My um, number nine has been mentioned. Mine too. Good. So let's fucking get nine out of the way. Good. Number nine, uh, under the Silver Lake. Yep. It, it's like it follows by the same director, yep. except uh, not a horror movie. Uh, lots of funny stuff in it. Uh, doesn't have giant gaping fuck ass <laughs> plot holes. And this is, is a cool shot. Fuck it. Let's just do it. <laughs> and is so misogynist apparently <laughs> that A24 basically buried it and gave it no release. <laughs> That's really funny. Just like how yeah, clearly it's super misogynist. I mean, 2018 bad year for woke bullshit. Yeah. Cuz like it's the year following cuz like Me Too was late 2017 and like Me Too was the culmination of the previous three-ish years yeah. of woke bullshit. Don't get me wrong. There should have been some Me Too. <laughs> I'm not saying it was bad. I just, I was just, just saying it was inevitably coming. And every, it, it's not even the Me Too. It's everything that came with it. Mm-hmm. It was all the the side attractions of Me mm-hmm. Too, which is the bullshit. Yeah. And 2018, there could not have been a worse year for any movie to come out with anything that any dumb white asshole could perceive as misogynist. By the way, this movie's fucking satire. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) It's fucking satire. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I hate that it it just got buried, got no, like, no theatrical release. Nothing. yeah, it got like and, delayed and then much smaller than expected. And release. even like as a home box, like a release to demand or like a yeah. physical copy, it like it didn't. Didn't come it first up, only come on DVD or something? It, it the was Blu-ray only came released later? on DVD, yeah. and then it got released on Blu-ray like at the beginning of this year. Yeah, like 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 February. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Like yeah, really tried to bury it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why you shouldn't let people do anything, and they shouldn't have opinions. It's like here's the thing: you watch it or you don't watch it. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, if you don't like something, you don't have to do it. You you don't. <laughs> you just don't. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's very cool, very weird. There there are definitely not a lot of movies like it coming out yeah. around this time, which is why I found it kind of cool and refreshing. It's uh, I like all the cool Los Angeles mythology. Yes, like all the like you know like. Uh, weird stories and like yeah. things that people like urban legends, urban legends and everything kind and of all just like put together that, yeah, were, and then that were really really sort of cool. like wrapped up into these conspiracy theories and like oh all these things they they seem connected by like are they actually or, yeah. or is or, it just or, or, dumb or are they bullshit? even real things or yeah or is, like, it, or is it anything are you just believing are, are everything you, are you sure it was that are you sure it wasn't nothing, nothing? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah I, I just thought it was very cool uh a Probably Andrew Garfield's best movie? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, it really showcases that he's got more range. Yeah. Because before he had really done, what, can bad play, Spider-Man movies? Can, it turns out he can be or uh, something like, other than gay Spider-Man. Gay Spider-Man <laughs> or like a, like a sad sack Christian boy. Because like Silence, <laughs> Silence and Hacksaw Ridge. Right? Like, right. It really showed that he has like a lot more to him. Oh, yeah. Were those just the same movie? I mean, they have similar things to yeah. them, but they're set like a hundred and something years apart. 
Was it during, well, but yeah, but it was the Hundred Years' War, so it was all the same war. That is true, actually. Yeah. You are correct. <laughs> Thank you. One was at the beginning, one was at the end. <laughs> <laughs> the first year yeah, and the last. Year one and year 99. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so what's your number nine that we've said? Uh, my number nine that has been said is a, a Colombian film called Birds of Passage. All right. Yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot, too. I... Uh, same director that did Embrace the Serpent. That's right. Um, Which, uh, yeah, this is another case of, I feel, I, I guess it's because I saw Between Toronto and Vancouver so so many that year, but I saw a lot of movies by directors... In reverse order. In reverse order. Because, yeah. like, I saw, yeah, I saw Birds of Passage before Embrace the Serpent. I saw Kante uh, Cantara before Magical Girl. Yeah, you uh, saw Hotel Transylvania 3 before you saw Hotel Transylvania 1. In hindsight, huge mistake. Don't uh, do it. It makes no sense. No, you, no context. Completely nothing. lost. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's set in the like uh, indigenous regions of Colombia during the like big like marijuana booms of the 70s. Yeah. And it's about, it's like, like first of all, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know that much about like that. I've had past Colombian girlfriends and a current Colombian girlfriend and I only know about the... It's almost like you have a type. I mean, yeah, of course. Um, but I only know about, like, you know, like, the the cartel stuff. Are you but... just trying to make it so you're you're trying to <laughs> spread yourself wide enough that you, you can eventually confidently say you're one degree away from fucking Pablo Escobar? Is Maybe. That, is that the goal? Maybe, but you can't bring up Pablo Escobar around Columbia. They no, hate they, they it. Oh, do man. not like it. I even, I even briefly mentioned the hippos. Yeah, and, even then. And she did not want to talk about it. And I was like, I'm not saying he was cool. I'm saying, saying the hippo, there are literally hippos because that of, don't belong in Columbia because that are thriving in Columbia. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the hippos. Anyways, you can't bring it up. No. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's not, it's, there's no Escobar stuff. It's like the local sort of like indigenous tribe that has their own like weird, like their, their own like weird way that they interact with one another, but also with like all of the other communities and tribes around them. And then also just like the main like Spanish speaking people, because they all speak like their sort of like indigenous Spanish languages that are kind of like a mixture. Um, but yeah, it's it's sort of like discovering like, hey, we could be involved in dealing marijuana and like this would be pretty lucrative for everyone. But like if you make money, it goes to the tribe and it's like, well, kind of fuck um, the tribe. Yeah. Like I'd kind of like to get what super if, rich, please. What if I kind of keep it? Yeah. Like what if I was in charge? Yeah. Um, but then of course, like, you know, then it kind of follows like a, a typical like, you know, drug cartel, like people backstab and people kill and then kidnappings and whatever. Um, but like, it is just really cool that it's set in this, like the desert part of yeah. Columbia. It, yeah. It's, it's not your typical. Yeah. Dr- like it's not like the lush, like kind of like yeah. jungle and like, you know, yeah. hidden, hidden, um, yeah. like little mini how like cities of house yeah. in the forest where like, you know, you can fly helicopters in and out of and you know, yeah, it, it's, it's a really cool, like kind of a different take on just like the normal generic, cartels and like uh narcos thing you would see um and yeah they're speaking in their like indigenous weird language which is uh really hard to like listen to and you go like that kind of sounds like spanish yeah but it's, it's not it's like weird spanish. spanish um and then like the the main female actress in it yeah i thought was really really good yes um and then she's now gotten like american roles because she's mm-hmm. pretty in colombian but uh, yeah, re- really, really interesting, like, different take on something that's been done a lot in the last, like, 
four or five years. Like, for there's sure. been a lot of cartel yeah. drug stuff. It's, and, yeah, it's definitely like a lot different than a Sicario or something. Yeah. yeah. Or even just like Narcos, or Narcos. on Netflix. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like that, that, it's it's yeah. much different than that. The Yeah, like I, I liked it a lot too. The, if I had to say one thing that kept it off was it's it's two hours five minutes, which is not the longest movie in the world. But it, I, I remember it feeling it, a little long. It felt long. Like if if they yeah. had cut fifteen, yeah, I feel been, like been the end it of the might world. have been on my ten. Yeah, I hear yeah. that absolutely. Yeah, it was a li- it was a, it's a little long, and especially because there's a lot of um, like important conversations in the story, but it's just yeah. kind of them sitting there and talking. Yeah, it's not like a lot of stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it, it's it's interesting. It's it's different. Yeah. Um, number seven, uh, eight. My number eight. Uh, seven, eight. <laughs> my eight hasn't been said. My eight has been said. Oh, so let's balls. so let's move on. Uh, number eight. Uh, I believe completing the Wes Anderson sweep is I love dogs, and by that I mean I don't, and cats are better. <laughs> Which is why I actually identify with the antagonist of the movie, who was a cat guy. Of course. Yeah. yeah. You are the villain in that movie. Yeah. He's like, hey, what if, hear me out, we murder all the dogs? <laughs> Isla dogs. Isla, I, Isla Fisher? Isla Fisher dogs. Must love Isla Fisher. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I like Wes Anderson a lot. I mean, I do too. I uh, no, you hate Wes Anderson. You hate the Coens. We've established. Yeah, this. I hate two of my favorite directors. You hate two of your. You hate three of your favorite three, directors. Yeah, three, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, I, no, I like Joel. I don't like Ethan. Ethan can fuck yeah, off. Ethan can fuck off. You know who's a good director? Ethan Cohen. Ethan Cohen, the director of Holmes and Watson. Yeah, that's true. The guy who tries to trick you <laughs> into thinking, thinking you're watching a Cohen movie. It's an E. Cohen film. Yeah, like, oh, by sick. E. Cohen. Awesome. Sick. By E. Dot 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 A. N. Cohen. <laughs> what's got to be Ethan? <laughs> what What's it going to be? Ethan, get out of here. <laughs> Jokes on you. It is Ethan. It is Ethan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, I'm a man who respect possibly above all other things autism in filmmaking yeah. and there are few more autistic <laughs> than young wesley anderson yeah um is his name actually wesley i mean it's usually wesley is it westley oh, i hope i hope it's just west but he, but he go <laughs> but <laughs> west for short even though it's not any less syllables um, yeah, there are a few more meticulous directors. Wesley Wales Anderson. Nice. What a perfect middle name. W-A-L-E-S. No, yeah. No, no. no that's, He's not named after Wales. No, that's perfect, though. What a weird fucking guy. Yeah, there are a few, whether it's live action or stop motion, which he's now done two of, and I guess is more getting more comfortable with, uh, like, every shot is perfectly symmetrical his his casting is always the best. Like, yeah, I mean, he's he's got his crew, and then every movie he like kind of adds a few new people. Like, like maybe like, subtract one and add. Yeah, because like had he he hadn't used Brian Cranston before this one. I don't think. No, I don't yeah. think so. So like he's in the crew now, and then you've always got your like your Clooney's and your Murray's Defoe's and your Defoe's and, and, and Bob Balaban. And oh, love love me a Balaban. love me a Balaban. Love a Balaban. Yeah, love me a Balaban. Love those little circular and like, glasses. Uh, Harvey Keitel and Tilda Swinton. Yeah, and... all the hits. Just like killer cast every time. Yeah. They're always great. 
Um, yeah, I, I definitely remember after, because we saw it separately, and after you guys saw it, you weren't that psyched about it. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. I, I mean, it was Wes Anderson. I thought it was great. What happened? I I think, I just think it's kind of slow and boring. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't find it that slow. I didn't think it was like, I don't think there was that much like laugh out loud comedy to it. And I think, yeah, that, I think that was kind of like what got us was we were like, we thought it was going to be a lot funnier than it was. Fair enough. And then we yeah. watched it and we were like, oh, like it's, it's cute. Like it looks good. Yeah. And like, I like the cast and everything, but I'm just sort of like, oh, I don't feel like there's a lot of like really like funny moments, which like every other one of his movies, even when they're like a little bit more on the serious side, uh-huh. there's Still always have. like really good <laughs> comedy, you know, like yeah. you always want that one, like. Bill Murray finds the two kids in the tent on the beach and just, like, snatches the tent <laughs> up angrily out of nowhere. You know, like, there's always those moments. Yeah, or and... or uh, or Luke Wilson, or uh, Jason Schwartzman says to Luke Wilson, oh, thanks for wearing your nurse's uniform. And Luke Wilson says, actually, these are OR scrubs. And Jason Schwartzman says, oh, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. And then Bill Murray chokes. And then Bill Murray chokes, yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> Which or, is perfect. You know, or, or like, there, there's always, there's a moment in every film of, like, you know, like in Grand Budapest where there's, like, the the, the punch, punch, yeah. and then just punch. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. there's always, like, that one thing. And I felt like there yeah. wasn't really, I mean, the only thing that was really, that we really stood out to me was the, the dogfight ones, where they all, like, they're just, like, the, 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 the circle yeah, of they're, arms. they're and, one big tumbleweed. Yeah, like, that yeah. was, that, yeah, but, like, I don't know, there's, there wasn't, like, that one, like, really, like, Ha ha! This is really, really good. It was just sort of like, oh, this is good. Yeah, that that's very. It was yeah. It was more a lot of little things mm. that uh, coming together as as opposed to like a, a few. Yeah, comedy wise, I mean, like as a, as opposed to a few like real big, right? Uh, comedic moments. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I I can see that. And I, and I definitely think that it's more. It's it's like more on the not as good of Anderson films side. I mean, obviously, you have, I mean, to, get, I, you have I, to get to a middle yeah. point at some point, but yeah, I feel like it's more yeah. towards... I, I honestly still agree with that, but, like, even his worst yes, movies... I mean, <laughs> even the like bad ones are good. In my top ten. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> like, it, it's whether they're, like, in... You know, it's whether they're number eight, nine, ten, or one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, like, all Wes Anderson movies, very twee, which is a word I have only ever heard in reference to Wes Anderson movies, but apparently you can use it elsewhere in life. Sure, sure. sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I like to, I'd say, I, I think most people would say that, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox is much better. I would say they're pretty close, actually. I like Fantastic Mr. Fox more. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Now you. My number eight is going to be way higher on your list. And I know that for a fact. Do you regret having it so low? No. I think it's really good. Would you um, like to apologize in advance? <laughs> no. Okay. No. I think it's really good. I just, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just liked other things better, but it, it obviously it was had to be on the list. Uh, that is Alfonso Caron's Roma. Oh, it's higher. That's, I assumed it would be. I will wait and talk about it then. What's your number seven? <laughs> uh, my number seven has been said. My number seven has been said and is not on your list. Okay. I'm 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 st- I'm optimistic that somewhere in the top five we could have a match. One, two, three, four. Four of my top five have not been said. So. Yeah, I'm, f- I'm feeling okay. Uh, my number seven is Luca Guadagnino's Suspiria. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I love him as a director. He was my... I know. You're gay for him. I'm gay for him. And uh, I'm gay for him 
he's gay for Timothy Chalamet, and Timothy Chalamet, I believe, is gay for me. So oh, it completes the. We have closed the loop. A nice train. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who's at the front? Who's at the back, though? Um, I am at the. No, because I was going to say the front of the human centipede, but actually, that actually makes me the gayest. <laughs> yeah. But then I don't have to use my dick, and I can just have a nice time and relax. And you're getting plowed by Chalamet. Yeah. You could do worse. You could do much worse. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. Um, yeah. I've... It, he must have earlier movies besides Call Me By Your Name and Suspiria in the decade, right? He's He's got earlier ones... Before that, he's got I Am Love and a couple others. Oh, it's a, he has a bunch of documentaries on Bertolucci, I think, is mainly what he does. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, he will tell you right now. He has, uh, yeah, he had one in 2015 called A Bigger Splash. Okay, I should uh, watch that. He has Destiny in 2012. He has I Am Love in 2009. Have you seen I Am Love? Nope. It's fantastic. I don't care for him. Really? He's too Italian for me. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's pretty Italian. Although this movie's not that Italian. I remember seeing a trailer for A Bigger Splash, and I wanted to see it, but I, it was 2015 and I never saw it. Ah, because it's got Matthias Schoenarts in it. I'm a big Matthias ah. Schoenarts fan. Um, uh, it is... Uh, def- defenseman for the New York Islanders. He just sounds like... <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, it's, got some, it's got a good cast, and it's got an interesting story. What is the story of a bigger splash? Uh, it is the vacation of a famous rock star played by Tilda Swinton, and her boyfriend in Italy is disrupted by the unexpected visit of her, an old friend and his daughter. So she's dating Matthias Schoenartz. Okay. She used to fuck uh, Ralph Refines. Nice. Refines is dating Dakota Johnson, and then Refines and Tilda Swinton are like, hey, I kind of oh, so want to fuck you again. And then Dakota. Johnson and Matthias Schoenarts are like, hey, uh, we should fuck. We should fuck. And so it's just a big old That's series interesting. I didn't know uh, that Suspiria wasn't uh, his first use of Dakota Johnson. I mm-hmm. knew it wasn't until Swinton because he used her all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. As well he should, because she's great. and She's, she's okay. Really? You only think she's think okay? she's fine. I think she's fantastic. I think, she, like, I think she's whatever. Is just because she's weird looking? Because she's weird no, looking. <laughs> I just don't think she's, like, I think she's a good actress, but not, like, amazing. Oh, I, yeah, I think she's amazing. I also thought Suspiria was just fine. Yeah, no, I yeah, I I, thought I, I, I like the original a lot. I I and... like this way more than the original. Hmm. The, how do you compare it to the original? Like similar or like not as good? Mm, like not quite as good. Like, okay, like a little bit less. Yeah, I I don't know. Something about this really hit me just right. I I think the movie runs fairly long. It does not feel like it. I think it's maybe. Maybe close to two and a half hours. I, I, mean, I think it's like two twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It it is not a short movie, but it doesn't feel like it moves along really well. Like stuff, because shit keeps happening. <laughs> yeah, shit does keep happening. Two thirty two. Two thirty two. Not short. Uh, but yeah, it goes it goes by very, very well. Uh, you may have to watch it more than once to realize uh, the additional roles that Tilda Swinton is playing. Because yeah. I didn't notice until very late in the first viewing. Nothing like playing an old man that and she, then also a, like... That she plays an old man. Like a fat corpse body a, or something? A, mo- a monster. Yeah. Like. <laughs> an undead monster. 
Uh, yeah, so sh- she's great in it. Uh, Dakota Johnson is, I'm going to say, every bit as good as in this as she is in the Fifty Shades of Grey series. No, she's uh, she's actually better in this, I would say. I haven't seen any of the Fifty Shades of Grey. So. I, I haven't either. I, I hear they're not great. Yeah, you don't say. But uh, who's to say? Uh, I, perhaps say. we're uh, unfairly uh, prejudging them. So we should, we should, when we when we get to the best of the decade, we should probably just to be safe, watch the Fifty Shades trilogy. I'm talking Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm talking Fifty Shades Darker, and I'm talking Fifty Shades Freed. Freed? Yeah, got to be right. I got it. I couldn't tell you, man. I mean, it's I don't know. Uh, it's funny. I can't remember the movie because I've read the book so many times. Yes, yeah. Grey, Darker, Freed. Freed's 2018. You can add it to your list right now. You know what? I'm gonna make a game time <laughs> decision. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't. I don't. I don't have any desire to see any of them. Well, no fucking shit. And also, like, I don't even know who's who's uh, James Foley. Dave's dad. Mm. Uh, looks like he does a lot of bad TV. Cool. Oh, you see the director? Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I don't think Wayward he... Pines. I you shut up. Oh yeah, because it had uh, Matt Dillon. I don't know. He did twelve episodes of House of Cards, but after they got rid of Frank Underwood. Oh, okay. he did the last. Season. I didn't even watch it, so I couldn't. Think. I watched the whole thing. It was. I mean, it got it got worse as it went along. Uh, yeah, Matt Dillon. You're right. Very, very diminishing returns. He did an episode uh, of Hannibal. Probably not the good one. I uh, heated fear, and I like fear, but that's about it. Like the movie Fear? Yeah. Oh, he directed like a, a ton of Madonna music videos in the 80s and 90s. Sick. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. Does it? Yeah. Anyways. I guess. Anyways, back to Suspiria. Anyway, I I, I think we covered it. I okay. um Yeah, it's 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 very cool, very weird, uh, very violent. Yeah. Uh, more violent than I was expecting. Um, but yeah absolutely worth a look especially if you're as in love with luca or tilda as i am <laughs> uh my number seven was mentioned by you earlier it is the guilty yeah one, one of my as i said one of my last two cuts with the sisters Brothers. i had never heard of it before yeah, I, I hadn't heard of it until you told me. And that. then at the end of 2018, mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of people that, like, I sort of, like, some people that I knew and some, like, uh, like friends of friends or, like, people who are, like, in the film, whatever, yeah. film nerds, had made their lists of, like, bests of and stuff that I'd just seen on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And a bunch of them had that, had the guilty, like, one, two, or three for best of the year. Okay. And I was like, I've never even fucking heard this? of this movie. So I looked it up, and I was, just, and I read it, and I was kind of like, oh, like it sounds good, I guess. Like I, I I'll, I'll watch it eventually. And then it came out on Netflix, and and I watched it. I'm like, it is, it is like so unco- like such an intense watch for a one set piece movie, one location, one main actor. It is see. so compelling. Yeah. Yeah, so it, compelling. It is a a nine one one or whatever they call it there. I guess they still call it like an emergency services. Oh one six eight nine nine nine. I'm trying to remember the the nine one one song from the <laughs> IT crowd, but I can't remember. It's it's like because it's when they it's because it, it, they're making fun of when they changed nine 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 to whatever in England. Oh, okay. and the new number was like twenty seven <laughs> digits long, and they, there was like a jingle to remember it. Right. 
Uh, yeah, so he's sort of like a disgraced police officer. Or like, yeah. a police officer who had like a bad incident in the past. Yeah. And now he's... I mean, what officer, even in Scandinavia, hasn't shot a kid? Sure. Right? Sure. I mean, there's so many shootings in Scandinavia. So many. There's like... I mean... There's like twos of deaths a year. I, I mean, there's a pretty good one on, I'm going to say, July 22nd. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, I think that there there are, like, records of police officers who were in the force for, like, 30 years and they never, fired pulled, their never pulled their yeah. guns. So, anyways, yeah, so a kid, fine. He shoots a kid. <laughs> he, you know, after sort of, like, the legal stuff goes away, or is starting to go away, yeah. they put him back on desk duty. On dispatch. So he's on dispatch. Yeah. So he can, he's only allowed to answer the phones. Yeah. But the whole time he's trying to, um, he's talking to his wife? He's talking to the woman. The woman. Yes. No, 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 but, like... Because he's... He, oh, sorry. He's talking to his... He's talking yes. to his wife. Also his wife, yes. Um, About their kid. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen it. But yeah, a kid. Yeah. And... But then uh, there's a phone call... From a woman. From a woman. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't know where she is. Yeah. And she's being stalked by somebody. Yeah. And so he... Like, he, he's kind of, like, obviously he doesn't, he's not happy about being put back on desk duty. Yeah. So he's sort of kind of just by the book and then dismisses it because he's like, like, what else can I do? Like, I, th- I think he originally just attributes it to her being drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he, he's answering phone calls the whole night. Yeah. So, like, sometimes he gets phone calls from people and it's just like, yeah, or, like okay, like, bullshit, this isn't the yeah. police problem. Like, yeah. yeah. Right? And, like, uh, but the whole time he's dealing with, like, talking to his ex-partner. Yes. And so, because I guess his ex-partner is about to go to trial to testify. Yeah. And he's trying to get, like, say, like, what are you going to say? Like, are you going to be on my side? Are you going to tell the truth? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. So there's just, it's literally just him constantly, like, getting phone calls from from people. Yeah, and, like, often juggling the phone calls. And phoning his wife and phoning his ex-partner. Yeah. So what ends up happening is this woman is calling him, and... It, it, It clearly becomes more serious and legit and more legit so then he sort of realizes like oh maybe i should have taken this seriously yeah so he's trying to like track down the information of the woman yeah. and 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 who's going what's going on and then i don't want to i don't want to go there, too far there's a turn there's a turn a big turn yeah that uh like causes him to get like more involved but he's not yes. allowed to leave the department right so it's kind of like a, a rear window but your, kind of, but your yeah. ears instead of your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, he's kind of. So he has to try and convince his ex partner to do some groundwork for him. Yeah, and then there's he's kind of handcuffed. And he's phone, like he's trying to make phone calls to find information. Yeah, and then there's like a big reveal, and it's like a real just yeah, like kick in the dick. Like it's a good real reveal. I, I, did not, yeah, I did not. Yeah, I did not see it. Yeah, really good twist. Like yeah. really, really good reveal. It's real good. So. I would highly recommend seeing it. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's also not very long, too. Like, it's only like an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah, it might be under and, 90 And minutes. they, like, squeeze all of that. Because, I mean, yeah. it's it's not like there's a lot of, like, you know, he literally is in one room, then he's in another room, yeah, it's, then it's, he stays in that second yeah, room. Yeah, it is, it is two adjacent rooms in a small police station, yeah. the end. That, that's it. Like, it's, it's good. It's really yeah. good. Uh, what is your number six? My number six, uh, you mentioned. It is uh, not on your list, and you're wrong, because <laughs> it was good. Uh, it is my second favorite. I 
know what you're going to say. Asian movie Ever. of 2018, and it is called Shoplifters. I wanted a Corey movie to be on, my, on one of my lists really badly. Oh, you don't have any. I feel like all of them are Damn. just like right on the cusp. Yeah. You know, like really, really I close. Ha- I have two on, one on the cusp. I wanted the third murder to be in, but third it murder, just wasn't Third murder was there. my cusp. And like Father, Like Son, and this are definitely yeah, I, on. I, I really want it to be on. But yeah. I just... I, I'm very torn between this and Like Father, Like Son for my favorite Corey movie that I've seen. Uh, and both are kind of similar in that he... Uh, Coriata seems to really like, and and also and also in After the Storm actually seems to really like exploring family or the idea of family or what makes a family. What makes a family in very different ways and very uh, very unique ways. Yeah, because uh, obviously, like five, like some, like you know, two two families whose kids Children are switched and they birth. think it's a good idea to swap, <laughs> to swap them back at like age six. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> Tight move, Japan. Yeah, cool move, man. And this one about uh, somewhat of a makeshift family of very poor people uh, who have sort of banded together, so, but like, part, partly through blood and uh, yeah, not, partly not. Yeah. Not all of that is revealed, like, off the bat, though. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Like, off the bat, yeah. it's, a, it's a little vague. Yes. And then just sort of, like, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then... Yeah. And I thought all the performances are really good. It's, uh, I don't know why, but it's one of my favorite endings hmm. of of the year, or in a while, actually. The ending, like, really sticks with me. Because, mm-hmm. um, basically, I think I can get to it without really spoiling. Um, I don't think you can. I, challenge accepted. <laughs> the very end? The, like the last shot, hmm. um, the I, I can do it general enough okay. that it's not spoiler. Um, so they basically, uh, this family basically takes in a little girl, the most adorable little girl, perhaps the most adorable little Japanese girl you ever did see. Who Drew wants to protect? <laughs> I need to protect from the world, from bi- from the, all the bad things in the world. I need to protect her. Yes. Also, if I ever decide to have kids, I hope they come it's out that. as adorable little, little Japanese. I girls. I want to make her. I want to make little Japanese girls. Yeah. No, I I agree. She yeah, she's uh, she's adorable. Um, who's who's from? Who's appears to be getting abused by her actual parents, and so they basically take her in and. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell her parents. And to, to their credit, the parents don't even report her missing. No. So they probably did the right thing. Yeah. I don't think... Is it both parents or is it just the mom? It, I, think I guess it's more the I mom. think the dad abuses the mom and the mom abuses the girl. Yeah, well, you gotta keep the cycle going. What are you gonna do? Not abuse someone after you're abused? And then the little girl, gonna... like, strangles cats and dogs <laughs> exactly. in the industry, you know? So they, they take her in and then blah, 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 lots happens. <laughs> it uh, it kind of goes bad for most of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, the girl's back at her original place with sort of a, a callback to one of the first shots of her. Um, just sort of like, basically locked on her balcony. Yeah. Um, but something about the the last shot, um, and it's just like, you just hear her breathe, and uh, but, but as she's looking out, as she did early in the movie before she even met the family... There's just like the the beautiful directing, um, 
there's just this like slight look of hope or optimism in her that wasn't there before and i just love that last shot so yeah if you have seen anything he's done before go see it if you haven't it's i maybe it's in his best two movies so go check out shoplifters by hirokazu koreeda that's it <laughs> uh my number six was also mentioned earlier I'm loving. I'm loving. Five through two. I'm loving. Directed by a man who I got to see live in concert before he was even famous. Live in concert. Boots Riley. You've seen Boots Riley live. I've seen Boots Riley live. Where? How? So I went to see Tom Morello do the Night Watchman. Okay. And it was supposed to just be Tom Morello. Yeah. He had just started, like, a second project called the Street Sweeper Social Club. Of course, everyone knows Which that. was him and Boots Riley. Oh, okay. So he had brought Boots with him. Yeah. And he, so he performed for, like, honestly, like an hour and 45 minutes or, like, almost two hours. Yeah. Then he said, like, oh, I got a friend here. So he brought Boots out. They performed for, like, almost an hour, doing, like, just so, a bunch of, like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, then just Boots did a little bit of stuff by himself. Then Morello came back out and played, like, another, like, 45 minutes. So it was, Damn. like, almost a five-hour concert. Big night. 25 bucks. <laughs> Not too bad. That's crazy. Not too bad. <laughs> um, and this was, like, 2014, 13, 14, okay. somewhere in there. So, like, way before he, he did this movie. Yeah. Anyways, the movie. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. It is, again, because I'm way more woke than you, so my list is way more woke. I, uh, I, I, hate, I hate that you have blind spotting and this, and I don't have either. Well, because I like uh, ethnicities more than you. But neither of us have widows, so we're not that good. That is true, but uh, I'm more woke than you. Anyways. I don't think that's true. Uh, yeah. I well, uh, we're to meet us. Which one of us is trans? Species? Yeah. Both of us. Mm. I guess it's Gender? Same. Neither of us. <laughs> we're fluid. Well, there's certainly some gender fluid, especially in this room. This when is... when we when you became a tiger and I became a snow leopard, we yeah. got our genitals removed. We're like we're like Ken dolls. Yeah, we, th- we're like a stuffed animal. They were just getting in the way. We're using. We them. wanted to be pure. We're using them. No. What's the point? What's the point? What is even the point? Um, it's more aerodynamic anyway. Yeah, I'd like to be able to jump higher without my balls being exactly. caught on things. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So sorry to bother you. Uh, which, again, it was another one of those, like... Speaking of trans species. Speaking of... I mean, we already talked about trans species. <laughs> um, it was one of those things where, like, I had heard nothing about it, didn't even know it was a movie, and then just, like, out of nowhere, somebody, like, posted something or was like, oh, you should see this movie. And I was like... I'm trying to remember how I heard about it. Me? It wasn't you. I had, I had already heard about it when I first talked to you about it, but I couldn't... I do not know. Some someone somewhere said something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like somebody posted it somewhere. That like not not even like one of my friends. Like another famous person. Like a uh-huh. like somebody who like was a filmmaker and had just said like, "Oh, have you seen this Boots Riley movie? Mm. It's really fucking good." It was, it was a classic. Uh, what uh, Ridley Scott with I Smile Back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of. Like, hey, this movie you've never heard of is my hey, favorite. Hey, the Sarah movie Silverman the year. <laughs> yeah. uh, like small indie film was the best movie of the year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like it's like a alternate reality kind of like parallel university Oakland. I mean, I would like to think it's this reality. Sure, I guess it could be, but I, th- I think there's something different about it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not just like 
regular day and then weird stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. But it's like um, this guy this guy who's a telemarketer uh, kind of gets like this weird opportunity to like move up in life. But the way to move up in life is sort of like uh, like accepting gentrification. Yes. Like kind of like, well, like he's, he's a black dude. It's a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Lakeith Stan... Stanfield. Stanfield. Yeah. Uh, so er, it's, er, earlier in his career, he was in Get Out. He was in Get Out. He's the Get Out guy in Get Out, isn't he? The guy that yells Get Out. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, earlier in his career, just Keith out of the love. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember we talking. He about was that. Keith in uh, Short Term Twelve. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Lakeith is a cooler name, I guess. It, we we can all agree it's cooler. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he. But I mean, he he's got his girlfriend who is Tess Thompson, who is a fucking babe. Yeah. Um, is like, you know, like, like really like social activists, like really wants to get yeah things changed for like the people living in their kind of like area. Cause it's not, it's not the ghetto, but it's like an area that's on the verge of being kind of like turned into like gentrified. And yeah. Stuff. And they, they, she also works there. And so like, just like him and all the characters that work inside this office, they all kind of want to like fight the power and stand up against what they're being forced to do and he gets this opportunity to like move up so he's after kind of being like, taught by danny glover yes <laughs> the key to telemarketing the key to telemarketing is, as a black man is to sound talk white is to have david cross's voice. yes he has david cross's voice and then later on someone has Patton oswald's voice <laughs> yes um so yeah he has the, tr- to, the trick yeah. is to have one of the best comics of the mid 2000s <laughs> yeah so like they really the idea if there's like, a third person they would have blaine capatch's yeah, voice exactly <laughs> uh it's yeah so it, it's a real like if you want to succeed you have to be less black is yeah. kind of what the thing yeah. is, right so he he is he keeps getting these opportunities to move up and he's kind of seeing that like you know the 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 underbelly of the corporate structure that he's in because he's got like these really good ideas and they can see yeah. that he's like really smart. Mm-hmm. But they're like, hey man, if you want to move up, you can't really be like a smart black guy. You got to play the game. You got to be a smart white guy. Right? Yeah. So the you know his girlfriend and all them are sort of like fighting the power, and he has this kind of like struggle of like you know making something of himself. Yeah. But does he really want to like? be ice cube and sell out yeah so he, he ends up sort of like choosing the sellout route originally. am i an ice cube black eyed peas type <laughs> yeah um and so yeah he ends up kind of like seeing the other side a lot of bizarre like <laughs> just when you think it's getting sort of to like a more normal regular film it's not just like all this fucking bonkers it's shit not <laughs> like just insane i cannot stress that it's not horse dick, yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, and like, and and I, I've seen it like a few times, and and like, it's not like any. Every time I watch it, it loses anything. Yeah, I watch it again, and I go like, it's just as good as the first time I saw it. Like, yeah, it's it just really stands up as being like a unique film with like a really good like like story and like direction and like things it wants to say. Yeah, and it just looks really cool, and yeah. That, yeah. is, that is my and, stance uh, on sorry to bother you. If you like what we like, watch this movie. I cannot say <laughs> <enough. laughs> Absolutely. Watch Sorry to Bother You. If you want to be friends with us, yeah. if you want to be friends with your podcast heroes, then watch this movie I and have, and like it. And if you don't like it, it, tell yourself that you like it. Lie to yourself. L- lie to me. Please lie to me. <laughs> Lie to me and tell me you Tim, love me. Tim Roth me. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so number, number five, five is something that hasn't been said. Correct. So let's hope we're matched. Yeah. What do you think? I'm not certain. I'm also not certain. I feel like your number five... I'm just going to state this for uh-huh. the record before anything gets said. All right. Your number five yeah. is going to be my number one or two. Really? I don't know. But that's just the feeling I'm that's getting. It. Is that we're going to say, well, this might be the same one. And then we say, and go, I fuck. I don't think it's going to be your number one or two. It's not necessarily five. I think it's going to be your three, four, or five. Okay. Uh, do you want to say your number fives at the same time? No. Okay. That would be confusing for them. And by I, them, I mean you, the audience. Okay, fine. I'll say my number five. My number five. And don't forget, whoever says it is the one that gets kissed. So you might want to say it, and then I might kiss you. That's true. My number five, uh, I thought was completing a decade sweep for a director for me, but I forgot that I did not have his 2011 movie, and in fact, I haven't even seen his 2011 movie. But that director is Yorgos Lanthimos, and I haven't seen Alps. Thumbs down. <laughs> I also haven't seen Alps, but I have it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. And the movie is The Favorite. The Favorite. It is on your list? It's on my list. It is what number? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Okay. We'll get to that shortly. Your number five. Number five is definitely on your list, so it is definitely higher than this, obviously. Okay. It's going to suck. It's a documentary? That's my number four. You idiot. Oh. You idiot. You stupid bitch. <laughs> oh, well. That's, let's talk about Won't You Be My Neighbor. Let's talk about your number five, my number four. You couldn't, you couldn't put it one higher. It was out of the question. Really? I really could have. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I, I, like, in all honesty, honest, honest, Honest. To a law question. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a bigger Oscars snub in the history no. of the Oscars? No. How how was this not one thousand percent nominated? Literally everyone. What are you grew up with, Mister Rogers? And it's and like yeah, and also it the documentary is so good. It's not like it's just the subject. No. It's a fantastic documentary. They they found excellent context for everything across his career. Yeah. Put it all together in this film. And like, I don't know if I've ever cried as, as much as I did in that movie. I man, <laughs> it is it has been a, a, a long time before or since it's been a minute that I've cried in the movie theater. Hmm. I can't I can't even think of the last one, honestly. Um I know you cried every Lego movie, but that's your fucking deal. Just the first one. <laughs> I didn't cry at the Lego Ninjago You movie. cried at Lego Batman, everyone knows. <laughs> the part where all the bad guys join with Batman to fight off whatever the other guy is? I haven't seen it, is. don't bother. The... Uh, yeah, but I... I saw, I saw this at the theater with my mom, and I thought okay. I might end up crying. I didn't know how much I <laughs> or her or the whole theater the whole theater yeah including yeah. like like two like hardened war criminals no for real like they're like five seats over there were these two like tattooed butch lesbians 
bawling her eyes out, <laughs> and just like like every walk of life, they. <laughs> The like the the age range was twenties uh, to seventies plus in the theater, hmm. and so like generations of people yeah. crying about Mister Rogers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I I think one of the best real things that's ever been committed to film is. Him, is it? I don't. Is it before Congress or before some committee it's like or the, Senate it's or the Senate, what? I think. Is it the, Senate? It's the Senate? Him testifying before the Senate, um, in front of a guy who it starts off is having none of it. Yeah, this guy is anti Mister Rogers, oh, some child entertainer. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Who five minutes later uh, allocates twenty million dollars. Yeah. To the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. And, and Mr. Rogers, in five minutes, basically saved PBS. Yeah. And it, it's it's unbelievable. Like, the way, the way and the ease with which he turns the guy yeah. is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. It's so good. It's crazy. I think it, it, he there's never, like, if you look at, like, the history of the world, like... Statement out loud. Fuck Mother Teresa. <laughs> if you go the farthest on the like the greatest human being <laughs> that's ever lived, yeah, Mister Rogers is number one. He might be number one. Like that man never had a bad like, nah. thought in his brain in his entire life. No. Nah. And the ending of that goddamn documentary uh-huh. at that Lifetime Achievement Award ceremony. Oh, oh boy! I sat in this bed, this bed on that TV, <laughs> yeah. and I hugged a pillow and <laughs> bawled into that pillow. Yeah, like it is the most heartwarming, yeah. like happiest thing I've yeah. ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, like this this kid that he saw. 30 years ago or 10, yeah. like 20 years ago. Something like that, yeah. And now, like, he, oh, like, it's the happiest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. In the history of the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, yeah, nothing will ever top. And it's, like, infuriating that that did not get nominated for Best for best Documentary and Best Picture. Honestly, yeah. Like, it's, uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you the list of movies it's better than from 2018 that got nominated for Best Picture. Um, Green Book. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the one that won. Note, uh, just a spoiler alert, Green Book will not be mentioned on this podcast in the list. Uh, no, no, yeah, we're not saving it for the end. But, like, Green Book, yeah. Black Panther, yeah. Black Klansman, yeah. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, yes. Yeah. The favorite. On, depending on whose list you're looking at. No, no, yes and no. Roma, maybe not. A Star is Born, yes. Vice, yes. Yeah. It's better than all of those movies. And, like, documentary was what? The fucking... It's Free Solo, Minding the Gap. Uh, Hale County this morning, this evening, right? Of fathers and sons and RBG. Yeah, it's it, really like, you couldn't squeeze it in. No. Yeah, that's stupid bullshit. Stupid, absolutely the best, the best documentary of of like I don't know the decade. And, one of them, and the like the one of the best movies of that year, and it got nothing. Nothing. Didn't it didn't get crazy? Gold, did it didn't and get gold globes either? Right? It's not even like they don't like the director. The director has won the Oscar for best oh, documentary yeah. before. Yeah. It's the director of Twenty Feet from Stardom. Yeah, yeah, stupid. Which, which one? Stupid. What the fuck happened? And 
Best of Enemies? Really? I don't know. That one I can't confirm, but definitely 20. Confirm or deny. Now, right now. I'm going to gonna, confirm or deny. I'm going to deny. I'm gonna, I think you're crazy. Because you deny the homeless, too. So I, guess it I mean, as a rule, I deny. <laughs> you present <laughs> deny, me with something. Deny, 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 I will deny. I'm uh, like, yep, Best of Enemies. Really? Oh, producer on Best of Enemies. Mm, My bad. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't even think you can. Nope, directed Best of Enemies. I don't even think you can kill six million dogs that fast. <laughs> even if you wanted to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, twenty feet from stardom. Nothing, really? nothing like making a Holocaust joke while talking about a documentary about <laughs> Mister Rogers. Like, that's what you come here for, folks. You're not going to get that a lot of places. <laughs> All right, what is your number four? Oh no, you. I told you my number four. What's five your was the four? favorite. Four was this. My number four was mentioned by you earlier, but not on your official list. That is the Jim Cummings show, baby. Damn, respect for it being that Thunder high. Road. Thunder Road is awesome. I watched a trailer for it in like 2018 yeah. and said, oh, that looks good. I'll watch it. And then, and then did forgot it. it right? Like, just it gets lost in the mix. Yeah. And then when we talked about what we, like, we need to watch sure it, like, you make sure you watch it. I was like, all right, I'll fucking watch it. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't know if, like, if I've ever been so invested in watching a single shot on one man talking uh-huh. and and been like laughing and feeling bad and sympathetic for them. Yeah. Like everything about the movie is shot like it's internal monologues, but he's talking He's to, saying it to people <laughs> to but people. what his internal monologue yeah. is. Like the scene when he gets like fired as being a cop yeah and then just like you know like the small like off-camera banter and then yeah. he immediately changes from like being angry like you know like the guy's like yeah like i know i bought you coffee he's like you know what honestly i really respect i really appreciate that really- but right now <laughs> fuck, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> like it just everything like he he's he was so funny the, but, f- the but, funeral oh the funeral and then like it's a delight. and then like uh, when like the footage and arguing with his cop friend and yeah. stuff and just, like, trying to be a dad yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was, like... And just one fucking guy wrote, wrote directed, directed, starred, starred produced. produced. <laughs> like, yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, like, and then now he had a, a second one out that we just watched without Scott because he was too busy. And... I was busy... Just as good. Talking to a person... <laughs> to the President of the United States. To the President of the United States with severe schizophrenia <laughs> please check out my drunken peasants interview with empress gale slash gale cord schuler it's uh the best thing i've ever done <laughs> <laughs> oh i man i was so happy with one thing i said in it that she absolutely no sold but that actually <sighs> that actually just made it funnier okay, to me okay because she she plugged her her uh her patreon and her discord okay and i was like do you is the name of it Discord Schuler, <laughs> and she's like, "No, someone else runs it. I think it's called Jesuits." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, that's good too, but I'm pretty sure that was a good joke." <laughs> the what? Uh, are you done? What? Are you that, I mean, yeah, that was. I just yeah. like I, I don't know that I, I've had. I've had like low, like lower expectations for something, yeah. and then they've. Been I knew just, nothing. I knew nothing going in. Yeah. out of the water. Yeah, I knew nothing going in. Uh, yeah, loved it. Like amazing one man show. Uh, love it, and then also watch Thunder and Road. And I, I really want to see Wolf of Snow. Watch Thunder Road, and then watch 2020's uh, Snow uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yeah, the one they just did, and I it will. is 
just as good. I will take your advice good. and watch it by myself without my friends. Good. Because I, I mean, I'll watch it because I man, I, I hate watching wolf movies with my friends. That's not like my favorite <laughs> thing to do. Or anything. I mean, I'll watch it again if you really want. Like, don't be too sad. I'm pretty sad. Uh, so that was your four. Yeah, that was my four. Has your three been mentioned? My three has not been mentioned. Has your two been mentioned? My two has been mentioned. Fuck. So our only chance is three. Really? I swear to God, Smith, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like shoot, shoot names. Yeah. Wow, okay, let me... Okay, yeah, that one's one. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So that must be three. Or that must be two. No, because then, so one of the two of them's not on your list then. And oh. one of mine must not be, yours must, one of yours must not be on my list. Three and two have been mentioned, one has. Three and two have been mentioned? Have not been mentioned. Oh, okay, so we have two. Ah, okay, gotcha. Interesting. I think we might end up with like, uh, this one was one away, this one was one away. Again. My number three is Climax. My number three is Climax! Fuck yes! <laughs> Get your ass over here! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kiss it. Fuck yes. Oh, people. I don't. I, I'm. I'm glad for a number of reasons. I'm glad. One, first and foremost, we kissed. <laughs> Two. I'm glad it was this high. Three. I'm glad for the viewers because viewers, listeners. I think that's mainly all they care about in this podcast is this kissing yeah it comes up it like it's most of the youtube comments well so people like kisses so what i'm Especially saying in a covid world <laughs> what i'm saying is we're probably gonna have to fake our 2019 list <laughs> what if we fake our 2020 list and it's everyone all, like we have the exact <laughs> same top 20 it's two hours of us <laughs> making out <laughs> But in just audio. Just audio making out, yeah. <laughs> Real wet and sloppy, you know? Fuck yes, Climax. Man, cl it's insane. Climax is is like a head trip. Climax, uh, responsible for one of my uh, most popular tweets of the year, which I just made a week or so ago. Uh, oh yeah, because I made it on Halloween, or the day before Halloween. Uh, something to the effect of, oh, you got spooked by the new horror movie? I watched Climax on LSD and accidentally killed my kid. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> oh, man, I couldn't even imagine watching that movie on drugs. Like, uh, I couldn't. Yeah. It's, it's trippy. Don't recommend. It's trippy enough being sober and watching it. Yeah. And let alone being high as fuck watching it. Yeah. I, uh, I, I watched this in Toronto with, with my husband, Adam, <laughs> who, uh, will be the first, no, I'll be the first to tell you, he'll be the second to tell you that he's completely autistic and doesn't have emotions. <laughs> uh, although, <laughs> well, here, here's the double-edged sword. His parents had him tested for autism and he didn't have it, but they still had to have him tested. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, so it's it's on the table. I have not seen him. I have not seen him greatly affected by a lot of movies. Gotcha. I, I've seen him really like a lot of movies and say like, yeah. "Wow, that was great." But he was fucking shook 
really? after this movie. Wow. This movie brought back some shit for him. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, because I think he's had a bad trip or two. Really? And this is one of the worst trips. This, this, is, this might be the worst yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. I would, here's, here's a double feature. See Eric Andre's bad trip, <laughs> and then see this for a worse trip. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, starts with a what? 20 plus minute single shot like yeah almost 30 30? almost 30 yeah uh gaspar knows a weird guy and uh, actually uh another uh shout out to an adam tweet which i saw recently was uh gaspar noe loves incest the way quentin tarantino loves feet (laughs) 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 or in his movies the way That, that is true that is true so uh yeah so this is yeah i think we can agree craziest movie of the year yeah easily craziest (laughs) like it's it's so hard because like honestly for the first over like almost hour nothing really happens no it's it's just all laying groundwork it's just yeah it's just like setting up for the final yeah 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever but the final 30 and 40 minutes like there is only one filmmaker in the world that could do what he did. His name is Gaspar Noé. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's it, like the movie itself is an acid trip. Yes, because it's it literally is an, an acid, acid trip. trip. <laughs> yeah, and like and I got that good eyeball acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good like, stuff. I'm I'm like I'm not really into like like interpretive dancing stuff but like yeah. all of it's cool it is cool it, it's it's really cool the it camera cool. work the camera movement yeah um just yeah and like the, the like following and then following back yeah just like everything like it just it blows your goddamn mind <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah I, I i i can't even describe how awesome uh everything in this movie is <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy yeah do yourself a favor and uh, just like being so fucked up that like so fucked up that like basic human like like functions yeah just like out the window doesn't compute out the window yeah you can't do anything that you would normally be able to you can barely walk like that's <laughs> yeah. how fucked up you yeah are. that's your best yeah it's crazy <laughs> well, I'm glad we I'm glad we got a match I'm glad we got a match one a list uh so two. Has been mentioned? My two has been mentioned. And your one? No, my one has not been mentioned. Oh, so so my two's probably your one. God damn it. Fuck. My number two is the favorite. My number... Uh, five is the favorite. Right. So... We can talk about what if that. we don't have... This, what if your number two and my number one aren't the same thing? I think they are. They're probably the same thing. <laughs> uh, the favorite, yeah. Yorgos, um, like... What, what, what a great... Like three people, yeah, that like work so well together on mm-hmm. screen. Like yeah. Rachel Weiss, like doesn't usually do like it's not really. A, it's kind of a comedic role. Kind of. There's definitely some comedy but, in which, it, which like she's not really known for. Yeah, but it's like but it's, it's your ghost comedy, which is weird, weird, comedy. weird comedy. Yeah. And like Emma Stone's it's, good. Yeah, but like yeah, it's it it's three people that work together so well. Yeah. And f- work off of each other so well that like it yeah it's it's were were you as invested as I was in Olivia Coleman winning best actress because yes. like yeah. 
That every, was all I wanted. Every every now and then, there's every like now and then get a little... <laughs> no, okay. I there's an award that someone, in my opinion, needs to win, right. and I will be very upset if they don't. And usually, it it does work out, and it yeah. gives me a bit of faith in the world. Like I think we oh, talked about yeah, Michael like, Keaton for Birdman, which didn't work out. Yes, uh, Keaton for Birdman. Um, Olivia Coleman for this, Kate Blanchett for Blue Jasmine, which did work out, uh, John Lithgow for the Emmy yes, for, for, for Best Guest Actor, yes, which he did get. That I was also really invested in. Yeah. So, yeah, every now and then there's there's one Dumb that... fucking cut! Oh, <laughs> there's the one that, like, oh, they gotta, they gotta fucking win. They gotta, gotta fucking, fucking win. win. Yeah. And, like, just... She is such a delightful human being. She's awesome. Like oh, even even her, winning, her and she just like was the best. didn't didn't think she deserved to win, yeah. and was so just like. Well, I love that she's she's just like a silly British lady, you know. Yeah, and as far as like the span of her career, she it's been much more comedy than yeah. than drama. Yeah, like until Other than Broadchurch. I mean, yeah, like really until Broadchurch, it's been a lot of silly comedies. Yeah, not, not necessarily not necessarily not good, no. but. Um, but yeah, like she, lots of silly stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it's it, it's there's so many there's tons of comedy, there's tons of like weird drama. Yeah, and like melodrama and, some, like, and stuff. Yeah, it's some like, like weirdly anachronistic stuff, like the like the the dance scene. Like some of the dance was too modern. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like it's Yorgos being Yorgos. Yorgos being Yorgos. I heard like she. I heard her do some some interviews about like playing like weird pranks on people on set because okay. there's like the scene where Emma uh, has to like, you know, give yep. her the old ba-ba. sure. So she took like a makeup sponge and got it soaking wet <coughs> and stuck it between her legs. So they went Emma put her hand up there. It was like you know that like, rock sticky. Like it was moist and wet, and she kind of was like freaked out by it. It was like, like 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 uh, butters touching what Paris Hilton's pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all sticky. It's all sticky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean she. I yeah, I loved her on Broadchurch. So as soon as she yes. was like nom- like in this movie, and I was like. Fuck, she better win. I'm gonna kill somebody. Yeah, I'm gonna win. kill somebody. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make up for Mr. Rogers not getting nominated by killing someone. I'm gonna do terrorism. <laughs> yeah. The uh yeah, and I just like and just the actual story of Queen Anne is like very interesting. Like she has like seventeen rabbits yep. <laughs> that she raises as her children because they each represent like a miscarriage. A, a dead baby, yeah. yeah. Like, or like or ba- even baby that like made it to term and then died. Yeah. Yeah, but she was she was like bad at having kids. <laughs> I think a lot of them were like just because of like all the inbreeding in their family history. Yeah. That like most of them couldn't have kids or like wouldn't have like healthy kids that lived. Yeah. So like I mean that's why you don't uh, marry your first cousin. That's why you or... stick to rabbits. Yeah. Unless you're Giul- Giuliani then you marry your cousin. Sure, then it's fine. Yeah. Just gonna fix my mic pack here for a second. And, uh, okay. Anyways, so that was my number two. That's your number two. My number two is your number one. And your you, number. Your number one was my number eight. Number, yeah. Uh, well, you've been going last, so we'll do your number one last. Okay. Uh, so we'll do my number one now. I guess, I guess let's just be sure. My number two is burning. My yes. number one is burning. Okay. <laughs> it was a real goddamn toss-up between burning and Roma. Really? I mean, and those are the only two it could be because I hate white people. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it had to be Koreans or Mexicans. Koreans or Mexicans. Nothing else. Not in my movies. 
Um, okay, so we'll do Burning Insect. We'll do Roma now. Roma's my number one. I was positive it was going to win Best Picture. HIV positive? I've already done that. Oh. <laughs> I remain that, yes. Yeah. I w- especially because it won all the awards that... Director, lead, international cinema... That lead up to yeah. winning Best Picture. And then out of yeah. fucking nowhere, goddamned Green Book... Is Green Book... From the director of Me, Myself, and Irene. Is Green Book about a white guy saving a black guy? It is. Is it in English? Yes. Was it 2019 yet? No. Well, well you got your answer. <laughs> I think you've answered your own question. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... I, on, I, like, I hadn't seen Roma yet, because it hadn't really... Uh, I don't think I had Netflix at the time. Yeah. And so I didn't have really access to it, and I, I don't know, I didn't want to go out of my way to get, I don't, whatever. I was just right. being lazy, probably. Um, hadn't seen you it. You should have just gone and seen it in Toronto with me. Of course. <laughs> um, I hadn't seen it, but I assumed it was going to win Best Picture. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, it's Caron. I, I, I assumed and wanted it to yeah, win Yeah, like, he won Picture. director, it won international cinema, so, like, and also, too, we've said this before, I think, maybe, yeah, on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, if you're best foreign language film, but you're also nominated for best picture, guess then what? you win best you're foreign the best, language. You're the best foreign language Then it's film. not worth having that award. <laughs> exactly, right? Or, yeah. or like, if you get nominated for best picture, yeah. you get pulled out of best foreign language film. But they also but just, like, like you, you, get a, you get a prize or something. Yeah, exactly, right? For being too good for foreign Cause cinema. Because it, it was, like, wasn't... Because Roma, Parasite... Yeah. Yeah, like, it, 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 it's not even a competition. Yeah. Because <laughs> if the other ones were that good, they would get nominated for Best Picture. That's correct. So, yeah. I'm waiting for it to for somehow, like, not work out that way. Like, one of the Best Foreign is nominated for Best Picture, but it doesn't win Best Foreign somehow. Or it, I don't know if that's or even happen. better, and then it wins Best Picture. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be insane. It's just like they forgot how yeah. logic. Well, works. it's like in 2019, it was like uh, that that Honeyland. Yeah, was nominated for Best Documentary and Best Foreign Language Film. Right, right, and it didn't yeah. win either. Yeah, but it's like, well, if it's getting nominated for something else, it might that be make the, it the best, best one. <laughs> yeah, but I guess not. That one's a little different, but like, yeah, yeah. If it's nominated for best foreign language film, it's yeah. the best documentary. Yeah, yeah. Eh, not necessarily. No, no not necessarily. Well, well uh, I guess it depends what you put above the other. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It's it's, it's the hierarchy because obviously, best anything beats best foreign. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I put I put foreign above documentary. I think no, no. Best picture. I mean. Oh, best picture, best picture is yeah. obviously no. above best yeah, yeah, foreign. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but... <laughs> back to Roma. So Roma. Uh, Roma. I believe this has another character that you want to uh, hold protect, and protect oh, at all. Absolutely, costs. I have to protect her. <laughs> I want all the good things to happen to her and nothing bad to happen to her. I like this. Is this has a very? It's a similar vibe in a way to. Shoplifters. Although I might just be saying that because they both have a scene where they go to the beach. <laughs> uh, although one, oh, I, I, I guess, uh, I guess both with are. I was going to say one, one trip to the beach goes better than the other. Although both are not without their troubles. <laughs> yeah, I was very concerned about the one in Roma. 
Yes. Very concerned. As you should be. Yes. Especially after stating someone couldn't swim. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Like, please don't. Yeah. Uh, but they did. Yeah. And much sadder, like, much, like, the whole movie was more uh, sad than I expected it to be. Yeah. And it's it's cool that it was, like, against the backdrop of all this political unrest in Mexico, and yeah. I, it's, like, 1970, 19, I think. Yeah, 1970. Um, but it's not about that, per se. Yeah. It's just part of it. Just, yeah. like, this is this family's story going on, but it's also this time, so this shit's going on, but this movie isn't about the shit, per se. Yeah. It, it, it affects it, but... Yeah, I think the way that I looked at it... Uh, this this is just my experience of having Mexican friends going to Mexico. Right. Uh, humble brag. Um, I looked at it as the the story was that like like rich white family. Yeah. That the political uprising stuff didn't affect them, mm-hmm. so that's why they weren't necessarily around any of it yeah. in the story because like to them. It wouldn't be of importance, or they wouldn't see it. Mm-hmm. But that's why, like her and the other, like old lady, whatever the house. I don't even know. What, I thought she was the grandma. No, just another, she's like another house, another maid. Yeah. Um. That's why they were like involved in it because, yeah. like, they are the poor. Like, whereas, like in in like I think in all of South and Central America, there's like the you know the the structures of yeah. like lighter skin, more money, darker skin. You're trash. Yeah. Right. It's a good thing it's not like that in North America. I mean, only in parts of North America. Sure, the Amer- the America part of all North America. of America. All of uh, oh, it's going to the junction not America. It's the United oh, States the, of America. The, uh, that guy don't lo- you know what? Yeah. I don't love that guy. I get that a lot. I hate it. The the guy who calls the entire like double continent of North and South America yeah. America the, or the Americas. Yeah. I mean, I'll take the America because if you say the Americas, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But when you say America and you're talking about an entire half of the world and yeah. not the country America. Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. Eat my dick. Yeah. Uh, Roma also, uh, I believe, won the Oscar for most dog poo in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that dog have to poo so much? That was a sh- Were they overfeeding that it or was, was it sick? That dog was a shitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that, that dog was real sick. Yeah. I, I also like... I like the design of the house. I thought it was... Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like... It it didn't seem like the car should come in where it came in. It was like yeah. you can. <laughs> it was very inconvenient. You can like barely open the doors before hitting the wall. Yeah, it was this yeah. weird cartoon. And you like pull in, but then there's like an open doorway that's just like to the living room. Yeah, but then like if you went further, there was like doors to the kitchen. Yeah. So it's, like, yeah, it's very odd. I I, I don't know. I, I think it's my brand of autism that likes just things that are different than they should be, like just like or... Or, yeah, or just like. A sink in the hallway, just like you're right. you're not expecting it. Like, yeah. oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like, you know, it's got now, now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been should have been higher. Uh, I think uh, I think you're right. Seeing as it's my number one, am I allowed to move my list now, or is it too late? You can move it before you can move it at moving time. But that means... I, mean, I mean, if you want to move it now, you can move it now. But you can move it again later. But you can you can also move it now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna move it up two spots. 
And the other two move to down number one? six. And then it'll just so the guilty will become number eight. Yeah. Sorry, the Bobby will become number seven. Okay. And Roma will become number six. I'll allow it. Let it. Let it. It'll go in the official record. Because I like movies that have just random fucking things in them. <laughs> the karate tournament. The random fucking fire that happened at the party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and then even just the randomness of like going into the baby store and then just like, oh, here comes murder. <laughs> like, just random shit. Like, that karate tournament literally had nothing to do with anything other than she had to go find him, right? Well, and other than karate is awesome. I'm true. But he could he could have been doing anything. He could can, have been working. Can you believe we're talking playing this football? Can you believe we're talking about a karate tournament and it's in Roma and not burning? Ridiculous! <laughs> <laughs> the wrong people are doing karate. The wrong son died. <laughs> and when we say that we're talking about the pens. Yeah, I would yeah. take Chris over Sean. Absolutely, uh, like, no question. Hundred percent. Yeah, I hate or, Sean. Or, I hate Sean. Penn. Or the Phoenixes. That's a that's a hotter take. No, that is I, a much hotter take. River died too young to know how good he would be. Uh-huh. You know, like we already knew Chris Penn was good. Yeah, and we're like, ah, Sean's a dick. <laughs> also, uh, Milk didn't deserve a fucking Oscar. How about I am Sam? Also, didn't deserve. He didn't get an Oscar. No, he didn't. But he got a nom- Did he get nominated? Did he, he get nominated nom- for Full Retard? I think he got nommed. because like that is the movie that. Tropic Thunder is referencing with full retard, yes. right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but I think it's because most of them are friends with Sean Penn. Okay. So that's why they... Um, that's why they can get away with it without Sean Penn's <laughs> guerrilla team murdering them? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, he was nominated for I'm Sam. Good. He was, also, Earned. <laughs> he was also nominated for some movie I've never heard of. Name it. Um, Sweet and Lowdown. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think it's Woody Allen. I'll be a monkey's uncle. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was nominated for best actor as that uh, as well. There you go. I, in two thousand. I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. I am Sam. What a guy. Two thousand and one. Milk. Fuck you. Bad movie. Two thousand seven. Uh, two thousand eight. Was it the two thousand eight Oscars or was? Um, so that's Roma. Um, yeah, anyways, yeah, like I was saying, I like random shit, and it had a lot of random stuff Yeah, it did. And also made, uh, Quaran the second two-time Mexican Best Director winner of the 2010s alone. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you some good news here. Mexican directors make good movies. I've heard that. (laughs) Uh, I believe that's my second Mexican number one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2008, celebrating 2007 was the award. Your... Uh, he should have lost to at least two people nominated, if for, not... For Milk. For Milk? Uh, was Daniel Day nominated? No. He wasn't nominated for There Will Be Blood? That's uh, fucked up. I don't... Oh, sorry, are these 2008 movies? 2007? I said these are the 2008 movies, sorry, celebrated in 2009. Okay, so oh, so it's not Danny Day. Uh, so what else is in a? Oh, I don't eight. know if you'll get two of them. Best picture was Slumdog, and that didn't even have acting awards. I don't think Dev wasn't nominated. I don't think no. no. Um, shit, I don't know. Uh, Brad Pitt, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, whatever, whatever. Um, Frank Langella, Langella. Oh, Frost Nixon. Frost Nixon. He rocked. That should have been one. He rocked in that. I R- love Frost uh, Nixon. Mickey Rourke for the wrestler, maybe. He's sure, good. yeah. I mean, better than Sean He's Penn. Better than Sean Penn. Uh, Richard Jenkins for The Visitor. Mm. That's insane. Yeah. All th- Three of those are better than Sean Penn and Milk. Easily. 
Um, also, that was the other Heath Ledger one for the Joker. Good stuff. Oh, first, okay. the nominations though are okay. first of two wins for the Joker. Yep. Anyways, how many? There must be another instance of a character winning the same character winning multiple Oscars for different movies. Yeah, well, yeah. Rooster yeah. Cogburn for True Grit. Did he win? Yeah, he won Best Actor. And, Bridges won? And John Wayne won Best Actor. I can remember if Bridges won or not. Yep. Okay. So there's one. I thought he won for Crazy Heart. No, maybe he won for both. Did he win for both? I don't think he won for both. You're dumb. <laughs> fake and gay? No, you're not You're not fake. And, you're also not and, a wolf. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. Ah, you're right. He did win for for Crazy Heart. Yeah, he was nominated. But that that would be another example. Yes, had he won, I bet there is. Uh, yeah. Guys, did, uh, you, did you know that he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in 1972 and 75? Jeff Bridges and 85. Wow. And 2001, and 2010, and 2011, and 2017. He's got a lot of noms. He's uh, good at acting. He was nominated for uh, Thunderbolt and Lightning Foot and Lightfoot. A Clint Eastwood so, movie from the 70s. A movie I only know because it was in uh, uh, Doug Loves Movies, uh, his big, uh, uh, and like movie finishing movie titles. Oh, uh, yeah. Com- uh, yeah. Build the title. Build the title. His build the title is is running build the title for 2013 or 14, whatever. Yeah. That was in it. I'd, I'd never heard of Thunderbolt and Lightning Foot before that. It was yeah twenty yeah twenty fourteen Wolf of Wall Street fight Terminator two Judgment Day of the Dead Man Walking Tall the President's Men in Black Fisher King is where I lose it but that wasn't a bad run Kingdom of Heaven and Earthling that's as far as I got yeah. But yeah, that uh, that showed up in there. Interesting. Anyway, anyways, on to my number one, your number two. Now I heard that you didn't even watch Burning, but are just such a big Walking Dead fan that <laughs> that you heard that Stephen Young was in a movie, and you're like, number one, got to do it. Ah, uh, he's well. I mean, he's also in Sorry to Bother You, so oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got me there. <laughs> uh, no, burning. Like, holy shit. I completely out of nowhere. Again, yeah. like, no no one had, like, knew anything about it. They were just like, all right, here's this movie. And I was <laughs> here's like... Here's this movie. I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. I like Korean drama mysteries. I, uh, I loved it the first time. I think I loved it more the second time. Ooh. It is a really interesting watch the second time okay because you can see because you, you know everything right you, you know everything that's happened plot wise mm-hmm. so now you can watch it differently and D- did you think did you in your mind think it think of it had it had a different ending than you did the first time you yes, watched it a hundred percent interesting i think because i know that there's two kind of like schools of thought on the ending yeah i think on the second viewing it is way more ambiguous than Ooh. than I than I found okay. the first time. Okay. Um uh, how do I say it? First time I was like, "Yup, he deserved it." 
<laughs> Second time, way more ambiguous. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think the first time I watched it, I thought he didn't deserve it. Okay. So I'll have to re. I'll have to go through it again. And yeah. But like, it it is it is a mystery. If you've ever mysteryed a mystery, like yeah. It's it is. It's so interesting because it's so like and, and like you said, everything's ambiguous. But the whole yeah. movie is literally like kind of up to you to interpret what's happening. Pretty much. I I I actually equate it to. Listening to the first season of Serial mm-hmm. <laughs> about uh, about uh, Adnan, and as you go along, you you can your opinion can change from minute to minute of oh this guy's definitely a murderer to I don't know <laughs> <laughs> maybe he didn't do shit yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's it's wild how and it's almost just like up to you and how you watch it. Yeah. Is this a long podcast? Yeah, it's a long podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, it actually really is. And, like, yeah. I know that there's, like, lots of people that try to break down, like, what the meaning of things are and what this means and what this is. Yeah. Which, I, is, which is, is really cool. Yeah. Like, I like that idea. And I, th- I think one of the uh, big, as far as, like, themes is, like, the uh, Stephen Yun represents, uh, like, rich, affluent, urban South, South Korea. Korea. And, and and the other guy him. represents rural, poor North Korea. Yeah, which is interesting to think about. Yeah, like, that's a really cool. And whether or not idea. they specifically represent North and South Korea, they certainly do represent different classes. Different at, classes, at the very least. Which is a lot of what Korean cinema is. Is that there's is that only what Korean cinema is now? I mean, yeah, it's just burning of. parasite. Like, this is what we do. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. We do class. Kind of, yeah. I mean, like the the whaling is like that, mm-hmm. and like how Korea is better than Japan. Um, or, or or even like Believer is like yep. you know like every Korean movie is very <laughs> yeah. very like class structure the, my only thought on breaking it down as, as like affluent rich south and poor north is like the North Korean kid is kind of the protagonist for most of the movie. Yes. I don't know if they would make a North Korea's the good guys movie. That is accurate. You know? So like but I mean, it's cool to think about it that way. The yeah, the the one thing that made it so ambiguous for me was because the the title refers to uh, having the clap. <laughs> Stephen Yun saying that I don't know for a hobby, <laughs> just like for you know, I'm bored. Yeah, he goes out into the country and burns old greenhouses. Yeah, and. And then lots of other things happen. Um, but the, the the other guy, the non-Stephen Young guy, the, the poor not-as-well-to-do guy, goes oh, to mean? look for a greenhouse that Stephen Young said he burned down. Yes. And could not and find could not it. could not find a burned down greenhouse. And that, that part, like, really makes you think. Yeah. Like, oh, is is it just all bullshit? But then there's a couple... That very much go the other way. A couple uh, very incriminating things. Yes. So it's, it's a tough one. I also I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal a little secret to you, Scott. A tiny little tidbit of knowledge. Mm-hmm. This is also my number one movie because it's got the greatest on camera Korean tits I've ever seen in my life. Yes. <laughs> Those were some rockin' knockers. Some jumbo. And I, 
did not expect them. Jumbo naturals. Like, did not expect that to be in the movie. Especially because, like, Asian movies are, like, kind of hit or miss on. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, whoa, we went. Also not about. Oh, we went, we went, we went. Also not about Paratits and Believer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But this one. I guess 2018 was the year Korean tits. It was the year of Korean tits. Some some gazongas. We we finally grew our first woman that had good tits in the history of Korea. And we're going to show them off. If you watch five minutes of any movie on this list this, this for 2018 <laughs> just watch that part <laughs> it is totally worth it <laughs> agreed um yes so yeah that this 2018 this was uh damn near could have been my number one too yeah. it could have been it could have been two out of three kisses down the stretch <sighs> at least we got one uh, you know we got and, the one and on listeners the, are gonna flip for it on the, the one that i didn't think would be the one I, I thought we would maybe get the favorite. I thought we'd maybe get Will You Be My Neighbor. I th- I thought we had a good chance on the favorite. I thought we might both number five the favorite. Mm-hmm. Yep, I thought I thought that well, the favorite or Will You Be My Neighbor I thought were the ones that I was like, that's going to be... And, well, we should have Will You Be You literally fucked up Will You Be My Neighbor. That is, It's clearly number four. It's the number four movie. But then what's here. Thunder Road? It, it, can be, it can be five. Mm, I don't know. I mean, it's my ten. Mm, see? You're stupid. I could... You could talk me into up. anything. You, <laughs> you could dick you up. I could dick you, you could dick me up and or down. You could talk me as high as seven on on Thunder Road. I I on a given day could put it above Suspiria, Isle of Dogs, or Under the Silver Lake. I don't want to put it above Shoplifters, Fair. but I could put it up to seven. Fair. I'm not going to. It's going to be ten. I think it's a, I think it's a fun number ten. Well, we still got we still got six, so six is same. It's better than we thought. Yeah, we good. we figured max five, max and five. here we are. We're we're always kind of around six. Kind of around, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is the uh, first year of uh, first year since twenty thirteen that my number two has been on your list <laughs> at all, and is in fact your number one. Yeah. But uh, very interesting that I had a bunch of number twos. That you weren't feeling. And, uh, spoiler, I'm gonna move several of them before... Yeah. Before the day is done. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, running them down, ten through one, ascending order. Mine is Thunder Road, Under the Silver Lake, Isle of Dogs, Suspiria, Shoplifters, The Favorite, Won't You Be My Neighbor, Climax, Burning... Roma. At the end, I was I was only able to do single word movies because my my eyes got tired. <laughs> and yours, your re- revised my on the revised spot, on the spot, on the while spots. talking about Roma as your number, while one. remembering that you like Latina women. <laughs> yeah, but this is not Latina. Um, number ten, Blind Spotting. Number nine, Birds of Passage. Number eight, The Guilty. Number seven, Sorry to Bother You. Number six, Roma. Number five, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Number four, Thunder Road. Number three, Climax. Uh, number two, the favorite, and number one, burning. We did it. Now, 2019, I am very excited for because I feel like we're going to have a lot. I, I, I think we're going to have some some nice top five kisses. Maybe I'm feeling good about Maybe. some top fives. I just quickly browsed through my the 2019s. Yep. There's a lot of good ones, and there's also ones I haven't seen there, yet. I've, I've got a good chunk to see that I will have to watch before we record so plan is next week next wednesday 2019 as normal 
then I think the plan is we're going to take a sort of off week the week after that. Uh, Recharge our batteries. We're going to recharge our batteries, but I think I will post on that off week our new revised 10s for all the years. And then based off of those 10s the following week, and it may end up being a double episode. Mm -hmm. This one probably should be too, but it's not going (laughs) to. This one one is over four. It's over four? Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) Sorry about your damn ears. But if you're bored at work, you're welcome, I guess. Yeah. Just break it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, if that one goes, we'll see how 20 through 11 goes and judge if it's going to be a double. Um, yeah, so we'll do our, uh, our top 20 of the 2010s. And then after that, we'll think of more cool shit to do. Now, uh, we're going to turn things off and get down to some real kissing, but you don't get to hear that. That's just for us. That's, that's for only fans. <laughs>